Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. We are live from Las Vegas, 6 p.m., Monday, April 18th, 2016. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday night. Looking forward to having a great show. Mitch Payton from Pro Circuit will be on. Kevin Cobb will be on from uh, Recovery Racing, Sick Recovery Racing. And uh, we've got lots more to talk about. we got the uh, BTO Sports Tweet at Talon segment. We have the... Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, Gear Alloy Cold Call, Race Tech Suspension email segment, the NFAB JGR check-in, as well as the NFAB question of the day. And uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime, and uh, we'll take your calls all throughout the show. St. Louis Supercross has come and gone. And uh, what's wrong? You're already starting. It's like we're back together again. This is, I'm getting flashbacks. All right, just hang on. I can't hear. All right, you there? I can't hear out of my – there you go. Yeah, okay, because I didn't introduce you yet. I don't care. I want to hear your beautiful voice. Okay, that is the RCH general manager, former co-host of the Pulp MX show for two or three years, the Kenny Watson. Hi. How you doing, bud? Thanks for coming in. You got your stats there? Got my stats. Yeah. We're ready to go. You got some other stats to talk about, we're too. Gonna make, we're going to make some magic tonight, Are we? Folks. We're going to make radio magic. I'm going to try. All right, fantastic. Kenny Watson, everybody, former mechanic for uh, Brian Deegan, for Buddy Antones, for Scott Sheik, for uh, Ray Crum, for Kyle Lewis, the team manager of Moto Triple X, Plano Honda, RCH, uh, Hart Nunnington. Did I get it all? Oh, Utopia Goggle marketing expert. Uh, the Kenny Watson in tonight. We uh, we've got your voicemails also lined up, and uh, you can get the show on the M on uh, on Stitcher app. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on the Pulpamex app. You listen listen live on uh, on uh, on TuneIn app. And uh, thank you everybody. We appreciate it. Amazon. If you're gonna make a purchase from Amazon, go to uh, pulpamex.com. Go to the Amazon banner on there. Click on Amazon. It takes you to there. We got a small slice of that. We can afford. To so you can make Steve richer. We can uh, afford to fly Kenny Watson up here. Uh, which or we, buy Steve more dog food, and uh, which we did, and we can uh, pay. Kenny no, to I come paid on for my show. own flight here, uh, but I bought you a flight. But then you changed Home. everything. Okay, stop doing this. Stop, stop, stop telling me what to do. <sighs> okay, and also too, so St. Louis Supercross is coming gone. Um, like I said, we've got a we got a full house. We got Connor Fields in here from a BMX Olympian Hero, and uh, Chris Cooksey from uh, WPS. We'll get on them in a little bit to talk to them about what's going on. Um, Connor uh, raced uh, in London at the uh, Summer Olympics in BMX and uh, hoping to make Rio here, so we'll talk to them a little bit. Uh, taking your calls, holding th- holding things down behind on the scenes. He looks panicked. He's back in. He's Talon. What's up, Lone Wolf? Uh, not much. Just answering calls. Ow! Ow! Uh, Lone Wolf. Now, for people who don't know, Talon, Travis is out tonight. Talon finished second in our contest for the producer uh, spot, but... Uh, so he didn't get it. So, but Talon's in the night, and he's coming back in a few other weeks. So, welcome Shit, back. if I would, if he Thanks. called me, I would have told you to kick rocks. You didn't give him the job, but you're all oh, my producers not going to be here. Can you fill in? What's wrong with that? I mean, all or nothing. He's okay. Well, um, he he's a works racer. He's an off-road racer, so we're happy to have him in. Oh, okay, that makes a big difference. 
BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAP Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Star Cross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Ride Engineering, all on board with us tonight. And you can go to uh, Sponsor Deals on PulpMXShow.com to... Uh, Learn the codes and uh, figure everything out. And, uh, yeah, uh, thanks again for, uh, for people for coming in. And, uh, like I said. There's serious shit going on with those guys. Michael Lessie winning the Heat in St. Louis. I don't care whether you like Michael Lessie or you hate Michael Lessie. I want to start off the show off on that. Good job, Mike. Great job. Great ride. Got the whole shot, which helps. But then he rode away from those dudes. He beat Chad Reed. He beat James Stewart. He beat Weston Pike. He beat Trey Kennard. He beat Trey? Yeah, I think he beat Trey, too. Yeah, I mean, no, no, bro. Mike, I mean, kudos to him. But Whoa, that, what that, do you mean, but? Yeah, but we were talking about it before. That heat race was... Listen to me. That second heat race... Was, I'm, wait, I'm waiting, for, I'm all, waiting to it go. It had all the guys, and if you want to go look it back up and read the lineup of the two heat races... Okay, well, they were, they right. were, They were, but I'm not saying Mike did a great job. Right. He did beat those guys. He did whole shot. No, he, yeah, give him some credit. He did. Okay. He got 10th in the main. Uh, nice job, Mike. Had, he got 10th. He's gone... Uh, That's a great job. And, and He's and, gone 12, 10, 11, 10 or something. So are you four. jumping on the LSE bandwagon when you predicted at the beginning of the year that... Yeah, that I did. I did. his teammate was going to beat him? I did predict Vince Fries would beat him. Yeah. There you I, go. I, I thought Vince was looking great, and I thought Mike was... I don't know what's going on with Vince. He's not... Riding as good as he he's probably should. scared to do anything because he's going to get beat up from anybody. I don't know. Listen to me. I, I just great job by Mike. Um, yeah, good job, Mike. Uh, Kenny Watson, the general manager of RCH. How are things going? Kenny Roxon, Brock Tickle, Jake Weimer on the team. Now you know you're not as involved in racing as you once were when you were co-host on the show and and running the program. But still, how's things going? Roxon has been much better um, the last month and a half than he was. Um, thoughts. Yeah, I mean, things have uh, turned around this year for the whole program in general. Um, everything is seems to be, you know, working really well. I mean, Kyle and Ricky and Mark and all the guys, I've done a really, really good job in the off season mm-hmm. preparing. Um, the changes that Ken is asking for, um, we are, as a team, collectively able to deliver to him where he could feel a difference for the better and make a difference. So that makes him happy. Um, but all in all, it's just, uh, it's been a good year besides Brock getting hurt. Yep. It's been solid. Um, I think it was a good job picking up Weimer. Yeah. He's, he's I done mean, well. For sure. Yeah. I mean, now we, now we got three guys now, and we got enough equipment, so that's fine. You're, like I said, you're not involved in the racing decisions, racing side of RCH mm-hmm. anymore, but it's a team you started with. Would you like to comment on Kenny Rocks and going to Honda next year? Cause it's everywhere out there. That's fine. Okay. That's I have to ask. That's it. Could be everywhere you. I mean, it doesn't I read really on Vidal, matter. We're not. Read on Vidal, we're not there yet. I read on Vital. It's happening. Yeah. Now then, it must be happening. Well, something that we talked about that's interesting too, Roxon or, or, or Kenny, is uh, uh, Kenny Roxon's dad's interview last year, which was a bomb, a major bomb on a program. Uh, kudos to Roxon. Didn't let let him affect him. I think he won the next race or very shortly after. You actually, and again, you're not on the racing side of things, but that interview actually brought things together a little bit, which I would have never thought. But, but it did, right? Yeah, I just think it just shows what a, a professional and strong team we have where everybody, you know, came together mm-hmm. and took what we needed to take out of it. What some, you know, because 
75% of it's bullshit, mm-hmm. and there's 25% of the truth, and we wanted... Kind of galvanized you guys, like, exactly. hey, what are we, what are we talking and about? So we had to come together as a team, and, you know, mm-hmm. Kyle um, Kyle Bentley has a huge, 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 you know, he, he steers the ship. Mm-hmm. Kyle um, is the day-to-day guy. You know, he answers to Mark Johnson and Ricky Carmichael, but he's pretty much making the day-to-day decisions and doing... A great job. He's the one that manages the staff, and you know he's. If anyone's to get the pat on the back, it's Kyle. Uh, he's done a great job, and uh, you know you can't. You know you can't. Mm-hmm. The results speak for itself. Yeah. No. Um, uh, it's. I just wish Kenny Roxon would have started a little sooner like this. But yeah, hey, I, I mean, everybody it, does. It happens. <laughs> I mean, it's not like God, they've had some good racing lately. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. I mean. We've been on the Dude, short end of the stick. but Well, you have been, and this goes back to Dungey. He won again in St. Louis. Kenny fell on, like, lap 10 or 11. Kenny caught him, though, and made a pass briefly. How the fuck do you beat Ryan Dungey? How I don't do you know. beat him? I don't I, I mean, he— Why don't you go to—don't you hang out with him in Destin every once in a while? Dude, all I know is— Go get him hammered. He has the ball swinging in his— Dude. Zone. I mean, everything. I don't that's know what the ball happen, swing in his zone means, but whatever. That means yeah. everything is going his way, dude. His starts. His. Well, for instance, you get ninth pick on the gate, and all of a sudden, magically, how does that happen? There's a, one of the best gates you right know. next to number one. He started next to Rocks in number one. Like, how does that happen? How does that happen? Exactly. You, you tell me. I mean, you tell me. How you does tell he, me? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Everything you tell me. Is going Talon. his way. It's Talent's fault. Um. How do you beat him? You got to get a little dirty with him. No, I think you. I think you just. I mean, all you need to do is. Hopefully, he gets a bad start. I don't think he's got a bad start yet. One time, he, he's gotten a few. A uh, Phoenix, Phoenix. He was eleventh uh, yeah. or something, and he didn't win. Yeah, he got second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's been solid, dude. You can't take nothing away from him, like Ryan think- Dungey or not like him. He's. Do you he's, think Dungy, he's the class of the field? Do you think Dungy? Okay, so 2015, you sign Rock, Ken Roxon. He comes out, he wins the first two rounds, or no, first two out of three, mm-hmm. right? Then he gets hurt in Oakland and kind of goes sideways. From that moment, though, has Roxon gotten worse or Dungy gotten better? I don't think Roxon's got worse. I okay, think so Dungy's, Dungy's craft gotten better. Is just coming is you know with him with his you know he he has another year under his belt with Eldon yeah. you know he didn't have a full year i just think that it's his craft is all finally coming together and everything is paying off that you know putting all his hard work into it i think too nothing against your bike that's an old it's an older tired bike by now new one coming in 2018 i don't think we uh, as, a, as a sport can look past how good that KTM is I, I agree. I think that thing is really good. The bike, the bike is is really good, but I don't think it's the bike that's making him. No, win. no, 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 no. But it's it's a like, Dungey would win probably on anything. But that bike is just it's phenomenal. You, uh, I agree. He get, he doesn't get great jumps. He comes out with everybody and then just hits third and starts pulling away. Husky uh, Anderson's the same way. Brayton, like all that thing. That bike is really good. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know how you're going to do it, Watson. I guess you don't care. You're not even racing anymore. Oh, I do anymore. care. I mean, I have a I have a slice of the pie at the end of the day, so yeah. I do care. Uh, are you coming back to the show ever? This, this show's co-host. What show? This this pulp show. The rumor is you're coming back as a permanent co-host. No, hell no. Okay. I was just driving around today and just uh-huh. thinking, man, I used to live here, and I don't think I could move Dude, back here. I I heard from sources that your life has never really gone. It was never better than when you were here. Huh. On the show. Sources? Yeah, sources told me that. Oh, God. She's downstairs. Fuck you and your show, Mathis.
Where did that come from? Um, that's Talon. Oh. Uh, by the way, everybody, I want everybody to know that Kenny, despite just telling me to fuck me and my show, Kenny has graciously agreed, like a Hall of Fame, Kenny has decided to leave the Innovator Award here. In yep. its home. Now you own it. If if if, if yeah. you want it back, you you're allowed it back. Just like when uh, those guys leave something at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they get they 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 get it back. But the uh, Feld Motorsports Innovator Innovation Award for what year was it? Twelve. Twelve. You got it at the banquet. Coy Gibbs yeah. didn't get one. Nope. Nope. Never has. Never has. Dad can't buy him that. Dad cannot buy him that. You got it, and you've let it. It's going to be in our studio next to the Tony Alessi letter, next to Nick Way's Lifetime Achievement Award, next to the Summer Cross Trophy. Where's the sand? It's right behind it. Okay, perfect. As long as it's close. <laughs> you love that sand. From I Southwest. want you to go back and pour I'm it back. No, I am. I am. Okay. I'm dumping it back in. You need to. And that's the right thing to do, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you love that sand. Dude, I can't You're such a that. fan of that sand. Uh, all right, let's get right to the phones. Uh, we got Jason Thomas coming up, of course, uh, later on. Uh, we got a, we got an Olympian in studio here. It's phenomenal. It's not awesome. me or you. I I agree. I came up just short of the of the hurdles, but that's yeah. but that's all I got. And uh, so we got lots of people, lots of people to talk about. And let's get to some phone calls here. Clint. Uh, oh, Clint. What if Clint calls in? Uh, he could tell me to go f myself. I don't know. Raining yellow. Welcome to the show. Man. Blah blah blah. Great. Hey. What's up, Rainy Yellow? What's up, Yellow? Man, it's been rough, huh? Yeah, it hasn't worked out so well, bud. No, hey, what do you know about, uh, I heard in you, the podcast you're talking about, some behind-the-scenes stuff going on, maybe wanting to ride elsewhere? The rumors that I hear from a pretty good source, Rainy Yellow, is that James is looking elsewhere. I thought he signed with Yosh next year and beyond. I, I swear there's a press release that said he's ending his career with the Yosh guys. But trust me on yeah, that. I think he's got, trust he's me got on that. next year to do well, that too, right? I think contracts are only like the paper where they're written on, really, with, with anything in our sport. Um, I think it's pretty hard for any person or anything to stay if you don't, don't, want, don't to. want to be there. I mean, you're going to make him if ride. You look if at, you look where would he go, though? In the history of our sport. Anywhere well, he wants. In the history of our sport, Watson, every contract has a right to match. Yep. No one does. Nope. Everyone just says, see you later. So you're thinking he'd want to ride that KTM, dude? I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, well, I do know, but how's I, he going to do that? I'm not really supposed to say. I'm not not going to say, but I know he's been making calls. Know. Can I just? I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Raining yellow. It's it's been a rough year for James Stewart. I totally hell yeah. What did you Watson? What did you make of Pike's move on James? Like I thought it was just kind of a racing incident. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I at mean, first I, I was like, whoa, because I didn't, I couldn't see it too well. Yeah, and then I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's the line Pike took every time. Yeah, I mean, Pike should have been a little smarter, but James should have been a little smarter, and it was one of those things. Yeah, like I, I don't think Pike would do that to him. But no, yeah. I mean, I. I was back at the track. It was an accident. I, looked, I looked over and I James was in a lot of pain. Was like, he? Yeah. Yeah, bad. So, like he ain't no way he was ankle. faking yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think he was struggling with something with his back throughout the day anyways. They, something was wrong with him. Did he crash in practice? I don't know. I mean, I've yeah. seen people working on his back and you know, he like just seeing him trying to walk, you know. Uh, I don't I said it again. I'll say it again. I'll say it before. Um See it, Hangtown, James. I I don't know. I don't. They won't do that. I don't know why they won't do I that. I don't know. I I just hoped he does better. Like just for him as a person. Like I feel bad for him. Like but, he's but, trying. But, yeah. he's but if trying. He's, look, he's, if he's trying to get out of that bike and team, which I I know he is, 
It ain't the bike. It ain't the bike, Randy Yellow. Watts is not going to say anything because he, yeah, he's going to be politically correct here. But I don't. I mean, it, I don't it, think it's the bike. How could you it, say it's the bike? There's there's it, another guy riding the same bike that's doing. I mean, I, you know, pretty good. It's it's frustrating. When look not, how long it took him to get going though on that bike. Who? Kenny. Dude, James won five races two years ago on the same motorcycle. How could the bike be the problem? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't and then, know. Hey, what? Besides, moving on from James real quick, uh, one last comment is, excited for the day races, but how are you going to have a day race inside a dome where you can't see the sunshine? Um, it wasn't about that. Great. It was about TV. Great radio. Well, hey, I think a lot of people appreciate that, so... Yeah. Right uh, on, you yeah. guys have a good uh, show. Thanks for having you Hey, let's get something straight. I don't wish anything, like, I, I want to see James. I'm a James fan. I, I've well, always been uh, uh, watching that guy on a motorcycle. Right it doesn't seem like it's fine. Everybody No, no, it. I'm just saying that. Like, I, 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 I hope he stays on a yellow bike, and I hope that he turns it around. Have you heard the things I've heard? No. <laughs> I think you have. I think you're paused. I, I, you know what? I, I didn't hear him until it. you told me. Oh, did I tell you? Yeah, you told me at the races. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, I didn't think I told you. Uh, Wyland, what's up, man? What's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. How you doing, Steve? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's crapping, Kenny? Hi. Hi. I I have a question regarding um, uh, Josh Hansen and how the AMA wanted to uh, take away the 100 from him. Uh, Wait, they wanted to or they did? They well, yeah, that's what I kind of meant. Uh they did. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm 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 okay. He I'm, asked me about it and I'm like, "Josh, it's very easy how you can get that 100." It is. Well, it's not very easy, but yeah. There's well, a way. If you race, no, actually, and you earn it. You know, you can't. You can't pick 3 digit anymore. Oh, you can't? No, Alessi and Porcel got grandfathered in. Oh, well, yeah, he's screwed. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm okay. Is it Wyland? Did, did Talon get your name? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You got it. Okay. Got it. Um, do you feel like he should get to keep 100? I think because, like, he has, like, his own brand, and he has, like, 100, like, sweatshirts and stuff, and it's just, like... I agree. It's, like, it's like making 7-2-6, like, 7-2-1. You know, you can't do that. Well, here's the thing, though. If you're any kind... I don't know how old you are or how long you've been following the sport, but... Number 100, 111, 101 was reserved for world champions who came over, guys who came over into the sport, um, special elite riders that came into the sport from other places. They were given these numbers as a sign of respect if they raced over here. And Hanny doesn't fall into that category for me. So I, I think that I'm old school, and I think 100, 101, and 111 should be saved. I guess. Okay, well, I, you, I disagree with him. I, like I mean, him, so. no, it's just like I like Hanny. So do I. I disagree with Steve, and Steve likes Hanny too. I do like Hanny. I just I, I'm I'm okay with the number system. Like, run what you got. Yeah. So, what was? Thank you, Wyland. Thank you. Uh, what I didn't like for years was like Davalos and these guys would earn two digit numbers, and they would say, "No, I don't want to run that. I'm going to run my three digit guy." So then their number would go unused. And somebody at the back yeah. end wouldn't get a number. I, I agree. But they changed that. But I, I didn't like that when, I think when they, that happened. I think they did the right thing there, but I don't think they did the right thing with giving regional guys points. That's Oh, retarded. God, no. Oh, that God. Is that, is, that has got to be the stupidest. you got a guy that goes races a West Coast, and he averages a 15th. He's going to go get a number. Over then a guy like uh, JT or somebody who's doing a 450 gnarly season. Yeah, like you know, over yeah. over a guy like, you know, with call you. it Seven Deuce Deuce. Yeah. Or, you know. Seven Deuce Deuce might actually tank it so he wouldn't score points. So we can keep his number. 
He told me if he ever gets a number, he's going to call the AMA. I'm like, you can call him, bro. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, Nash, welcome uh, to the Pulp Mech Show. Kenny Watson's back. Gentlemen, yes, the sweet sounds of K-Dub's voice once again. He did work for Factory the he, he did work for Factory Phil also, so there's that connection. Uh, we, we, I'll tell you what, Kenny logged a lot of hours, Steve. You know you know the deal. The, Kenny logged a lot of hours of Factory. and uh, uh, Kenny Loggins. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Loggins. No Kenny. pun intended, buddy. No pun intended. Never is. Uh, you're sounding good, buddy. You're sounding upbeat. Pumped to see you at New York. I'll be there poking around. You can yell at, at people. I've heard your microphone stories are epic as you yell at, at Dada and, and uh, Koi across the pits. I want to thank um, Feld for my job. Thank you, Feld, for my job. Thank you. Go listen to DMXS, everybody. Best best radio show. Everybody, you want to listen to the best radio show in, in the world on mm-hmm. motocross. Yeah. Uh, that's, all I, that's all I do for hours is do that. But I, I throw a one-liner in here and there. All right, Nash, what's up, man? Now, my serious phone-in call question is, Steve, I think I've I found a way to parlay your years of experience, uh, you know, 20 years grinding it, going to the races. Yeah. After the Jake Weimer interview, riding coach for RCH. Hands down. I like riding it. Thank coach you. Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Stop it. Kenny, you. Kenny, what do you think? It would be like old times you two back together again? Get off his be dick. beautiful. Get off his dick. Oh, really? You think my advice to Weimer at Indianapolis was garbage? Stay out of the ruts? Yeah. How could you stay out Dude. of the ruts? That's all there was was Stay ruts. out of the ruts, bro. Dude, and then this week he got super technical. He Very should've. technical. Yeah, he should have tripped Yeah. It, you almost made Weimer literally laugh to the point where he couldn't even talk. I know. Really? Well, hey, listen. I coach winners. Weimer's not a winner, so he's not going to listen to me. Are you serious? I think he has a one W plate. Yeah, in the small uh, white class. I mean, oh, big deal. nothing. Regional. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. Cash well, I, 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 I can live the dream. Nash, we could have a problem with Carmichael and myself. I don't know if Ricky would want to pay me. There would be a little friction there. Yeah, he's There'd not. There would be a, 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 a slight friction there. He's but not a fan. He's not a fan. Well, you know what? That's where you turn on your people skills, just like you did at Yamaha back in the day. Thank you. You know, with you and Chad, when you and Chad had some good, yeah. you know, some good times. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, all part that's of it. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, Kenny, have you seen Factory Phil lately? Uh, last time I seen him was San Diego, but he shot me a text the other day. Nice. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say? Uh, wanted to go to dinner. Oh God! One day. How about what? Factory One Phil day. shows up at the races, right? And like he calls me, and I get him tickets once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he walked up and he gave me a, a gift card to PF Changs. Ah, oh, oh, why would you do that? He's like. Up because you do a lot for everyone and no one that probably ever gives you that's anything. That's so funny, dude. Exactly. That's awesome. Dude, right there. Yeah. No, he's, that's, he's, that's, class, he's, that's a class he's a champion. He's class 100%. 100%. You made my night, K-Dub, with that. Thank you. Steve, as always, great show, and it's great. Thank Kenny, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Always Nash. enjoy you as a host. Thank Genuinely. You. Have a great show, guys. Cheers. All right, later, Nash. KTMPartsExpress.com. If you've got a KTM, and certainly a shit ton of you people listening to this have a KTM, Pulp MX 16, KTMPartsExpress.com. I just retweeted somebody who saved there. They are the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Their warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, as well as the power parts and the power wear accessories. 35 years of experience. KTMPartsExpress.com. And if you've got a Husky, I'm supposed that you can uh, also order from them. And uh, speaking of Husky, uh, Jason Anderson found himself in the news again, Watson. Wow, yeah. With the uh, pass on Brayton, <clears throat> Brayton was uh, pretty steaming. Mad. I've never, I've, uh, I've seen him uh, after the race walking out. And Actually, I'd... hold on a second. Talon, pull up pulpmex.com on the uh, laptop and go to the post-race interviews from Brayton, and let's listen to Brayton's interview. Uh, anyway, sorry, Watson. So. Yeah, I was him. walking yeah. out, and uh, 
Brayton's a usually upbeat guy. And he had his, you know, his family with him and some of his friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, JB, what happened? You were like, I didn't see you, you were up there. What happened? And he's like, F and Anderson got me again. Yeah. You know, he got me. And I'm all, and I, and I go, bad, dirty? He's like, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was, it, it could have been really bad, but it wasn't. But, and uh, um, he just said, it's going to stop. What did you think of Anderson's pass? What did you think of that move? Uh, I know, I know he's racing and he's trying to get by him, but I think Brayton's more of a veteran type of guy. If you're faster than him, he's going to race you, but he's not going to hold you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll race you hard, but if you're going to pass him, he's not going to go do you dirty. And if Anderson was that much faster than him, all he had to do was pressure, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, mean I didn't watch the race, so I didn't know if Anderson was behind him a long time or it was oh, a couple laps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I mean, he was on him, behind him for a lot, but he was and, really on him And I'll give it to, to Jason. That track He's was aggressive. really yeah. hard to pass He's on. He's aggressive, man. It's really hard to pass on that yeah. track. They were um, saying that all day. But it's just, you know... He's done a lot of bad. He's done a lot of people dirty. And if you do one little thing, they're just going to come out on you. You know how these guys too in the class, like the 450 class, the vets, like they self-regulate. Yeah. Like Chad, yeah. Jay, like they take it's, care. There's of a there's a respect there thing. There is. There there's is. a huge respect yeah. thing. Even with a guy like Tickle and Weimer, they're not going to do something stupid no. to you. No. You know what I mean? They're smart. Like when they're getting lapped, and you know. And, and if somebody's faster than them, they all right. I'll fight you, but if you got me. Yeah, they're not going to. They're not going right. to try to take you out if you're going to pass them when you're faster. Uh, I heard Anderson's going to get uh, probation from the FIM. Oh this week, no! So. <laughs> I heard there's going to be some some consequences. So we'll probation. see. Uh, Talon pulled it up. Here's Brayton's interview after the race. We'll listen to a little bit of it, and you can you can hear in his voice how yeah how, how, how unhappy he is. Justin Brayton, uh, you know what? I didn't see the pass. I did text a few people who watched it from Anderson on you. You're running. I third. did see it since uh, then. Sound by like the way. a typical aggressive Anderson move. Yeah, I guess it's the typicals getting really old, and uh, it's just stupid. The guy is like, he he obviously he doesn't know how to race, and that's what makes me so mad. He's done it to me a few times now. He's done it to other people, and I, I mean, I've had enough. I don't know if I speak <laughs> yeah. for everybody else, but it's right before a triple. If you come inside, he he clearly just ran me completely off the track. And what if I go for the jump, like? He, he didn't even, I don't know, it's just, yeah. it's so frustrating. It's like, and and I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit there and just hold somebody up. Like, if I n- know clearly he's faster. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm you not, no, you were having a good race. Then I'm, I'm not going to just sit there and hold him up. And, you know, I, I wouldn't let him by, but I'm not going to, like, be stupid about it. Because we had such a big gap on uh, yeah. fifth or yeah. fourth or whatever that I literally could have just putted around and got fourth. So... It's just frustrating, and um, I'm a little surprised he hasn't. There hasn't been a bit of frontier justice from somebody out there. At some point, uh, there's not just yourself. He's an aggressive guy. Yeah, he's done it to Sealy three or four times. He just does it to a lot of people, and it's just frustrating. I think he he's finally messed with the wrong guy. Before then, uh, yeah. So Brighton's. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, it's funny because you know back a few years ago, a couple years ago, you know Tickle and Short used to get into it. They used to have a lot. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. And, that's right. And Forrest was always in a voice uh-huh. like, hey, did anything happen there? Like, did Forrest talk to anybody or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He talked to, I he heard talked to that Bobby he, Hewitt. That he I, talked to. Doug. I heard that he went over to Bobby Hewitt and Bobby Hewitt told 
uh, told him that your guy's just a mid-packer. My guy was going to the front. My guy goes to yeah. the front. Yeah. So, I mean, Hewitt didn't see anything like, wrong with wow. it. wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Wow. But there's also a little bit of etiquette, Watson, with Husky and KTM and Roger. You would think. And, I mean, everybody. There's something going on with you guys in Baggett and James as far as etiquette and, and all that. I mean. There is? I, shouldn't there be? No? It's just not those guys. It's everybody. Yeah, I guess. You're it's right. Not, it's yeah. not one guy. You're an asshole to some guys and you're not to other. Right. I mean, you got to be, you know, cool to everybody. Um. What uh, uh, we're gonna let's, let's do the gear alloy cold call here because we want to try a guy who's in the central region if see if he picks up. But before that, Watson, Kevin Cobb is on the night from Sick Recovery Racing. Can you? This is your deal. You want to get him on? Can you explain a little bit about what he's all about? Yeah, for, for our uh, listeners? you know, Ke- uh, I met uh, Kevin. You know, I, <laughs> Kevin through uh, just some work that he's been doing, and I think he's uh, definitely. Onto something here, and it's something that the sport definitely needs. And I've talked about it on the show plenty of times about uh, you know p- you know recovery and addiction problems from you know multiple surgeries and what people's life's challenge are. Um, you know, fighting these demons, and uh, I think Kevin has come up with a with a really good program for just not motocross riders, but in action sports in general. And uh, he's overcome you know the addiction problem himself and it's been clean for a long time and uh, he's just reaching out and in helping some people. And I decided it'd be really cool to, to him to spread his word and his message. What's going on with, uh, you know, recovery mm-hmm. racing. Okay. All right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Coming up in about half hour, uh, Kevin Cobb from, um, sick recovery racing. Cold calling gear alloy wheels since introduced in 2004 the gear alloy brand has dominated the light truck and suv market with a wide range of style sizes and finishes weren't you gonna get me didn't you want some of these wheels from gear alloy okay you're just giving me the way fine design engineer in socal in order to stay on the trend with design and source worldwide size st- style is available in 16 through 22 inch diameters five six and eight lug applications whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, Jeep, there's gear. Wait, alloy. wait, what, what truck? Nissan? Nissan. Nissan, I think it's a Nissan, bro. Or, I'm sorry, bro. I'm from another country. That's how we pronounce it. I don't okay. know what to tell you. And it's called no. a cell phone, not a mobile. Uh, we don't say that. We do say clutch lever. Hey. We say clutch lever and, and deck. Where, where do you what's your where do you live? Uh, America. Okay. Yeah. Uh gear alloy wheel style for you, twenty different wheel styles. To choose from Gear Alloy proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. And um, Jessica J.P. Patterson, J.P. Money Patterson, ran uh, Gear Alloy for a long time. And uh, GearAlloy.com. If you got a truck or an SUV, uh, please check these guys out. Get a set of wheels from them. They support the industry. And uh, now we're going to try to cold call. Uh, this was your suggestion? Yep. A 1990, 125 Supercross champion, Danny yep. Stevenson. Let's, yep. uh, let's see if Debo is, uh, is there. Gear Alloy cold call, everybody. Uh... Let's ask Debo about uh, when we were in Japan at the bar. Okay. At the at the hall of, at the memorabilia guys bar when we broke into his case and had two hundred year old Japanese swords and the owner walked in. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's uh, Denny Stevenson, everybody. Let's see if he picks Hope up. He's not tired from working all day. It's uh, eight thirty where he is. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up Imagine yet. Imagine that. Please try your call again later. Denny Stevenson, everybody, trying to call him on the cold call. Okay, that's the guy when you were the okay. Scott Rider. 
Yep. What would happen when you call your goggle guy? What do you mean? He's unavailable. And oh, he yeah. has a voicemail that yeah. hasn't been set up oh, yet. Oh, Smith goggles, you mean, yeah. Smith, sorry, yeah. I said Scott. Uh, I'm just right. joking. Next, the next cold call? Because RV made a return to Arena Cross this weekend. Um, oh, there's... Let's call. I'd be blown away if he picked up and Denny did. No, this is an RV. This is Big Nasty, who's Gavin Faith's mechanic. Oh. RV, I've been trying to get him on the show, but. Cold call. Hello? This is Chris Blouse. Big Nasty. What's up? It's Pulp MX Show. What's happening? You're on the Gear Alloy cold call, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he said. How uh, does that work? Nasty was the Blosa's guy forever. Now he's working for the opposite side. That's what we were talking about earlier. Oh, that's Watson, by the way. Um, yeah, how does that work, bro? Remember we were talking about that? Like you have your guy, and then, you know, yeah. next thing you know, you're holding the board out for someone else. So now it's, I was, now it's I fun. I was technically Blosa's mechanic for about ten minutes, 48 hours. Oh, so, really? now, so now it's fuck blows, and I love Gavin Faith. <laughs> uh, congrats, by the wow. way. You, E-L-E. E-L-E. I know. Everybody I love everybody. Uh, you, Gavin's a good dude. You are tied for the re- for the lead in the in the chase here for the Arena Cross title? Yeah, we're uh, dude. sharing red plates. Well, how many rounds are left? Uh, there's three nights of racing, two weekends left. Oh, wow. Things are getting intense. Ah. Dude, it is motocross more intense. What if you win this title? What do you get? Do you get pizza on the, at the shop on Monday? Probably <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, a couple of Coors Lights afterwards. Do wow. you have a title bonus in your contract? I say wow. that. I mean, I don't want to get into the full disclosure thing, <laughs> but I think monetarily I may benefit a little bit. Okay. All right. I hope so. Big nasty, everybody. The reason we called you, by the way, good job with the Gavin Faith and the Babbitts-Cowie team. But more than anything, RV came back to racing, and I tried to get him on the show tonight. He kept asking me, what's in it for me? What are you going to pay me? And he never, I never, ever got an Wait, answer. Wait, he raced? He he practiced. He was there. He, yeah, he didn't race. Was he fast? Where, where was he? he was, well, this is why I want to call. I wanted to get on him. On he the wouldn't show. put a he was, No, he's 11th fastest. So, Big Nasty, like, you're bros with RV. Like, what happened? What do you mean, what happened? He was 11th. That's not his territory. <laughs> <laughs> he's a four-time Supercross champion. Yeah, that don't mean shit in Arena Cross, though. How was he all weekend? Was he drunk? No. Oh, I mean, I never seen him drinking. I can't say if he was drunk or not. <laughs> he was talking about drinking the whole time he was there. <laughs> he came up for opening ceremonies and and whatever, just rode around. Yeah, he did. Uh, he went out there, talked a little bit, did a hot lap with the boys, and uh, he said, "I gotta go. This life ain't for me no more." <laughs> <laughs> God, how long were they on him probably to get him out to that, just to do that at Tacoma, <laughs> right? Like, Is that a monster thing? It must be, yeah. I'm sure it's got to be a monster thing. Um, did he, uh, he – you said he's got to get back to a job? He's got a job now? Yeah, he's a uh, working man. He's doing the grind, nine to five. <laughs> of course he is. I mean, life was rough for him. <laughs> what's he doing? What's, what's, what's happening? Well, I mean, he is – the grind is only one or two days a week, from what I understand. But he he had a guy because he bought a house up and up near there, like where he grew up, mm-hmm. and he had the driveway paved, like some blacktop put down. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy noticed that he had a bobcat and a mini excavator, 
And uh, he hired Ryan to do some prep work for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, money's a little tight, I'm sure. You know? It's called being bored. Right? Just give me some place to go to. Well, I guess, too, like, he can't, because he bought that fishing boat last year, but um, he can't fit, being, like, a recreational fisher, like, he can't get out there until, like, August, so he, like, he's really bored right now. Oh, like, you mean it's all for people who make living fishing? Yeah, um, I guess, I don't know, however, the the salmon migrate or whatever, and then, Mm -hmm. yeah, the guys that make money get to go first, and then guys like Ryan go next. True or false, he asked uh, uh, Denny Bartz if there was a, any beer in the truck. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> but he did ask Denny after that if there was a beer bong to go with those beers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to retired life, huh? God. Was yeah, he, uh, great. Did you get him to hold a jar of pickles at any time for, for some some sponsor support? Well, we you know we had some flowing in the pits, and then uh, right. he was digging into a jar, and I I candidly shot a photo. I saw that nice work, nice work. <laughs> That's along my Jake Weimer Pulp Mex sticker program. I like that. It's very good. Yes. Um. All right. So you'll be in Vegas, right, for the finals Friday night? Yeah. I got to yeah, go. Yeah. Either be celebrating or drowning my miseries. Who's Who's in third? Ace. Oh, Jacob Hayes. So Babbitt's one, two, three. Yep. One, two, three. Wow. That was the plan, right? Yeah. Is is Hayes going to have a meltdown? Do I need to go to Vegas to watch a meltdown again? Well, I don't know if, you're gonna, if he's going to melt down, but I don't know why you wouldn't go. It's, there's a lot of action going on. Yeah, I want to go, for sure. You going to go watch yeah, him? But... I might have to go. I like both Gavin and Chris. And Yeah. Blos yeah. is your old rider, bro. Yeah, I like Chris. I, talk to, I still talk to him. I didn't groom him. but You groomed him. It was funny. I was looking at that magazine in your bathroom, and there was his uncle was in there. Oh, uh, uh, Clappy, Cla- Chappy, Clappy, oh, not Clappy. It's not Clappy. I know, it's Chappy. No, you didn't. You thought it was Clappy Blows. Um, <laughs> Crappy. That was his uncle, Crappy Blows. You know what? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll try to cold call R. Reed. You think he'll pick up? Who R. Reed? Yeah, one hundred percent not. Yeah. Let's try him. Can you block your number? Uh, I think he can. He might if you text him and told him about it. I don't know if it's better or worse if he knows it's a Vegas number. Well, I've been talking to him today, so he knows that I want him on the show. Well, then he'll probably pick up. He ain't that much of a douchebag. All right, let's try it. He might be exhausted from running the little excavator all day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, working man and all. (laughs) Let's see if he answers. Or he's bored. If he answers, he's just bored. He wants to talk to someone. Or could he be drunk? (laughs) He's sitting there just drinks by himself. Drink alone. He's got George Thorogood. Is that who sings that? Kristen's there. Yeah. Let's see if he picks up. I don't think he will. Cold call Gear Alloy. GearAlloy.com. I'll leave Your him a message. Call has been forwarded to an automatic voice okay. message system. Three, five, oh, two, two, no, two. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> available. Okay. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. RV, what's up? It's Kate up. Hey, uh, give me a call back. I want to talk to you about uh, getting some tattoos from your guy in Sweden. Bye. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's for, I thought you were going to say we want to talk to you about coming back next year. We got a, we got a spot. We got a spot opening, and uh, we need you. And we got beer bongs in our truck. Yeah. Yes. All right, Big Nasty from MandingoPickles.com. Thanks for uh, picking up, bro. Appreciate it. 
Uh, thanks for yeah, the update no with the RV thing. Uh, how do you look, though, with the 11th fastest? Uh, you said he was fifth fastest at one point? Uh, well, I think in the second one he was fifth, you know, but, like, the, the track was super rough, so, it, like, the track wasn't really getting any faster, but mm-hmm. he uh, he was a little nervous, a little gun-shy with the jumps, but uh, once he got going, he uh, he did go 3-3 three, three onto the tabletop, which I don't think anyone else did. Granted, he was on a 450, but yes. he looked pretty good riding around. I mean, was he on a, uh, Was he on a race bike or a stalker? Uh, he got to that. Like in, looked like an in-between guy. They have good suspension. Um, yeah. Hey, oh wait! Before we let you go, the arena cross guys from the main event, Watson, they went out on a parade lap, and they were so upset with the track conditions, they said they wouldn't ride until the track was groomed. Can you believe that? That's awesome, right? Yeah, it was great. They, they fixed it, right? They fixed it. Yeah, they you know because like you know the ref is telling them to fire it up and they're like no way and no one started their bikes and they kept giving them like to fire it up and everyone started yelling like fix the catapult it's dangerous wow so they did it good for them and good for them for fixing it and everything yeah in the 450 you would have had uh, freeze unless he fire it <laughs> and uh, maybe uh, <laughs> Schmidt fired up and they're like hey these guys ain't gonna go I'm gonna go Clay Clayson running from the stands running down from yeah. the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, how's everything with uh, Kelsey? Everything good? Yeah. Okay. Tell, tell her we said hi, uh, Pookie and I. And uh, thanks, Big Nasty. All right. See you, dude. All right. Better see nasty. you. Mendinglepickles.com. Good guy right Big there. Big Nasty. Yeah. Gavin Faith uh, could win an Arena Cross title. Gavin Faith. I thought you were going to maybe crack on RV about uh, Ricky. When he rode, he rode a bone stock 450, and he was like... I saw we almost ate shit in the whoops. And yeah, but he was... Was he fastest in practice, or like second or third? Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I blocked good Ricky Carmichael memories out of my, out of my brain. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, was he really? He was yeah. that fast? Okay. In Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, if I would have known that, I would have brought oh, that up. Oh, for sure like, you would have. Like, <laughs> RV 11th. So, anyways. All right, uh, we are going to go to a commercial break here a little bit early than usual, because we have uh, Kevin Cobb from uh, Sick Recovery Racing coming up, and Mitch Payton who said he would do the show, told me to remind him, and has not responded all day. But he'll be there. He's money. Peyton will be money. Mm. Never know. Jason Thomas coming up. Uh, There's much, money. we got segments. There's money. JT money. Yeah, we're, flyracing.com. Yep. Best gear out there. Yep. Um, before we get to commercial, Michelin Starcross 5. Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. Brand new tire from the folks at Michelin. Uh, they've got uh, 21 sizes. MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. These things are great. Uh, four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. We're going to give some away at some point. We gave a whole bunch away already. They're pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. Please, if you're in the market for a set of tires, check these out, man. These things are really good. Chris Kiefer developed. Uh, Watson, before we go. Give me a number between one and a hundred and uh, you put you took your microphone off, but one and one hundred and like sixty-eight or something, something like that, somewhere around there. All right, give me a number. Seven. Number seven. You win the Weston Pike uh, replica Fly F2 carbon helmet. How, get- that, how'd that work out? Weston Pike at number seven. Oh, yeah. And you win a helmet. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job, uh, So we will take the seventh entry from last week's show. We talked about it last week. And uh, congratulations. You're going to win a uh, Fly helmet, uh, courtesy of Kenny Watson and the folks at flyracing.com. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, no, you didn't. Not at all. All right, we're going to go to commercial break. Lone Wolf is here. Connor Fields is here. Uh, lot, lots more to talk about. Lots more to go on. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 
Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... 
Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites but yet straight line you have comfort hey as a former factory mechanic Kiefer, i know all about mounting tires um so no problem for me to mount anything right. well maybe not a moose uh you found mounting these new michelin's uh, pretty easy actually yeah i'm a great test rider but my mechanic skills are novice at best so mounting the tire wasn't too bad they sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing and i was out there busting in the garage and normally you got to put some tires in the sun let them soften up a little bit but this um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8-pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. 
Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc lovers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 
29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and cycle trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. 
They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PulpMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PulpMX Show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. <laughs> ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. The great Kenny Watson in studio returning like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Watson is back in the place that he's never been happier in, the Pulp MX Studios. He's brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. Chad Reed uses the sprockets. Yo Suzuki uses the sprockets. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses the sprockets in the bars. They got brake pads, brake lines, oil filters, cycle straps, tie downs. Vortex, uh, you put years of research and development into sprockets and the bars. And uh, please check them out. 40% off. I was talking to Lou Lopez from Parts Unlimited. He's like, that's a lot of money to give off of his discount. And I'm like, you're goddamn right it is, Lou. But the Vortex folks are big folks of the, of the uh, show. And we love having them. And Vortex is bringing you Kenny Watson tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, is that okay? No. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. Sunstar. Do you guys run Sunstar? No, I just said that. I don't know. You don't know half the time what you're running anyways, Watson. Yeah. Vortex is bringing you Kenny Watson, the RCH general manager. Whatever that means. Just a title doesn't really mean shit. That's what the business card says. I, I try to get hard on the show, never return any text. Yeah, he's super. He got so much crap. Yeah, I'm sure he really does. Uh, I'm more, sure he looked at my text and was like, flush. More, more than you. Could, God, could I think Carmichael has ruined that relationship I had with Hart. I really do. No. I, I do. I think no. Carmichael. Hart and I used do you to think, be, Do you think Hart is going to go, you know what, Ricky? You're right. Masters is a douchebag. Yes, bag. I do. Because Masters is a douchebag. I, I think so, because Hart and I used to be cool. No. I like Hart, but I just, I'm just saying. No. All right. You keep talking like that, you won't be cool. What? Oh, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, Mitch Payton's still coming up. Uh, Mitch Payton, pro circuit guru. Um, Watson, you go way back with Payton, so that should be an interesting interview. You always, uh, you and him always get along really good. So I like, I like. Talk no, I do. I like when you guys talk. I like I've, Mitch is. Uh, you guys are yeah. I'll tell you, like back in the beginning when, like when we were doing the Triple X team, and before that, when I worked for Brian, and you know, back in the day, he was always there you know to help whatever guys i worked with i could work even when i worked for ty like no one knew who ty was and i yeah. went to mitch and he helped him and he's always been solid and been there for wisdom and whatever yeah. i needed he's a you know i, I could consider him a, a friend um uh, also coming up right now uh mitch payton's coming up later right now uh sick recovery racing um uh, you can go to the uh twitter uh, facebook check it out uh, a little bit more about kevin cobb uh we'll little, learn a little bit more tonight kevin what's up man welcome to the show what's up dude thanks for coming on appreciate it thanks thank you man i appreciate it yeah no it's awesome uh watson uh when kenny was lined up to do the show he came to me a couple weeks ago and said hey i really want to get kevin on i want to talk a little bit about what he's doing what what's going on and uh we have a big audience and uh, i'm more than happy to help out it sounds like you're doing really cool things but so describe to our listeners and myself a little bit about sick recovery racing who you are what what your background is and and everything else and where can people learn more about it uh sick recovery racing is a is a mission-based team right now that uh, is out to try to show our industry that there's a way out of addiction. Uh, we we I've put together a program to incorporate motorsports, motocross into addiction recovery, and um, because it because sitting in a room to me for me didn't work. I'm I'm nine years recovered. Mm -hmm. um, alcohol and opiates and, uh, you know, sitting in a room didn't work for me. So now, um, 
we uh, we we have this program going, and it, it seems to be working well for a couple guys, including Nico Izzy. So, um, yeah, I'm really pumped. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's something that Watson um, that is near to dear to Kenny's heart uh, over the years. Of course, if you listen to anything that Kenny's done uh, podcast wise, or, or when he was a co-host on the show, um, this is something that is a little bit of a quiet issue in our sport, isn't it? Yeah, it's too quiet, man. You know, um, I, I, I've, I've learned a lot about Kenny. He's been so helpful to me in the last month. But, uh, you know, learning about him and who he was, and he, he's not a quiet guy, and, and I'm not that quiet guy either. And, you know, I, I need to talk to as many people as I can about what's going on in, in our sport, in the extreme sports world, you know, like just just what's happening with our doctors, you know, hospitals mm-hmm. handing out pain pills left and right and uh we got to do something about it you know we got to talk to all the sponsors the parents the industry and that's that's my goal now you used to race yeah i've i've uh i've raced off and on for a couple of years mm-hmm. back uh like i started i started racing really competitively in 2009 till about 2012 and uh you know that was in the in the middle of my recovery and it, it actually saved mm-hmm. you know, it saved me from relapsing. So, and that's that's how I put together the program. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just use I use the parts of the twelve step program that worked for me, the step part, and incorporated the training, the riding, and and making my focus not just about uh, sitting in a room or not just about negative things. I tried to stay positive and I tried to set goal tried to set goals no matter what I did. And it, and it really helped, and it, and it helped uh, a couple other guys that I have that I helped back then. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Now, uh, Nico Izzy, of course, we all know, former factory Suzuki rider, uh, rock star rider. He's uh, uh, had some issues um, in his life and his career. But, yeah, from what I understand, reading social media, following him, he's, 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 he's working on himself, and, and, he's, and he's with you and riding more and trying to get back up to speed. Yeah, dude, he's he's riding about four to five days a week. Uh, he's he's working a lot on himself. You, in order to be in in our program, you have to put recovery first. You know, all, all these guys that get to that level can always ride a bike. You know, he was he was off two years and, mm-hmm. and gets back and he's ripping, but but he can never put the life part together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's 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 first, you know. I, I don't care where he finishes on the track. Mm-hmm. I care that he that he gets life because life kicked his ass. Watson, mm-hmm. something that that this is, uh, you know, something you know personally about. Something you have a lot of friends, whether it's uh, Shane Bass uh, or anybody down the line. Um, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I first, Kevin. I want to say thanks for coming on the show, and if we could get this message out to you know everybody i think it'd be awesome um i know that you know part of part of your recovery that you're trying to to do is is to you know first and foremost is is show these guys the way and show them you know there is there is a there is something better than being trapped in yourself in addiction and uh first and foremost i want to say you know i i i totally take my hat off to you for for stepping up and you know putting your family and friends and everything you know on hold right now when you're when you're doing this and i think it's pretty amazing um what you're doing so uh, thanks man and i and i know that you know part part of your program is that you um if people don't know what kevin does is he's 
participates in racing and mm -hmm. they want to go out this summer and go to some nationals and spread the word at the, at the events, you know, have their, their truck and out there and, you know, be able to spread the message. If, you know, if you're a, thinking you're all alone out there and they, this can't happen and you're just, you got some deep down demons inside of you, you know, like we all do. I, I battle them every single day. Every single day. It's just a matter of how I act on them and what I do. Some days are better than others, but you know what? At least I know. And all the messages, someone, you know, for Kevin and, you know, Sick Racing to be out there and to get him to the races. Um, so what, I, what I've been trying to do with, with Kevin is, um, you know, I talked to Kevin and there's some talk with some pretty high powerful industry people of setting up a foundation where we can get Kevin to the races and we can get his word out there and really try to build something for Kevin as a, a rehab center. And at this rehab center, make it like a Woodward for rehabilitation, where if you have an addiction problem, you're not just going to a recovery house, you're going to a training facility where you're going to go to meetings, you're going to have a counselor, you're going to do all this, but on your downtime, you can do your passion. If it's BMX racing, if it's skating, if it's riding moto, and you know what? You could be there with other addicts and you could share your pain and suffering so you know you're not all alone. But at the end of the day, we all know that that takes money. So what we're going to do is is try to put together a nonprofit organization with the people in the industry and with some other people and try to make this thing happen. And I know Kevin is really struggling right now. I mean, he's spending his own money out of his pocket to make this happen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things like, um, and again, motocross, supercross is very dangerous. Uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of crashes. And guys want to make it on the line. They want to be on the next week. And, and you know, unfortunately, it takes pills. And it takes things to uh, numb the pain. And one step leads to another, leads to another. And maybe maybe you lose your ride and you get a little depressed. And, man, it's a bigger issue. Watson certainly highlighted that, whether it was when he was a co-host on the show or doing his own podcasts. Uh, Kevin, it, it's, it's, it's an issue. It's a, it's a major issue, yeah. It's, it's not about... I'm I'm not against treating an injury. I'm 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 against handing out pills that aren't treating a real injury that yeah. that these guys are just you know are taking pills to be able to race with an injury or kids that are 14, 15 that are getting handed a pill to, to mm -hmm. finish a moto at an at a, at an amateur national, you know, this that stuff has to stop. It has to stop now and and we got to we got to get to all the right people to tell them what what they're creating and and uh that's that's the goal. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I have. I, I want to build this this facility. Um, right now, I'm actually on my way to Lake Sugar Tree in uh, Axton, Virginia. Um, that's where going to be my interim facility to to be able to to treat more guys. I'm I'm at my house treating guys right now, and mm -hmm. my property just I have a track there. It's just not big enough, so I'm head. I'm actually at a rest area right now, pulled over. I'm heading there now because I have I have another guy that that needs treatment, and mm -hmm. he hit me up on Instagram, and he's like he said I. I don't know how to stop. I'm, I'm nine times in and out of regular treatment centers. And wow. my passion's motocross, and mm -hmm. every time I go to a regular treatment center, it just doesn't work for me. So, you know, I'm excited about getting him on board and uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and helping as many kids as I can. Wow. And, that, and that's what Sugar Tree is doing for me right now to help me that's awesome. get to more people. Yeah, yeah so Lake, Lake really Sugar Tree, the old really national cool. track, uh, David Bailey, Gary Bailey used to own it and run it. Um, 
they're uh, they're on board yeah. with you. That's awesome. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Kevin? Uh, called from uh, uh, Sick Recovery Racing. Give us a call, please. And uh, and so, how can people get a hold of you? What 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 are the main venues that say this guy got a hold of you that you're going to help out right now? And, and others who are listening to this show, what's the best way? Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. Okay. Sick Recovery Racing. Uh, I have a personal Twitter, Kevin David Cobb. And that's that's how everybody right now is is trying to get a hold of me and and I have it's it's amazing to you know I only have 700 followers on Instagram and once twice a week I'll have a a kid that's struggling in in motocross or or, or motorsports reach out and say hey I'm 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 detoxing uh, what do I do and how do I do this and yeah. you know I've I've gone to school to get my uh, Master Recovery Coaching certificates and and other certificates. I've been I've been going to school for years now to do this, and it's just it's just really cool that this many people are are reaching out so quickly. It's it's actually really overwhelming to me. But I'm well I'm, in, in a way in a I'm way it's jumping in, man. Hey, in a way, Kevin, it's a little sad, right? Like it's a sad that there is so many people that are struggling with this that shouldn't be, but they are. And so, in a way, it's sad that so many people are reaching out to you. Um, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's it's a bad thing in some no. cases. Um, uh, when as far as Nico Izzy is concerned, um, uh, is he looking to race some nationals again? Yeah, our debut. Uh, we're planning on being at High Point on June 18th. Okay. Yeah, as as long as he's ready to go right. with recovery, we're going to be there. Uh, it's um, that's that's the determining factor for me. I don't. I'm not putting him in any situations that'll cause him issues or or stress issues. You know, a lot of these guys I feel go back a little too early that that have made it big before and and they get pushed right back into it and they're just not ready. You know, we have to. Uh, my, my goal isn't about instantly making him top ten guy again. It's about it's about having him ready to go when he's ready mm-hmm. and, and that when when him and I and. And our team, you know, the, yeah. the, the counselor that's working with him says, okay, let's do this. And, yeah. and um, he's, he can handle the issue. Because a lot of these guys, if, if they get beat, you know, they used to win all the time, they just, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, they don't handle it well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Kevin Cobb from uh, Sick Racing, Sick Recovery Racing on the Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by Hot Cams. Hot Cams unleashed the pyro within 30% discount if you use code HOTCAMS2016. They want to help you get the extra power you need by offering all listeners a 30% discount, like I said. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshaft. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of this show. And uh, so thank you, Kevin, for coming on. Recently, we've had... Uh, Austin Stroop on here two or three times. He uh, made a comeback to racing, doing really well. Had some, he's had some issues off the track before and then kind of straightened up, came back to racing. We had him on. It was awesome to hear him. He sounded great. He recently fell off the wagon. Uh, are you going to be working with Austin at all? Or are there any plans for that? I, I thought I heard something. You know, um, Austin and I have, have spoken a, a bunch of times on the phone. Uh, he's back riding now. He seems to be doing well. That that's really up to him. Okay. I would I would love to work with Austin. I, w- I would love to work with with any guy that needs it. It's it's to me. It's about helping another addict uh, that's in need. So whoever you know, if, right. if Austin needs help, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, I think I think he's training somewhere else right now. Okay, so he's not quite ready for that yet. Um. No, I, I, that's 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 his call. Right, right, I right. Can't, I can't force anybody to to come to come do my program but i i hope he i hope he's doing the right thing and i and i and i believe that he is yeah 
Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough deal for sure. Uh, Watson, you... Uh... Yeah, right on, Kev. I just, uh, first, I mean, I think that this is the first step, just like in recovery, is surrendering. And I think what we're doing here is the first step uh, to launching the program of sick racing to get people aware. Um, we've been in deep conversations about, you know, you've come to me and said, hey, man, you know, we're struggling out here. I need, you know, help. And, you know, with anything from, you know, industry sponsors, anything, you know what I mean? Like you, you guys are paying for every single thing. So what I would like to present to you and tell you is Fly Racing is a huge sponsor of this show. And uh, JT, Jason Thomas at Fly Racing would like to really take a big look at your program. And, you know, if everything works out. Um, they would like to work with you guys and, you know, get on board. And uh, something that, you know, Pulp and myself would like to present with you is an opportunity. And, you know, if it happens, great. But, uh, you know, that's where it's all going to start is people like Fly. And, you know, then let's hope it, it just, you know. Maybe some other guys that sponsor Get us. some yeah. legs. Yeah. And, you know, get going. Because I know that's your, it's, you know, it's passion. And, and you know, we want to make this thing work. Dude, I'm, I'm so JT. Thank you so much. If you're listening, I'm, I'm sure you are. I, I, I'm grateful for anything that uh, we we get through this show, through what we do. I would love to get gear from Fly and 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 talk to him. You know, our the first sponsor I've had. I don't know if you guys know is um, when I when I put this whole thing together this past year. I I sent it out to Travis Estrada. My my wife and I own a, a a graphics company called MGX Unlimited and. We do graphics for Travis and Hubert and, and his crew. So I, I came up with this 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 whole plan on what I wanted to do and how mm -hmm. I wanted to do it. And I sent it to Travis. And, dude, he, like, instantly emailed me back and, and, and just wrote me a check for ten grand and said, go get going and, and get started. And, you know, like, guys like him, like, I, I can't thank Travis enough for what he did. You know, he, he doesn't really know me from Adam, but he, he – saw what I was doing and, uh, that's and awesome. said, here you yeah. go. Kind of like Kenny reaching out, you know, guys like this are what, are what keep me going at 1130 at night, 12 o'clock at night and wanting to get back up yeah. at five in the morning and, and hit it again, because I'm just so excited to have people behind me. Like the guys that are there. It's, um, it's amazing. Kevin, when you talk to uh, a Nico or any of these other pro racers, I don't know if you talk to other pro racers and, you know, you want, they want to keep their names confidential or whatever. Now, look, the Asterix Trucks does a great job, and it's awesome to have them there. But do some of the people you talk to, do they say that, that, that some of the things that, that, they go, that goes on there as far as dishing out pills should be regulated or held back a little bit? Are there any issues with that? Just curious. I haven't, I, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to those guys yet. I haven't been at a, okay. a, a national yet, but mm -hmm. believe, I, that's, that's, they're on my list to talk to. Um, hey, I'm not I, saying I, they I, are. I, I'm not saying they are. I want to clarify that. I want, I'm not saying they are doing that, but I'm just no. wondering if it's something that, that you've heard um, a little bit. Because, I, I mean, let's face it, those guys, uh, they don't know the backstory of these guys. They're just trying to help them, but in the process of helping them, they could be hurting them. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I talked to a, a doctor last week about all this and he's like well, what, what do you think we should do well well how about in order to hand out an opiate you know, i i drug test all my guys in my program i can drug test them every day it takes it takes 30 seconds why don't you drug test a guy before you give him a pill to see if there's opiates in his system mm -hmm. before he suckers you into giving him a pill 
Yeah, so, doc, so doctor, uh, doctor compliance yeah. is a huge problem with that with this issue we have in America, uh, doctor. Yeah. Uh, if you read uh, some NFL books and um, NHL stories of guys who have overdosed and had issues, the doctors yeah. just kept writing scripts; they never stopped. You know. Well, and if they do stop now with our kids, our kids then, like Nico, go to heroin. You know, it's it's you can, on the streets. You buy you buy a, an opiate and a, a Percocet, uh, anything like that. It costs you anywhere from twenty five to fifty bucks. Now, they can get a bag of, of, of heroin for ten bucks. Really? You know, it, oh shit! It's wow. it's way way cheaper. So and that's that's what's happening. Our opiate users. Are, are turning to heroin for the cost because it's cheaper, and then we lose them. Right. And it's it's just it's Jeez. insane. Yeah. Insane the amount of kids that go from opiates to heroin. Yeah, yeah, that is man. That that's that's nuts. Uh, text me your email when uh, when we hang up. I already got some emails and texts about people want to get in contact with you. So um, just FYI. So um, and then I'll send you uh, Jason Thomas at Fly Racing. The folks at Fly Racing will uh, yeah. take a look. I at- talked to JT. Okay, and uh, he's all about it, Kevin. And you know, let's just keep the good fight going, my friend. And uh, we'll just yeah, dude. use all the positive energy that we can get from the show. And you know, like I said, you know, I, I'm not sitting here saying I'm an angel, and I have my own demons that I fight every single day. It's a tough battle. It's a tough battle. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I take my hats off to those people that can, can fight it. And, you know, there's, there's so many people that dealt with it or are still fighting it or whatever. And maybe you're ashamed or maybe you're just, you know, you feel like you're all alone. But like I said, you're not. You're not. And no. you know what? It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't, you know... It it's just the way the way the way it is, and uh, you know I I I totally respect what you're doing, and you know we're gonna do this, man. We're gonna pull this off because it's a good cause. It's not like we're out trying to you know raise money just to go for a race team. It's nothing about really being a race team. It's it's for a cause no. and a good cause. No, of it's, that. It's, it's about the mission. It's about the mission, uh, not just racing. You know, I, we we have to get to that those that amount of people at those races. Yep. So um, that's that's. That's what we're doing. Well, Perfect. F- fantastic work. Let's get you back on the show in a little while, and and then maybe okay. after High Point or something, and check in with you, and check in with uh, your program and everything else. And uh, meanwhile, we'll exchange some emails that we already got, and uh, try to help you out. And, and good job out there, man. That's awesome. Um, you know, that's that's great work. It's it's the God's work you're doing for this sport and these kids, and, and it is an issue. And um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kevin. Thanks, dude. My my email, by the way, for everybody to sure, recovery yeah. at gmail at gmail dot com, and and we have a, a YouTube page that's going up with uh, West Williams, washed up West on Instagram. He's mm-hmm. he's actually starting to film a documentary with Nico and I to talk about the program and what's going on, you're, and he's going to give a little video clip of what's happening. So um, if the phone you know, the phone the phone broke some, up the phone broke up a little bit for the email. What was it again? Sorry. It's it's sick recovery. Sick recovery at, at gmail. gmail.com. Okay, sick recovery at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. And um, great for great to have you on. And good luck with everything. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, dude. All right, thank thanks, you. Brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see you, Kevin Cobb. Everybody. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's that's, crazy. What that's he's not trying. the same guy that played quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, was it? <laughs> his brother. Okay. Um, the people don't realize no, that this guy's putting his whole family on hold when he's doing this. It's awesome work, and I'm not trying to bag on it, but no, never mind. I don't want to say. Yeah. You always have a, a comeback on something. Well, no, I just, like, I would hate to put my own money into the, into, 
Nico because you know why? Austin Street? Because you didn't walk the walk that these yeah, other guys yeah, yeah. did. If Maybe you did, so. you would understand right. that. Absolutely. That could be. That's um, 100% what it is. Uh, that's, a, that's a great thing that he's doing. And so we'll pass on JT, Fly Racing, and maybe there's something there that can work with Kevin's program. And um, I got some emails already, two emails that guys want to contact Kevin. So um, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll spread that on, and uh, we'll help out. And good luck to Izzy and Kevin and, and everybody else uh, um, that uh, that needs help. Like, like Watson said, if you think you're the only one going through this, you're, you're not. There's, there's no way. Um, let's get to the phone lines here. Uh, Phil, Phil, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's going on? Hey guys, uh, enjoy the show. Just outside doing some bike work after a fun weekend of riding. What are you working on? Um, what, do you, what do you got for a bike, Phil? Uh, sixteen KTM three hundred and fifty. Do you go to KTMPartsExpress dot com for parts? Of course he does. Uh, haven't yet, but I, a little digger this weekend means maybe I will be making a yeah. stop there. Pulp, yes. Pulp Mex sixteen saves you fifteen percent, bro. So cool, cool. Just, just um, anyways, listening yeah. you guys talk earlier about the uh, the Dungey kind of you continued. Uh, domination, if you will, but uh, got me thinking about. Um, you remember once upon a time we all know about the uh, the Dungey uh, J Law kind of episodes of the past. Yeah, but at one point, wasn't it um, one industries that made a play for Dungey that they were going to be the? They didn't have a play. They, they had be had their them. number one. Yeah, they, they had, had them. They had both of and, them. Uh, and, yeah, and Jay, right, right. Yeah, Dungey left. No, Dungey says you fire him or else I quit. Yep. And yeah, well, well, what I'm getting at is I don't see a whole lot of high-profile one industry riders these days. What's the number one guy? Maybe Grant? He didn't race half the season. Grant doesn't wear it anymore. I think they're done. I think one is officially done. I'm not sure. Maybe oh, someone's going to get all mad. I mean, at me, but that, Grant maybe wore, that would be Grant down wore, in a yeah. Grant wore, of bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's in the Hall of Fame. The whole thing with that was Scott, Scott Sepkovic, who was J Law's agent and running things for Monster, in charge of the Monster license. Um, basically, if you had the Monster license for your gear or casual wear, you made a shit ton of money. So one wanted to make clothing with the claw on it, and Sepkovic said, "I'll give you the Monster license to make the claw on it, but you have to sign my guy J Law." And they want the the claw was more valuable than probably even having Dungey or J Law to be honest. So they took J Law on, and then Dungey didn't know anything about this and said, uh, "Yeah, I'm out." Race one or two races in one. Yeah, it was the first race. Just just one race. Yeah. And then the first uh, race he showed up, he didn't know J Law was in right. one. And then showed they up. Never announced it. I nothing. thought I didn't know if it went two weeks or not. No. But, and then went to he Fox. He was in Fox. And then Fox. And uh, Fox is all Oop, thank you, super low deal. Right. I think he got done for like no money the first year. Well, you know, Suzuki didn't even insure him for those wins that he had. Oh, I know. When Dungey won the national and Supercross title? Yep. They had no insurance. Oh, really? They did not know he was going to win. That cost them a lot of money. Anyways, yeah, Phil. Yeah, you're, I absolutely, just, you're absolutely right. It, they kind of fell off the map now. So There's some fo- there's some photos out there of Dungey won, and it looks weird. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, was a strange, strange deal, man. So. Thanks for the All call, right. buddy. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking the call. All right, no problem. Next up, Mike, uh, you got a Watson story? Uh, no, I don't have a Watson oh. story, but actually today me and my buddy were building jumps out at my local sand pit that uh, we got uh, – we're allowed to ride out there, and cops came out there and asked us why we were out here, and they basically <laughs> told us to get the hell out. And I was just wondering uh, what's his craziest uh, police officer's story. My what? Watson's craziest police officer story. Uh, yeah. I would have to say, 
1999 when I got beat up and arrested in Tampa by the police. Oh, in the, when in, you tried to cross the track or something, right? Dude, the races were over. And I was, my guy fell, broke his collarbone, and I was trying to get out there to pick up my pit board and tool bag. And they told me that I couldn't go on the track. I didn't have the right pass when I just walked off the track and realized I left my stuff out there. And a security guard grabbed me. I had my lanyard around my neck. And I walked by, and when he walked by, he grabbed it from behind and choked me. And I turned around and told him, don't touch me. And he said, what are you going to do? And, you know, pretty high schoolish. But I, I just pushed him. And as soon as I pushed him, oh. someone came behind me and was, like, trying to give me a, a, a rear naked chokehold. And I yeah. threw him off me. And then the next thing I knew, there was, like, ten cops on me. And I got arrested for assault and battery on a police officer. Damn. And then Watson also... Got handcuffed and almost thrown in the car in Dallas, Triple X yep. days, for um, giving stuff away. Giving out CDs. Roy Jansen said, I'm going to call the cops. Watson said, whatever. Then the cops came. I said, do it. I don't think you'll call the cops. He goes, I'll, you'll get arrested for trespassing. I go, you'll never do it. Next thing I know, I get a tap on the shoulder. The cops all, <laughs> come here. I'm like, what's up? He's like, uh, you're under arrest for trespassing. Handcuffed me, put me in the cop car. Middle of the pits during the middle of the day. Drove me out. Roy's there at the gate. He said, will you stop now? And I said, yep. <laughs> so there you go. Kenny Watson getting arrested for trying to be a mechanic and help out his guy. Yep. So. The good thing is, though, I got really lucky on that case because uh, Lance, who is uh, – who's Lance represent right now? I think Barsha. Barsha, Barsha yeah. Uh, he's an attorney in Florida and got had some strings pulled, and uh, I had all charges were dropped. So I got pretty lucky, but I did have to spend the night in jail. Yeah, I was going to say, you spent the night in jail? Yeah, and it was a holiday, so I really had to spend two nights in jail. There we That's go. Right. All right, Phil. Thanks, man. That's not Phil. It's Mike. No, this is oh, Mike. Mike. Sorry. Thanks, Mike. But hey, what? I, my other question was for you, Steve. Uh, how are you and Tony Alessia? Are you guys still talking? or? Um, myself and Tony? No, yeah, we, don't, like we, don't, like... we don't talk. Um, You're out of your mind, dude. He's not pumped on me, I don't think. Uh, Kiefer said that he would do the show. We might try to get him on to do the show with Kiefer, but... Do you I have to sign anything? I don't know. There's serious shit going on with those guys. I mean, honestly, we huh. play those drops every week, and so I don't blame him for being upset at me, you know? Yeah. But, it's radio. radio. But, hey, Michael Leslie won a heat, and that's awesome. So Hell yeah. All right, hey, Mike, we got to go. We got Mitch Payton on the, waiting on you. I get it. All Later, right. Mike. Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right, uh, of course, Kevin Cobb from uh, Sick Recovery Racing brought to you by Hot Cams, Hot Cams, Inc. Hot Cams 2016 is the code. Roost MX bringing you Mitch Payton. Roost MX Pulp Nation saves you 20%. RoostMX.net, uh, quick 48-hour turnaround. Custom uh, T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. We welcome uh, one of the most powerful people in the sport, one of the most influential people in the sport, one of the nicest guys in the sport, Mitch Payton. What's up, Mitch? Hey, how are you guys? Just listen to Watson going to jail stories. I heard that. <laughs> Do you have any? Did you have any police stories from the motocross races? Um, well, hold on one second. Okay. It's probably still at work. What'd you figure? It's probably still at work. Monday? Yes, no. I have. I do have one. Okay. Um, I think when I was 21 or 22... Um, me and uh, 
Troy Lee went to Marie Callender's one night. No, Troy Lee and you? <laughs> Trouble. Yeah, I know. It's a bad deal. But anyway, we we went to Marie Callender's, and we were going to eat dinner, and his his sister got married to Bill Keith, and we decided they just moved in this little place and he didn't have a front lawn. And we noticed that Marie Callender's had just put in sod, and we thought, God, you know, we we could actually take the sod and go put it down, and in the morning they'll wake up, and they'll have a lawn. Like, how funny would that be? Right. And then we stayed for a while, and we did drink a couple of beers, and it sounded funnier and funnier the more we talked about it. Right, right. And then... We decided to leave, but the restaurant was still open, so we left, and we went outside, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's right here, like, look at this, and Troy's like, he lifts up the piece of grass, and I'm like, wow, that's a, they just laid it down. Yeah, it's fresh. And he's like, yeah, that's, like, it's awesome. So, like, he said, well, we could just take the stuff and roll it up, and then we'll just go tonight, and we'll just lay out a lawn, and they'll wake up in the morning, and they'll have a front lawn, <laughs> and I'm like, it's a great idea. <laughs> great idea. Well, yeah. two masterminds. <laughs> as we started this, uh-huh. the restaurant was still open, and what got us caught was we were rolling up sod off of a planter, and the restaurant was still open. People were eat, eating outside, and they heard us laughing. <laughs> so they came out to find what we were doing. <laughs> and. I had a roll of sod on my lap, and I was putting it in my van, and Troy was rolling one up, and her hands were muddy and all this stuff. And they said, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. <laughs> and then they'd already called the cops, uh. and then we said, well, we'll just, we'll just put it back. So we started putting it back, and then the police came, and, like, we went to jail that night for a grand theft. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh, for sod thieves, sod thieves. <laughs> How'd you so, get, what happened because of it? Anything happened? Like, well, yeah, it was grand theft. Yeah. If it's over four, $400, it's, it's a uh, grand theft. So, so you got, you have a record for being a thief. No, we worked it out. But uh-huh. anyway, uh, we had to get bail. And so we called Troy's stepdad mm-hmm. and Troy, Troy did the first phone call. And he called his stepfather, Junior, and he told him that we got caught stealing some grass. <laughs> and and Junior says, well, how much did you steal? And he goes, oh, I don't know, like 12 or 13 rolls. <laughs> and he goes, I thought they weighed that stuff by the pound. <laughs> and he goes, no, Junior, we didn't steal pot. Like, yeah. we stole grass. <laughs> and he's like, what? And so, like, he was super mad. So then I got to call my parents, and my parents, like, are, where are you at? And, like, I'm and, – and and Troy – I forgot to tell you, Troy's first thing he told Junior was, he goes, we're in the slammer. <laughs> like, not in jail, but we're right, in the slammer. slammer. Right. So it's even more funny. And I got to call my parents, and I told my mom, I'm like, oh, I'm in jail. Like, it's a long story and all this kind of stuff. And <laughs> – they were all bummed and oh man so it was it was not a good night and then we got out in the morning and junior met us out front and he says what were you guys thinking uh-huh well we thought 
we thought it would be funny. We were trying to help out Troy's sister. And so we had to get an attorney and then found out it wasn't worth what they thought it was. And anyway, yeah, we had to get an attorney and they, they put it off to malicious mischief. And we weren't allowed in the Marie Callender's restaurant for three years. <laughs> oh, boy. How'd you live? Oh, God, That's, yeah. That's how'd ultimate, you pull that? Ultimate penalty. Well, the funny thing is Troy's shop is right across the street from the, that Marie Callender's now. <laughs> That's even oh, better, boy. yeah. They got a picture of you and Troy. Uh, do not let these guys in. <laughs> there should be a I know, plaque we... engraved in the concrete. No. Uh, could be. Um, I got arrested with Pingree when we were on KTMs for reckless driving. We were bumping rental cars. And we got thrown in jail, Pingree and I did. And Ping's like, they don't have anything on us, man. They can't prove it. Just plead guilty, plead not guilty, and they'll let us go. They'll just, like, let it go because they, they're not going to push this thing. And I'm like, okay. Did they witness it? Well, they we got in front of the judge, and the judge is like, okay, how do you plead? And I go, not guilty because I'm, I'm stonewalling like Ping and I talked about in our cell. And the judge goes, I can go call. We got witnesses. I'm gonna, I can call them, and they can come down here, and we got troopers, and they can come down here, and we can make this a huge deal, you two gentlemen, or you can plead guilty. And Pingree goes, guilty. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened to our pact, Ping? What happened to our, like, yeah. ironclad pact? He's like, eh. He shrugged his shoulders. So that was it. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good idea. I know that. Um. Mitch, uh, let's talk a little bit about Gannon Audette coming on your team. Fill-in rider, um, longtime privateer, former star rider. A guy that quietly has been putting in some good results. He's been on a Cowie. Um, why Gannon? How'd that come about? Why you? What you th- made you think of him? And, uh, and 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 you must be happy happy with his success. He's got a third and a, and a fifth. No, we. It was, uh, you know, uh, Tonus was. He got the whole shot of the last race with leading, got passed, and mm-hmm. then he crashed in the whoops, and he blew his shoulder out. So we didn't know what to do. And then basically it was Kawasaki and Monster, and they asked me, like, Monster's like, hey, we should do something good with the bike. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, well, I don't know if we can get anybody. And, and they said, give me a rundown of who's available. And so we did that. And I told him, I said, well, Gannon Audette's like the top privateer kid, and he rides Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. And I had a little bit of a pass with him from a year or so ago, just helping him out. And he's a really nice kid. And we decided, like, this is our guy. So, like, well, if you guys are good with it, we're mm-hmm. going to do it. And I said, yep, just do it. They said, put somebody on the bike. So we we did that, and then he – and for us, it was a little bit easier because we were going to have to fly him out here and have him ride the bike, and he all, already rode a Kawasaki, and then he right. would, the, cha- the change wouldn't be so big or whatever, and yep. we decided that was the way to go. He rode the bike, he liked it, and we went to the first race, and, you know, like, obviously just getting used to it a little bit. There's some differences, of course, mm-hmm. but he knew the chassis, and main event, he gets the whole shot, and does his deal, and pretty soon one guy goes down, and mm-hmm. he caught up to Martin legitimately and passed him. Martin, you know, pushed him out of a corner, and and then with two laps to go, Martin fell down, and then all of a sudden I'm like, dude, the guy's going to be on the podium. I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And 
for us, it was it was a really feel good story, and like we're really happy we can do it for him, and and like we think it's going to raise the value in the kid, and you know this weekend he almost got the whole shot again, um, and he got a fifth. So like we're very happy with him. I'm like he's great rider, good kid. And like, if you're going to give it to somebody, you should give it to a good kid and a yeah. good person. So like, we we did we did the right pick. We think I love it. I love the fact that you gave it to a privateer, you know, and you didn't bring a guy from Europe or you know get another factory guy or anything else. You just gave it to a guy that behind the scenes I helped Gannon out with some goggles a couple of years ago. Uh, of course, he had never had probably better vision than than when he wore X brand, but um, he was he's a great kid. He's quiet. He's not like when you interview him, he's not a lot there. Like he's not boastful. He doesn't give you, he's just a little shy, but what a nice appreciative guy. Like that's awesome. Now, and he's a, he's a really good kid. And that was one of the first things he said was he was so happy to be wearing Scott goggles because he realized <laughs> there was going to be no vision problem. Uh, I deserve like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I deserve that. And like what he said, he goes, I can see clearly now. <laughs> Like Bevo, so said that. Like, like Bevo with the EFS system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah. no, he he's a great kid, and we're very happy for him. And like, it, for for us, we just want to help him, and we want to we want to see him do the best he can do. And we're we're hoping this is going to help raise his value, yeah. and then he might be able to get a ride, and maybe a ride with us, or maybe a ride with somebody well, else. So that's like, that's what I was talking about on one of my shows, and Watson, you can vouch for me. Like, Mitch, you're a loyal guy. Someone wins a title for you. Someone helps you out. Darcy Lange, uh, any of these guys over the years, you're appreciative. If something happens off in motocross with one of your guys, I would not be surprised to see you call this kid up. Like, you're, you're a nice guy like that, where you remember these things. Well, I always believe, you know, like they always say, good things happen to good people. And I think sometimes I always say that with the amateur stuff. I wish I wish we didn't have all these factory amateur kids because that's what I think is wrong with when we hire them so young, we alienate the kid that maybe doesn't have the money that can make it, mm-hmm. but his talent might be really good, but maybe his dad can't yeah. afford to take him to every race or get him the best bike. And, and when we, when we push down into the amateur ranks with factory bikes, like I, I, I've always said this, you can go back and look, but I don't like where we, we start hiring them too young or start pushing equipment into that, that ranks, because we're going to miss some kid. That's a really raw talent. And his dad might not have the money, but the kid is good enough to do it. And then all of a sudden, when we see it, we're going to grab him. Yeah. But, if if it's just an elitist program, mm-hmm. we're going to miss some of that talent. And the talent could spawn a year or so later, and we won't have that kid, and we're going to miss him. And we're going to just have the kids that can afford to do it. Right. And I think that's a bad thing for our sport. It wasn't that way before, and I don't wish it to be that way in the future. Yeah, and Gannon is one of those kids. Got a shot with Star, one and done, didn't work out. And is never he's been solidly putting in results, not great results, but good results. Been overlooked by a lot of guys because he got a shot, quote unquote. He was he's already been determined that he's washed up and unable to win. 
and quote unquote, you know, not literally speaking, but you know, figuratively. And you, I love the fact that you reached back and helped this kid back out, and and you know, he's good. And so, I, I, it's it's good to see a guy like Gannon getting robbed. And I and hopefully, hopefully, something happens in outdoors. Maybe you put him on back on the bike. So, um, this this uh, Arno Tonus thing, this is not working out, Mitch. He's he's been hurt. We haven't. He's raced. Four races for you, five races for you. It's been well, an illness. It's been sick. It's been crashes. Man, bummer deal yeah. for him. Yeah, and honestly, the reason we reached out for that was we thought there was a guy that was racing with hurlings that was that fast mm-hmm. and had had that speed and style that could do that. And we we're going to pull another guy over here, and that guy could be a guy not only for outdoors but Supercross because yeah. he rode some Supercrosses. Yeah. He's good at it. He he rode his first Supercross last year, and he was one tenth off of Marvin, mm-hmm. and he qualified second. Right, and like the kid, the kids got it. Like, there's no question he has talent. But then we didn't, you know, like all of a sudden he gets, you know, like he's tired, mm-hmm. and we didn't realize that how bad it was, and he had Epstein Barr, so he's been dealing with that for like a year. Gets over that. We're getting ready for this year, and and you know, like after they get that, they're scared to push the envelope. They got to make sure they're not getting sick, and they make mm-hmm. sure they're not tired. And so, like he's back, and then all of a sudden, he finally he whole shots main. He's leading. Malcolm passes him, and then goes down, pops his shoulder out. Right, and you're like, dang, like what's the deal with that? So like. He's going to try to rehab it, be back for outdoors. And then, like, it, for him, it's like he's he's got to kill it at outdoors or yeah. it could be not a good story. Nope. No, absolutely. And, um, yeah, and it's nothing you guys have done or him done. It's just one of those things that hasn't worked out for him. And, you no, know, he's, and he's, a great, he's a great kid. Is he? Yeah. He works I mean, yeah. hard. He's not lazy. He He's solid. Mm-hmm. He's mature. When you watch him ride a bike, anybody will tell you, like, dude, he's got style. He's got everything. He... He can ride a dirt bike, but if he can't ride a dirt bike, then <laughs> yeah. we're, miss- we're missing a guy. Uh, we had Adam Cincerillo on the uh, on the show last week uh, or two weeks ago. Um, he's coming back for nationals. That's exciting for you guys. Certainly, we hope Adam uh, stays healthy. He's a, he's a great kid, a great guy. Um, he's a monster now, though, Peyton. Like I don't know what you've had to, how much many spring rates Bones has had to go up on, but geez, this kid has grown. No, he he's and that's part of the problem is like he went from you know, like he was a very small kid and then all of a sudden he sprang up like all at once and mm-hmm. then of course growth plates and everything else and then he's had injury and then injury and part of that is because he grew too much and then part of it we believe is that and this is my own personal, not anybody else's, but I think he was overtraining for his age. And that we believe that's one of the reasons why now we're going to take a different approach versus the Eldon approach is mm-hmm. Eldon's great for mature adults and stuff like that. But like when you're 15 years old or something like that, I don't, I don't think you can train like you're 25 or 27 because it, I think it makes you tired and I've experienced it with him. Mm-hmm. And by talking to Adam and his father, you know, like for whatever reason, and I'm sure other kids might be able to do it, but like for him, 
we we've got to try something different. So we want to back up and try to regroup, take a different approach, and bring him back. We want to bring him back healthy, and we want to try to utilize more of his natural talent and more of his natural fitness instead of burning them down a little bit. And like, that's what we're going to do. And like, if I'm wrong, then everybody can cuss me out and say I'm wrong and whatever, but <laughs> like the family and, and Adam believes in it. And like, that's what we're going to do. Uh, so he's been working with Rhino a little bit, I see. Yes. And then the Rhino thing is the Rhino thing is because we want him to be more on balance and, and, other things mm-hmm. besides just just other things we yeah. we think there's other things you got to do and we think there's something else there that you can find and we're not sure that's perfect either so like we're just gonna yeah. go where we go and if it works that's fantastic if not and it's not my decision it's it's adam and alan and we've got to do the right thing for the kid we've tried the other system and mm-hmm. it didn't work for us so we have to try something else because we were good before that. And now all of a sudden we're, we're struggling and I want to go back to where we were. And I believe that we should go back and I want to ride more. And I believe in the kid. He won his very first supercross ever. And I'm not scared of his talent and his abilities. So all I have to do is have him show up without an injury Mm -hmm. and be fit and know that he can ride the motos, and I think we're going to be fine. Lots of hype for Austin Forkner. He's going to debut for you guys at Hangtown. Um, can he win, Mitch? Like, if, are people telling me, are people who saying to me that this kid could win, are they right? Like, right out, right out of the gate? He's pretty gnarly. <laughs> okay, so maybe so. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. he's... You know, like, it's it's always the same thing. Everybody always wants to know who's the next guy, who's the next guy. And, like, if you if you look at the records, you would have to say that Austin is the next guy. Mm-hmm. He's done everything, everything that he can do to be the next guy. And, like, for us, we did everything we could do to protect keeping the next guy. And we believe he is. And... He is, uh, he's, he's, he's won, I think, the Monster Cup twice on a Super Mini. Yep. And he won it once on a 250F. So he loves Supercross, and he's great at outdoors. And he's, I, I, honestly, i got to tell you, he's tough as nails. Like, mm-hmm. he's, not, he's not afraid to ride. If he's banged up a little bit, he's tough. And... Yep. He's a and he's a great kid. He's soft spoken. He's he wants to do his deal. Got good people around him, and are his parents, honestly, we're are his parents we're cool? really yeah. His parents are super cool. Okay, like so they're they're not, they're not crazy. No, okay. they're they're good. They're everybody just wants him to win, and like so, all we have to do is you know give him the equipment, mm-hmm. and we believe. We believe he can do it. Um, I believe that you have Michael Essie back with the Pro Circuit program up in Canada with the Monster Kawasaki team. You So you finally have the 800. You had him for one year. Now he's back. You're helping him out. 
What do you think about that? Well, that is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's been tension between you, Tony, over the years uh, when he rode for KTM and, and FMF, and he's always been an FMF guy forever. But you think Tony's still pissed when Mitch built him that, that minibike for Mammoth? Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, I was surprised that you helped him. i, I got to be totally honest. I was really surprised that you pledged support to the team, and you're keeping up your support and and all that. Good for you. Um, that's good to see. I just, I'm surprised. Well, actually, I, I'll be honest with that. Was uh, We helped out Leading Edge mm-hmm. and Metcalf Road there last year, and we we promised to help Jason out this year again. And he didn't tell me the rider lineup until I pledged help. <laughs> That's a good move. <laughs> and, good move. <laughs> hey, and no, no, it's kind of funny, but like uh-huh. overall, like, and then the funny thing is, is so he's got a Lessie and he has Vince Freeze. Yeah. And Vince Freeze, honestly, to me, like, I didn't know him when he was young. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to know him in the last probably two years. For whatever reason, my kids love Vince Freeze. They just think he's the coolest guy. <laughs> and I, I t- and I told him that, and I'm like, dude, my kids love you. I, I yelled at him one time at at uh, Steel City, or no, it's it's uh, not Steel City, uh, Mount Morris. Mm-hmm. And I said, Vince, Vince, and he kept walking by, looked back at me, and goes, well, that guy's not talking to me. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no I really am. Calling me, right? Came back, and I told him, I said, my kids love you. They just think you're the coolest guy, <laughs> and like. So I got to know him a little bit, and yeah. honestly, I think Vince is a great kid, and like, I think he's misrepresented, and like, if you want my opinion, like, he does. Sometimes he's aggressive on the track, mm-hmm. and he's taking people out, but but Pike's taking people out. So, mm-hmm. but he takes the worst of it because he's had the reputation. Well, he's also and in my yeah, opinion, yeah, he's also not in the cool, he's also not in the cool guys group at times. Do you know what I mean? You're right. Yeah, he's not in the he's not. Yeah, because I helped him out with goggles, and I got to know him well. And I th- I thought he'd beat Mike in the points this year. I was very uh, happy with he was going to four fifties. I think he's a better rider than people think, and I think he but he does make some dumb moves. But overall, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, we talked about hiring Vince Freeze for East Coast. I heard that. And if it wa- if it wasn't for his contract with Moto Concepts, I probably would have hired Vince Freeze. Yeah, because your kids. Um, <laughs> no, because <laughs> because we were supposed to have a another rider going in. We wanted to start with three because somebody could get hurt, and then we'd have two. Yep. And we weren't going to look for somebody. But I talked to Vince, and like I got to give him credit. And and you can ask Vince. Me and him talked about it a couple times, and he had a contract with Moto Concepts. Mm-hmm. And I give him total credit. He he says, no, I have a contract, and they pay me pretty good. And I said, well, don't do it. I said, don't do it. <laughs> and I said, keep, right. I said, keep your deal. Be loyal to those guys because they've been there for you, and keep it. And like, if not, I probably would have hired Vince Freeze for the first round. Mm-hmm. But he had a contract. He had a contract with Mike Genova, and like, he was loyal to it. And like, and and him getting put on probation for so long, I don't, I don't agree with what the AMA did to that kid. Like, yeah, I, we were at Mammoth last year, and he rode against all the A kids, 
And my wife told me, she goes, I don't think it's fair that Vince is racing against these kids. And I'm like, no, it's perfect. I said, if they want to be the next guy, they got to beat Vince. Yeah. I'm like, Vince beat them all up there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there you go. And <laughs> he's faster than all the A kids. Yeah. So, like, you could hire Vince or you could hire an A kid that he just beat. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Michael Lessie, Vince Freeze running pro circuit uh, silencers and, and cams and things like that up in uh, well, Canada. Well, we're going to help him. And, and truthfully, like, I don't have a long relationship with the Lessies. And like, I, I actually talked to Mike this week. Uh, I was cruising through the pits, and he grabbed me and whatever, and he said that he was happy with his pipes or whatever. And I'm okay. like, oh, that's cool, you know, like right. all that. And, like, truthfully, like, if I'm supporting a team, I'm going to give one-tenth. And I believe that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, hey, if if Mike does his job and he's our guy, I'm going to support him. And Vince Freeze, like, truthfully, I love the kid. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's a good rider. I think he tries really hard. And I don't think everybody should dog him for riding aggressive like he does. Like, he rides pretty aggressive. Well, you I admit, it, it, you admit like, he crossed the line. He's crossed the line a few times, Mitch. You of of yeah. course he okay. has. Yeah, right. Of of course he has. But other people have crossed the line if they're the chosen ones. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't yeah. and they don't get bit as hard as he did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, we got a phone call for you from uh, Paul. Paul, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by uh, BTO Sports and Fly Racing. What's your question for Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton? Uh, well, I was uh, I was one of the uh, Poor kids that, that we were talking about earlier. Um, not necessarily poor. I mean, I grew up in a neighborhood where I was actually the uh, the kid with money. But when it came down to racing, uh, I believe it was back in '98. My parents took me to Loretta's. Uh-huh. The only time I went to Loretta's. Okay. Team Green. Team Green literally came up to me in the pits and said, "Here's a contract. Sign it." Nice. Here's your contract. Yep. After I signed the contract and we faxed it back over, because it was back in the days when faxing was big, mm-hmm. um, they sent us a an application for a contract. And the requirement for the household income was $120,000 a year. Really? Mm, I, I yes. honestly don't. Honestly, like as far as I know, and I've been around for a long time, I I kind of don't believe that because in the past the way they've done uh, if it's a and and I don't know and I'm not calling you a liar but like yeah only guys that get signed at Loretta's I can't I can't handle the kids probably the, in the background. okay two or three top guys mm-hmm. and then the rest of them have to send their applications in and then they evaluate and then they come up with that and I'm not sure about that mm-hmm. I don't know right. if this was a, an anomaly but. I wouldn't say that's a norm, and I wouldn't – I'm not sure about that. Right. Well, Paul, I had to let him go because of the kids in the background. But um, uh, guess what uh, Kenny Watson uh, gave us for the Pulp MX Studios, Mitch? He'll what? be stoked. He get, we have a little studio with a lot of – Shrine. Things. We call we have, it a shrine. We have a shrine up here where we do the show. I just bought a pair yep. of Damon Bradshaw 1992 Axle Pants from a listener uh, that are signed, for, for an example. Um and I have a jar of Southwick sand up here. I have the contract that Tony Alessi wanted me to sign to interview with Mike. 
Anyways, I have a lot of things up here. And so, Nick Way's re- legend an, uh, achievement. Uh, uh, yeah, and a lifetime achievement award for Nick Way that he left here and um, things like that. Anyways, uh, Kenny Watson has donated his 2011? 12. 2012 Monster Energy Supercross Innovation Award that he received at the banquet for being an innovator in the sport. He le- he's decided to leave it here. What was that for? Exactly. <laughs> they just felt sorry for us because we were there for so long and never won anything. He innovated. It says innovator. It says innovator. That means I'm um, innovating, Mitch. Innovated what? Exactly. <laughs> the industry, bro. Peyton's not having it. He's just not not having it. No, I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm trying He's to think me about it. But like, yeah, you're like, you're no, like, no, no, no. Like, hey, when we did it, it in 91, we were the first team to have an outside sponsor. Yeah. And like, it was peak antifreeze. And like, everybody's like, oh, it ain't going to happen. And like, truthfully, it barely happened. And it was fantastic. And like the only thing that that really did, it didn't really benefit me because it it didn't bring me to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. We would we would have done it with it or without them because we signed with Honda. We we're going to do it, right. and we already kind of knew the bike, and we were going to do it. And like that's all there was to it. But like to do it the way I did it, I raced cars at the time, and I wanted to organize everything. Like you had to have the truck match the awning mm-hmm. and the awning had to match the team shirts and your clothing had to match the awning and the team shirts. And like, I didn't, I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that these guys did it better than we did. Yeah, yeah. And like, all I did was copied a friend of mine drove for the guy, Lance Stewart drove for Mazda for the factory. And like, everything was just all perfect. You were like, and I want like, to do that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the way it should really be. Like, you should do it that way. And then all of a sudden, if I'm going to have a team, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it this way. And it was, it was pretty cool. Like, oh, it's way we cool. did it. Yeah. Well, but the first year we did it, like, nobody knew we were coming. So, like, it actually, the second year was bigger than the first year because the first year that you're there, nobody knew you're coming. Yep. And they're like, oh, who are these guys? And then we were fortunate. We're like, uh. lucky as hell. Like, we had McGrath and Swink and Buell and Lampson, you know, and Lampson. Yeah. And like, so like we, we did a great job. And then the second year they're looking for you now and they're like, Oh, the peak team. We know the peak team, the peak antifreeze team. And like, now they know you, but the first year, like that's why when you sign a deal with somebody, they got to be in for a couple of years because the first year is kind of a giveaway, Right. but you got to, Got to still put it together. Well, you had split fire the second year. Right? Um, hold on. Okay. Bones. Where are you going? <laughs> it's live what? on the air, everybody. He's talking to Bones, suspension guy. What? Are you, are you talking to... Yeah. Give me five minutes. Anyway, okay. so... Uh, what I was saying was like, they didn't know you're there. So, yeah. Like the second year, they're all perfect. And they, they understand they are looking for you. So like, it was, it was way better. Like they're like, Oh, that, that team's really cool. So like, I feel bad for a team that starts the first year and they're mm-hmm. trying to get it done because nobody expects them to be there and they don't know where to go and how to, mm-hmm. you know, interject with them or whatever. So I always think it takes a little bit of time to get that thing going. 
and like the peak team, it took us the second year before they came and hey, you're the peak team. We yeah. want an autograph. You know, right, like right, right. first year we were, we killed it, and then like still they're like, who are you guys? <laughs> um, Watson, do you find that with your guys? Uh, you work a lot with the. I think it's sponsors? it's a lot it's a lot different than it was back then because but, there wasn't social media, and they. I mean, what we'd like to do is but like Dodge or or Jimmy John's. Like, does it take them a year? to Well, no, it, it didn't out? take that long because people knew we were coming. Hey, uh, do you do you know that Jimmy John's has a deal on Thursday for a dollar sandwich? No, I didn't know that. Freaky fast. Do you uh, do you I, know they deliver? I just I just got that from my wife today, and she says, "Hey, I know where you should eat on Thursday because <laughs> Jimmy John's has a dollar sandwich deal on Thursday. So, like mm. on Thursday, I'm going to go to Jimmy John's in Norco, and I'm going to get a ham and cheese sandwich. That's what I'm getting. That's my favorite. I've ate there a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm going. I'm going to Jimmy John's sandwich in Norco. Wow, Watson. And I'm going to buy my there sandwich. You go. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. Thank you, Mitch. Did you ever think, uh, Mitch, when you were giving the, the pink-haired guy with earrings, pipes, and silencers, that he would still be in the sport uh, 10 years later? No, because he, he glued macaroni on his bike one year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And now the man is running a, like a, a general manager of a race team. Hey, and the funny thing is I I remember telling uh, – I think Monster did this movie, and they asked me about what I thought about Deegan. And I'm like, nah, there's kind of an up-and-down deal with me and Deegan because I, I supported Deegan the whole way. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he went with Kenny, and he won his first race and shot his bike off. Right. And he killed it. And then he turned into freestyle. And, like, I, I wasn't really a fan of freestyle. And, like – I kind of like didn't dig that, and then he didn't dig me, <laughs> and so like we had a, we had a long time where we didn't talk, and now it's kids racing, and I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Me and Brian are actually great friends. So weird. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah. it's really cool, and I dig what Brian's doing with his kids. Like his kid is really fast. Is his he? kid yeah. probably yeah. the way I look at it, his kid's gonna make it. Really? Like huh? He's so fast. Yeah. Oh, well, Brian, yeah. Brian builds him an outdoor track. He builds him a supercross track. The kid can jump anything. And, like, he's probably going to be a guy, as long as he doesn't get hurt, right. he's going to be a guy that, like, he's he's going to be a supercross guy. Like, I, I guarantee it. Like, he's way ahead right. of schedule of the way you look at kids. And, like, my kids are seven years old, and they ride – once a month, mm-hmm. and then they play flag football, and they yeah. they just they're they're not caring about it. And if they want to do it, I yeah. want them to do it. But like, I don't want to push them into it. But like, his kid's into it, and his kid is gnarly. Did I see? His, like, did I see his kid's got spikes on his shoulder pads too, or no. something? I swear, I saw a photo of that. Maybe he wants just jacking around. Okay, all right. Brian's pretty serious with 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 danger. He's like. He's like it kind of blows me away too, Mitch. How he is with his kid. He's like, no, he he's gonna yeah. be he like honestly, it's, and I and I give him credit for it. Like, like two years ago, he's on a fifty, and like we're at Mammoth, and like he's over there, and like he's like, hey, can you listen to this? And like we're helping jet his bike, yeah, and, yeah. Stuff. And, <laughs> and it's not even not even my bike, but it, I'm 
Yeah. I'll help him with it. And like, but I'm down with it. Like I, I I was happy, like more than anything, I was happy that Brian was given to his kid, this thing. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I, I dig how he's doing it. Like he can afford it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, I'm, I'm putting some money and I'm putting some time more than anything. Brian's putting time in with his kid. And I dig that. I think it's awesome. And I think his kid's going to be really good. I hear Max Voland is also really good. And Talon's kid is yeah. really good. Yeah, I hear like, Max is on it. That's the same thing. Yeah. No, they're, it's the same thing. Like when you see these, like, same thing at Mammoth last year. I saw, I saw Talon, Tyson, and his dad. And I, maybe the year before, maybe Grandpa, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. they're all up there. And they're, they're there for the kid. And, like, he's got hand guards. And he's running like he looks exactly like Talon. He like hangs off the back of the bike. Right, jersey's out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no. He looks just like Talon. I'm like, dude, these. It's pretty cool. Like you see those little things, and that's what that's what makes a sport pretty awesome. Is like there is hope for our sport because it's a great sport. Is- and without the parents wanting them to do it. Or if the kids don't want to do it, we we can't. We we got to get away from the iPads. We got to. This kid's got to start riding XR50s or PWs, mm-hmm. and they got to do it and like find that they love it and then embrace it. Uh, I think it's a great sport. I, I we agree. Let's last call for Mitch Payton here from Dave. Dave, you've been on hold for a while. What's uh, what's your question for the great Mitch Payton? not really a question it's just uh i know he was talking about adam earlier about changing his program i was just wondering if he uh read adam wheeler's interview with ben townley on his magazine that uh that's uh ben said that's the number one mistake he made was uh going with alden when he was young too young for him oh i didn't hear that i didn't read that yeah did you you ought to read the article it's really good he was really up front hmm. with a lot of stuff he said that's the number one Thing he wished he shouldn't he, he shouldn't have uh, done was go with Alden at so young. Hmm. Did is that something you you read, uh, Mitch from BT? No, I haven't read it, but I'm still very good friends with Ben, and I will tell you that that uh, when Ben wanted to come to the United States, what he wanted to do was he want like he wanted to emulate what Ricky did. So like he said, he had an offer from Honda and us. And I could make the deal happen where he could train with Eldon down at Ricky's place. And so he signed with us. And, but the truth was, I think it was too much again. And I, I think the best thing that he could have done was maybe, and Ben will tell you this. He goes, I should have came to California and been around the team and just rode with you guys and just got more comfortable because mm-hmm. like he tried to like go down there by himself and he had, he had Ruben who is Hurling's uh, practice mechanic now Yep, and they were down there, but they were, they were, you know, like he was just, he was so fast that he wanted to do everything Ricky could do, but he wasn't ready to do it. So like we, should have worked into it a little slower mm-hmm. and mm, I understand that. Like I, I believe Ben thinks that's too early to do that program of everything, training and riding and everything. 
Yeah, that and, sounds exactly about what he said, too, in the article. you got to read it. So, mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Thank yeah, you, you know, it's crazy. Uh, Ivan thought the same thing. If you remember, Mitch, when he was riding for Honda, that he was going to go there and, and get, jump on Ricky's program. He jumped in it, and he jumped out of it really quick. <laughs> He's just like, you know, this is not cut out for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think, you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, will figure that out. I mean, everyone talks about the success of Eldon. But then people really don't talk about the people that go there that didn't, couldn't go there, like Jake and Baggett and BT and mm-hmm. Ivan and, yeah, you know, no, different strokes Tyla. For sure. I mean, Tyla's known as a trainer. He's a trainer now. I think what people need to understand is that Ricky was a special guy and did, you know, had special limits. He is very special. You know I, mean? I will give so, him that. Um, Mitch, uh, thank well, you. Well, only, only the only thing I'll say with the Eldon program is anybody that's ever won with Eldon, was already a winner. Bingo. You know, like, mm-hmm. so like when Ricky was young, he already had won with just mom and dad doing their deal. Yep. And then he had Johnny around and Johnny was in his ear and they were doing their deal. And it was, it was not the real deal. It was, it, it was a smaller program or whatever. And then, you know, like, if you really think about it, like Ricky won with Big Rick and Jeannie. That's how he won. And that's what I believe. Like, I believe the reason why Ricky was winning all the way was yes, he needed a train, he needed a trainer. But Jeannie was in charge of going to the track riding the laps, riding the laps, riding the laps, and doing all that stuff. And I believe that was more important to his career. And and this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I believe that's more important than getting a trainer to ride him a bicycle and doing all that stuff. I I, I don't think that was – it wasn't him in the beginning, and he was killing it. And, like, he had to get better, so he took that on. And then it evolved, and then it evolved into where it is now – and it's fantastic. And Eldon's a great trainer. I can't say he's bad. Like, if you look at who he's training, he's training Dungey, and he trains Muskin, mm-hmm. and he trains uh, Anderson. But every one of those guys had championships before they went there. You know, Muskin was a two-time world champion before he ever went there. You know, Dungey did it on his own. Dungey's a driven person, and, like, he did it on his own with whoever. I don't know who trained him, but, like, he did it on his own. And Anderson won a championship. And, like, but you can go there and be better. You know, like, that's Mm -hmm. cool. Like, what you can do is go there and do that. Like, that's great. Everything's fantastic. But inside of that circle is the person. And the person is the guy that's winning. And, like, a trainer can't train four guys exactly the same. And he's going to take care of one person better and the other guy is different. I tried to get all my guys to do it one year, mm-hmm. and they couldn't They couldn't agree to it. They, they're like, well, I'll go with Eldon. No, I don't want to do that because they, they didn't want to be trained by the same guy because they were afraid they wouldn't get – attention so they they all right, thought they were right. going to split off so we didn't never we never did it and 
I agree. He's a great trainer. I I believe that that uh, he does a great job. And only thing that I believe right now is Ryan Dungey's a bad dude. <laughs> but yeah. he was already a bad dude. He was already a yep. bad dude. Absolutely. Um, well, thanks for coming on, Mitch. Bones is still waiting for five right. minutes. So, um, thank you. Always great. Uh, thank you uh, for your time, and we'll see you in uh, Boston this weekend. All right, we'll see you there. All right, see you. Great Mitch Payton, everybody. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saved you 20%. Uh, been in company, been in business for a long time. Cycle trader Rock River, uh, Colt Nichols, Tommy Hahn, Luke Resland. Use these guys for the graphics, so please check them out. And uh, they got a whole Pulp Nation section on the website. Uh, Mitch Payton, Kenny, always a great interview. Great. Fantastic. So, um, Love that guy. Um, Love that guy. Well, we would have had some. That was funny when he was talking about the, the Deegan deal. Travis would have got that drop. Um, Travis would Travis what are you Ward. trying to do? The sound drop of "I Love That Guy"? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm waiting, but Travis was on it. But, you know, Travis would have been right on it. He would have been. Love this guy right here. <laughs> Anyways, you and your show. Yeah. Let's take a commercial break. Hey, what about uh, we'll come back with what? Brian? He was right. Like Deegan and him got into it, and they got into it one about time. What over freestyle stuff or renewers racing yeah, stuff? Yeah, it was okay. just bullshit. Deegan wrote. Uh, he left and he went to that. He left our team, and we were full pro circuit, and he went over to. That uh, Stiffy team. Oh, Stiffy team, yeah. And Brian thought that Mitch was just going to come help him. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, no, you know. And then he threw it on his crossbar pad with a piece of Dutch duct tape, Bitch Peyton. No, he didn't. Bitch Peyton. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I do not remember this. Oh, yeah. How do I not know this? I have no idea. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did you say something when Mitch was on the show? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, stir it up, but. I did not know that. That's a great oh, yeah. story. Ask him about it. We, uh, yeah, we will next time. Uh, Connor Fields still here, BMX, uh, gone. And he was wrong. BMX. I didn't glue noodles oh, to my fender. It was, glitter? it was glitter. I was wondering, was there also glitter and noodles together? Shit. <laughs> uh, take a second commercial break. Jason Thomas coming back in. Uh, much more Kenny Watson in studio. And, uh, we'll, uh, stick around. Why don't you? We got lots of Stick more around. To talk about. I gotta call Lisa Lisa right now. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then... And flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves. Of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. 
Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack, so... There's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which... Uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires, it's quite a bit. Yeah, too, you got to think about it, it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking, and uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. Usually, 
safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. 
Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Right Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with our V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercar Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Haven't seen your face for a while. Have you quit doing time for me? Or are you still the same spoiled child? Hello, I said hello. Is this the only place you thought to go? Am I the only man you ever had? Or am I just the last surviving friend? Everybody, Pump Max Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Guts Racing, official seat, foam seats of the RCH, Jimmy John's, Soaring Eagle Casino, Suzuki team. Watson, these guys do some good jobs. 
uh, carbon fiber bases, phantom, yeah. phantom lightweight sea foams. They've been around a long, long time. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of the second generation. Andy, the son's taking it over, and yeah. uh, they kill it, man. Did they do a phenomenal and, job? And they got a foam for like older bikes too. Like, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, if if you're in the market for a seat cover or foam, a foam, please do yourself a favor and give them the opportunity to work with you. They're they stand behind their work. If they, if anything goes wrong, they'll probably take care of it, and uh, it's probably the one of the probably the best seed company that I've ever worked with. Uh, Works Connection also on board with us. Uh, the folks at Works Connection, uh, you guys use their starting uh, device. Half the teams in the pit seem to use their starting device. And Just uh, like <clears throat> Works Connection, personally, have helped me from Yeah, I was going to say, how one. many teams have you had that you who use Works Every Connection? Every one of them. Yeah. Every one of yeah, them. Yeah, really, right? From the beginning with <clears throat> Deegan and Eric. Like, I've been friends with Eric for years. Yeah, uh, Eric, owner of You should check out, there. Uh, like, when, if you go to Sacramento and you get in there early on Friday, you should make your way up to uh, Worst Connection. It's probably about 15 minutes past the exit to Prairie City, and they have probably, I don't know, I shouldn't say this because I don't know how many people are bike collectors, but they have quite a few bitch and restored motocross bikes. They have a 91 Yamaha YZ125. It's a bone stock bike, and it, it, it looks immaculate. They got uh, LaRocco's bike in there. Yeah. They have uh, a replica Lammy bike that's a full works 125 you know, a CR. They have – do yourself a favor and go check out their, their showroom and go – Grab a T-shirt from them. Works Connection. Uh, check them out. And Guts Racing, all on board with us. WUSA, W Wheels. Uh, great guys. JGR, Red Bull, KTM uses wheels. Uh, they have a uh, Talon kite, and they can build you wheel sets. They can. Uh, they also have a lot of cool little trinkets and everything else. And uh, so we thank John and everybody and Kristen down at W. Uh, ride Engineering clamps. Brake parts, um, different offset clamps, uh, bar mounts, things like that. Check them out. Again, use sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. You can get a lot, of, a lot of discounts, a lot of deals. FMF Racing, of course, uh, and uh, Atlas Neck Brace, all on board with us tonight. Uh, Mitch Payton, uh, Kevin Cobb, uh, Connor Fields is here, uh, BMX uh, legend, Olympian. Didn't win a medal, though. And um, thanks, for, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Kenny Watson's back in studio picking Elton John. Well, I reason. wanted to... To pick that because I haven't seen my girlfriend in a couple weeks and missed her and just wanted to let her know, uh, give her a little uh, harmony. You had that. Hello, baby. Hello. Pookie brought you that watermelon with like six minutes to go in the commercials. You didn't touch it until you get back on the air and now you eat the watermelon? Coming after Connor, bro. <laughs> I'm getting such Training. a sense Olympics. of. Olympics. What's the next one? 2020? Uh, Rio next year, bro. No, this year. Oh, this year, Rio this year coming up. I better eat a Where's, lot of watermelon. Talon, way out of shape. Talon, where's JT? What's going on? He's still picking the sand out of his butt crack from Willow, whatever that place is called. Is he there? He forwarded my call the first time, but he's on now. Oh, okay. Hey, why don't you, you ask like, him? How do you like coming back in the chair? It's fun. It was a little nervous at first, but now that I'm in the flow, it's so are you, you going to maybe Nancy Kerrigan Travis to get get his gig? Like just hit him with crowbar. Maybe. Moser said he doesn't like him, so I'm in with Moser already. Moser, right. Moser don't like nobody. <laughs> wow. JT, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? What's happening? Yeah, JT. Hey, buddy. Yeah, JT. 
Watson's here. He's eating uh, while on the air. He's on his phone the whole time. And um, did you ever stop bitching, dude? It's like well, it's like old dude, times. JT, it's, you know what's funny? I got like here last back, night. It's like I welcome back, stuff. Potter. I had, I had some stuff to do in town today, so I got here early, and Steve was cool enough to let me stay here. So I get in last night, and he's acting like, like dude, I was like, dude, I don't mind hanging out with Matthew. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All day today, we, we got to wake up. We go to breakfast. We bro down. Yep. All of a sudden, two people show up, and he just puts his dickhead on. <laughs> He just slides the dickhead over his forehead, and it's just a total no, cocksucker. This is, we're, this is work. We're showtime. I told you we're making radio magic tonight, goddammit. By you eating watermelon on the air? I'm training for Connor, dude. I'm coming oh, after him. Oh, God. JT, it's, I'm hanging for Hey, JT, flashbacks. by the way, thank you for uh, taking a look at to work with the guys over at Sick Re- Recovery <laughs> Racing. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I had a little uh, indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, they're. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely check. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm, for sure. Uh, always, I think any help would be good for those guys. Call. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. never know. You get Nico Izzy. Flyracing.com. Uh, check them out, please. Uh, Connor Fields, BMX legend here. He wears fly. And uh, Chris Cooks, he wears fly. He's here, too. Um, JT, let's quickly, uh, before we get too far along, um, we got some segments we're going to play with you and Watson. Uh, first up, the infab question of the day. Let's do it, uh, Talon. The end fab question of the day. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. A big part of the JGR team and the uh, M-Pro Yamaha off-road team. N-Fab.com, Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. Great guys, Thomas, down there, help support the sport. Uh, Watson used the uh, Ridgeline N-Fab steps today to get in and out of the Ridgeline. Well, I did. When we went to a cracked egg together. Um, all right, here we go. Here's the N-Fab question of the day. All right, JT. You're involved at a high level in this sport, and uh, Watson, you were you were once involved in a high level in this sport. <laughs> Here's the end crime question of the day. I got five guys whose contracts are up next year. You got five guys: Bogle, Brayton, Baggett, Weimer, Tickle. All their deals are up, right? Correct? Am I right? Who else? You didn't get Kennard in there. No, no, I didn't want Kennard in here. Okay. These are the five. Those are all the same, dude. <laughs> okay. Here's the question. You could sign two of those guys for a 450 ride. They're all making the same salary because I know that's JT's hey, dude, first. You know what? JT's first thing is going to say like, "Well, what are we paying them?" Well, you're all getting the same. So, okay. You know what? what? I don't have to make that decision no more. JT does. Why does JT? JT doesn't own a race team. Well, dude, he does not have to make that decision anymore. Neither do I. I don't have to make that decision. I own part of it, but I don't make the. Decisions. So you don't want to play the game? Nope. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Stupid game. Awesome. JT, pick two guys. Bogle. Give me my five again. Bogle, Brayton, Baggett, Weimer, Tickle. For for 2017 and beyond, two guys that you would sign. They're all asking for the same amount of money. Bogle, Baggett, Brayton. Tickle, Weimer. Okay. Bogle, Baggett. Brayton, Weimer, Tickle. Three Bs. I'm going to go uh, Brayton. Shocker. <laughs> no, I, just, I think he is... I think he he was like a fourth place guy, almost third place guy this weekend. I think he gives you your best chance at a top five finish week in and week out in Supercross. So I would go Brayton. Okay. And then I I probably would go with either Baggett or Bogle because they're young. Um, Okay. Watson? 
yeah, I would, it would be between those two just because of the age factor. I would pick Weimer and Tickle because they're my friends. That's why I am shitty. Love this guy right here. That's why I am a shitty at being a team manager Who because I care questions? about people's feelings. That's why I don't pick. I, for me, as a team manager, Brayton's probably the best guy out of these five guys in Supercross, but he's getting older. What is he, 30, JT? 30? Uh, something like that, yeah. Okay. So for he me, ain't slowing down, though. For me, as a, and his outdoor skills are so-so. So for me, yeah, so, as, a, so. as a dude who's running a team, Brock Tickle, now he got injured, but generally speaking, Brock Tickle is solid. Doesn't get hurt. Always finishes. He's a solid top ten guy, but indoor yeah. and out. Always finishes between fifth and tenth. Uh, you know, no, even if there's no, yep. if there's tons of injuries, yep. he gets fifth or tenth. And if the field is stacked, he gets fifth or tenth. True. So, I'm taking Tickle, and I'm taking Bogle because he's probably the youngest, and he just got fourth. That's me. That's so. a good. That's a good pick. And Watson, are you going to stick with Weimer and Tickle? Yep. Okay. All right, fantastic. That's been the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Uh, if you want a discount from NFAB, email us on using the discount code on uh, or disc, on the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we'll send you a bit of a discount uh, for those guys. All right, next up, Kenny Watson and Jason Thomas will play the X-Brand Gogoteros. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X Brown Gog is a choice of Brock Tickle, uh, Matt Bichelia, Freddie Noren, Kyle Chisholm, many more. Top riders use X Brand, EKSBrand.com. Use code PulpMX2016 to save yourself 30%. Hey, speaking of and Fast Freddie, what's he doing this summer? XBrand.com. You know, that's funny you say that, Watson. He's testing with the factory guys. He's always worked, done factory stuff for them. He rode for, he rode for Crossland, right? Last year, he's privateer. No, this year. No, no. What did he, who did he ride for this privateer year? Privateer Honda, Alan Brown. What? Yeah, privateer Honda. He was on a pri- I see now. I see this bike in Alan Brown shop during the Didn't week. Didn't he have a team? I don't think so. JT, can you clarify? Who is it? What? Who is the rider? Do you listen to the show all the time? I do, you do. but you guys are talking about privateer Hondas and Alan Brown. I didn't know... Alan Brown had a team. No, he didn't. He was working on his bikes, and the guy kept his bikes. Uh, Freddie Norn. Freddie Norn. Uh, I thought he was on that GPX or whatever that team was called. All okay. you got to do is give him three initials in their damn team nowadays. <laughs> anyway. well, didn't Crossland have something to do with it or something? I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, I, wasn't, Pete, wasn't Peters on it, too? Peters is on Crossland uh, slash uh, Rides 365, right? Yeah, Freddie. Right, Freddie was, was what? Because Norn, no, Norn was on factory Honda in the summer. No, this in Supercross this year. Oh, I don't know what the hell that team. <laughs> Three minutes later, we get our answer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, okay. So, anyways, X Brown goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Just funny you ask. What were you going to say? What What's his deal? Because Where's... because I follow him on Instagram, Fast Freddie. He wears X Brand, and he never really. Tells us what team he's on. He's been testing with Factory Honda. So I'm wondering, is he going to go into Tam again? Dude, I would think he would go to uh, he Canada. Ha- he helps those guys. Like, testing and stuff. And he's fast. He's, f- he's fast Freddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get, off, get off your phone, Steve. Sorry. Get um, off your phone. Can we just talk about the expert on Sure, let's do it. Uh, you have 30 seconds to answer these. These are questions are submitted by... Cor- but what about Freddy? Cor- I don't know about Freddy. Fuck Freddy. Uh, the rules are 15 seconds. 
we changed the rules because JT wouldn't follow them, Talon. So, um, they're stupid rules. Okay, well, yes, they are. Whatever, bro. Um, Moser submitted these questions for for Watson, JT, and myself. And uh, please follow the rules, answer them quickly, and uh, we can get through this segment, and we can all be better off for it. All right, okay, let's go, Talon. All right, Watson, first one's for you. Over the years, you've had your share of uh, fill-in riders. Who's been the best fill-in? Jake Weimer. What about who was filling in that you said clippy clippy if you don't perform, you get cut loose? Or That would be... Who was that? That would be no, no, no. That would have been what's his chops? The super, the arena cross champion from Regal, Kyle Regal. Whoa. Regal, yeah. Okay. If you don't produce, you're gonna get cut loose. Clippy, Daniel clippy. McCoy, Daniel McCoy's right over there. <laughs> Watson ruling with a with an iron fist. Okay. All right. Next question. All right, Mathis. This one's for you. What is a venue Supercross hasn't been hold to? Hold on. Hold on. Chat room says Rockwell Honda for Norn. Thank you. You're right. They're right. Rockwell. Help Rockwell, okay, yeah. okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, sorry, chat room, you guys are right. No, they are. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Where's their shop at? Wait. Rockwell? Yeah. I don't know. Utah. <laughs> Come Utah. on, dude. The state they they the sun hits the giant faces they use on their watches, and they they give. Yeah, I think they have rad rad products that are bitch and watch company, but by no means they're a race team. They have bitch and products. They're great guys, but you can't okay. call what they do a race team. Right. It's Freddie Norton parking his bike under that thing. And I really don't care. Taking it to Alan Brown's during the week. All right, let's go. How many things? How many things? Alan Brown have going on? He's helping the Canadian guys. Oh, dude. He's got Freddie Norton's bike at the test shop. He's got semis. He leases out semi trucks. He has a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Does he have his fingers in all? Fast Alan Brown. <laughs> He's like the pool shark. Stop at the interrupting. Pool. Okay. All right, let's do. Let's do. Come on, Talon. All right, Steve, what is a venue Supercross hasn't been to that you would like to see a race at? Winnipeg Stadium. All right, next question. All right, JT, if Cooper Webb gets another bad start, who's your pick to win Vegas? My pick to win Vegas uh, would probably be Mookie. I feel like... Webb, Craig, and Savachi are maybe the three best guys in either coast. You think they're better than Mookie? Yeah, I do. Come on. What, I, got, I, got I, saw, I saw Mookie this weekend, and I just, I just I got I lost Craig, faith. JT. I got Craig winning Vegas, bro. Yeah, he, Hard Mookie fact. crashed three times. Did you not see his like fast laps? And yeah, that guy's he's got a really fast. So he's is Craig. New, Craig is too. He's the new fastest man on the planet, Mookie. <laughs> Craig is the third fastest guy in his coast. I think Craig's faster than Savachi, straight up. Not according to the points. Okay, thank you. Well, Plessinger's... Plessinger's I mean, beaten Craig quite a bit. Plessinger's only one point back of Mookie. Are you saying Plessinger is just as good as Mookie? He's only one point no, back. I mean, but I, you're saying that Mookie's not fast. Uh, no, Mookie's fast. That's, that's, but you're saying that those three are straight up faster? Yeah, than? Mookie's that's, probably... That's crap. Mookie's probably fourth fastest, maybe sixth. You are ridiculous. I will put a poll up. That is ridiculous. That's, that's maybe the most ridiculous thing I've heard from you in a while. What about when I said mixed matching gear? Well, that was just stupid. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so which was dumber? Uh... I think the Mookie thing, the Mookie thing is kind of an eye test. I just, I, he crashed three times in the main event. You can't crash three times in the main event and win Vegas. 
that doesn't have anything to do with going fast. Well, you got to hold it together. The question should have been who who could hold it together. There you go. I picked Mookie for the title, bro. I'm on. I'm Mookie I know, fever. I'm just saying, but I I think that you saying that those three are straight up faster than Mookie. I mean, Mookie may be the fastest on of all of them. I mean, Mookie has crazy speed. Okay, I, you I, think he's I, not I faster that. than Cooper Webb? He is not faster than JT, Cooper JT. JT. Why? I think why he might even? Be why? Than Cooper Webb, one lap, absolutely. JT, He's why? Why even try? Why even try? Well, that's what makes the show good. Is that? Yeah, don't even try there. to argue. Uh, okay, all right. So Cooper it. Webb's not as fast as Mookie. All right, cool. So Mookie must have. I a, don't think so. Mookie must have an offer, like just like Cooper Webb just signed, probably. Because I didn't say he's a better rider and a better, you know, overall, you know, professional well, motocross rider. I just think maybe he's faster. JT, if you had two guys to sign, who would you? Steve, if yeah. you could, if you had two guys to sign, would you sign Mookie straight up for the same money or Cooper Webb? Webb, all day. And JT would too. Between Mookie and Cooper Webb, yeah, of course I'm signing Webb. I'm, but that's not that's not the issue at hand. That's not what we're talking What's about. What's our issue? The carpet, the rug is the issue. We're talking about crazy ball speed. That yeah, crazy balls. All right, let's go. Was, hey, it's time. it's in his DNA, bro. What next, do you want? Next question. Put a poll up. I want I want a poll. Yeah. yeah. All okay. Right. Let's I bet get a you poll. do. All right. I bet you you want that poll, don't you? Don't bro me. All right. Come on, Talon. Watson, who is someone that listens to the Pulp Mech show but wouldn't admit it? Me. (laughs) (laughs) You do admit it. (laughs) All right, uh, Steve. Yep. You mentioned in passing Anton not buying dinner, but what is the most money you've ever spent on dinner? Um, just myself or me and Pookie? I I think Pookie and I have had a $240 dinner, I think. JT, JT, what about you? Um, I bought dinner for for multiple people, like you know, with my own money. I don't know, six hundred bucks maybe. Watson, what's the most dinner, most expensive dinner you've ever had? That I ever bought myself yeah. or on the company credit no, card? No, yourself or whatever. Ah, uh, shoot, I don't know. Probably three or four hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's let's go. You guys are ballers, I guess. Uh, all right, next question. All right, JT, with all the traveling you do, what is a sure thing for air, airport food? Sure thing for airport food. Uh, like restaurant-wise, I guess you don't know. You didn't pose the question. Um, What's your go-to when you're at the airport? I usually, Honestly, my go-to on the road in general is a chicken quesadilla, just because you can't screw it up. Or oh salad. My God. A do salad you, or chicken quesadilla. Do you ever do chicken quesadilla? Sweet Jesus. It's, hard, it's just hard to screw up. Fuck you and your fucking kiss chicken quesadillas all the time. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I answered that with that answer. I know, but it's so frustrating. What's frustrating about it? You don't you have something against chicken quesadillas? Yeah, it's it's off the child's menu. That's what chi- some child's menu is chicken quesadillas. Did, did grilled you have a, grilled cheese. You have Watson, you have a child. You with a chicken quesadilla in your childhood? Watson, you have a child. That's not her go to move though. But when you go to ch- restaurants, are, is there chicken quesadilla and grilled cheese? And macaroni and cheese? Macaroni, yeah. Okay. So but JT, what does that matter? Taco Bell has the they have What do you want me to get? Foie gras? Yeah, what's he supposed <laughs> to get? Like well he's gonna sit down some Foreign restaurant going. Oh, no, what's your what's your just what's your stay away specialty? from chicken quesadillas. You know he gets. What am I gonna get a cracked egg and then what am I gonna order the duck? He gets it. Yeah, all exactly. The, he gets it all the time. My God, you're really arguing about him over a cheese. I'm not oh, arguing. I'm not arguing. Cheeseburgers. I'm not ar- cheeseburger. Every no, time. I don't. I know I do not. Yes, you do. I'll have the bacon cheeseburger. No, not true. All right, really? next question. All right, Watson. Last one for you. 
What is your favorite Andrew Short memory? I would have to say. I would have <laughs> when, to say when Tickle wanted to kill him. No, yeah, I would have to say when him and Tickle got into it, and Tickle charged his truck and went up the ladder, and Tickle was—I've never seen him this pissed—and literally was in the BTO truck, mother effing him in front of his kids, and Andrew said. Do not come in here and yell and cuss in front of my kids. And Brock Tickle said, F you and F your kids. And I've never seen Short really get really pissed. And he's one of those guys that doesn't have to say anything to know he's mad. And I seen the fire in his eyes. And I just pulled Brock and I said, let's go. And then Short came back to our truck and it got messy. But no one fought ever. But he came back the next week and they worked things out. But that was – I've seen like – the silent, like he had that silent assassin look. Like, don't and I, I see yeah. it. I seen right. that look right. before of other people, and I knew it was time to All go. Right. All right, Mathis, final final one for you. Who do you think will ride for RCH next season? Well, see, J Mart is everyone. Everyone's talking about Jeremy Martin signing with RCH. Wait for the press release, bro. <laughs> jab jab speculation. Um. I've heard, though, from other people that are close to that situation that J-Mark could go back down. Like, he might stay down again. But if he moves up, the rumor is he's going to be with the RCH guys. Watson hasn't said much. I think, most likely, J-Mark, and then they will pick Tickle or Weimer up. Um, and then I've been trying to get Tickle and Weimer to get angry at each other because they're fighting for a spot, but neither one cares. They don't want to get angry with each other. So They're the same guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick. Okay, JT, final one for you. How much do you think Reed's compound is for sale? More or less than $2 million? Uh, I would say less. Oh. Watson actually got, a, uh, got an answer today uh, how much it was, and it was less. JT, you, yes, are, you are less. correct. Can you live on that house on Chad's land or no? That thing's just beat down, right? No, you can. That's where uh, his former... Uh, practice like mechanic no, that, that now works for Moose Cannon Anderson. That's where he lives for years. He lived in that house? Yeah. They remodeled the whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, not the, not the one with the pool. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There's another one? That one. Yeah. You shouldn't even go inside that one. It's I know. That dangerous. No, the one closer to the shop. How it's, big is it, JT? The the house? Yeah. Uh, one bedroom? It's probably about 1,000 square feet. Just one bedroom? Uh, I believe there's two. I believe there's two. There's probably dead bodies in that other one. With the, oh, it's bad. Yeah. Well, they used to store everything in there. Tires so and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then it got stuff got stolen from there. But it's it's not a not a very pleasant area. I can tell you that. Oh. I, I remember it at his ranch in Texas. He had a house like that, and it was swear to God it would be haunted. Like in the middle of the night, we'd be sitting in his house, and you would see like a light go through it. And, you know, the freaking you'd hear like a door shut or something. And he's really? like, do you hear that? He goes, I'll give you five grand to sleep in there tonight. I'm like, fuck that. In a, in a, in a, at one point, at one point, that house was pretty awesome, though, because it, it, you can go inside it and see what it was. And it, it used to be badass. I guarantee you it had this huge bar area and pool and all kinds of stuff. But it, they just um, completely let it when go. When Chad moved there, though, it was already done. It was never. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way before that. yeah, like in the 80s or whenever, right. Um, yeah, at some point, at some point, when it was brand new, it was right. awesome. Uh, 
talent. Uh, we gave away the Dean Wilson gear last week. We had a winner, so just tell that guy number one. Um, AJ, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. You want to talk about point system or something? Oh, yeah. Um, What's up? I heard that Ryan Benji um, interview earlier. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, that whole chase point system is like restarts the whole series, right? It's it's uh, it's Well, we don't really know, but yeah, it, it, you would get a handicap. If you were leading the points at the end yeah. of the whatever cutoff is, you would be in the points lead again with smaller lead. Okay. Yeah. Because I, cause, um, I had came up with my own little point system thing. Wouldn't it be smarter to keep the fans entertained if they scored points based on position? So just example, you got first, like you won the race, you have one point. So whoever has the lowest points at the end uh, sure. of the year. That's the way they do it at a local level. Like if you yeah. go to a, like a local race, if you go. Oh, it's like Olympic style score. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I uh, Sure. You That's a good I mean? question. Yeah. Why they do the twenty-five, twenty-three? It's, why do? Yeah, because like, I'm I'm sorry. Um, because I had did because uh, I think on Racerex it was like points after seven rounds for the lights class. Um, I had did each one, and by round seven, Christian Craig would be leading by two points over Webb and uh, Webb and Sabaji. Well, with just overall finishes. Just adding yeah. up the finishes. Yeah, just adding up yeah. the finishes. Adding up the numbers of finishes. <laughs> yeah. So Webb got 22. Yeah, I got you. I got in you. Oakland or whatever. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, no, it's not bad, AJ. I think they are supposed to revamp the point system next year. I don't think it's going to go that way, but I think they're going to do something to revamp the points. Um, it, yeah, exactly, Watson. It's been 25, 22, 20 uh, forever. And, um, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, who Yeah, who, I agree with you right there. I think that would be something definitely. Like Steve yeah. always says, do something. Do it something. I mean, because uh, like he says, if it doesn't work, you can always go back. Yeah. Uh, thanks, AJ. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No problem. I love the, these guys, this chase thing and all this kind of stuff. I get these emails all the time, JT, and I love the listeners. Don't get me wrong, but these jerkies are sending in emails like how to revamp everything. And a lot of it includes dumping all this money into the chase. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. What do you mean by dumping yeah. money, like, dude? Like, Fe- like Feld needs to put up a hundred grand for the seven race series and and blah blah. Like, yeah, right. like all of your money, all of your suggestions, people that involve Feld dumping money into the series and making it, you know, this grand extravagant U.S. Open type of race or series. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. You're talking about a people that don't even do a a a, a year end banquet for their series, where you go to your local local series. You know, in California, the California State Championship, they'll they'll have a banquet at least at a Holiday Inn. You know what I mean, where people come get their trophies and they're recognized for their achievements. At Supercross, you're if you're not on the if you're not on the podium in Vegas, that's it. You're done now. Yeah, which I think is the banquet stupid. thing is. Why do they do that? I wonder why they got rid of that. Like, I don't. I, who, they don't have to go overboard. They don't have to go and do laser lights and do all this shit. Just freaking go to the pool. Yeah. Go to a pool on a Sunday and, and do some kind of, you know, whatever. Like yeah. back in the day, they used to go to Catalina. You yeah, know? I, I, uh, big deal. Just do something. I just, I get a kick out of these people on Twitter and email saying, you know, Feld needs to do this and this and this. And all of it involves putting up these massive money. Mo- money. I remember like, Feld, they started selling tickets to the banquet. They did? Yeah, the upper deck. That's where the fans could go at huh. the Hard Rock I upstairs. Not, I didn't know that. Shit, I'm just like, come on, man. Is that when you got your Innovator Award? Yeah, that was the last year. Um, last year of the banquet, uh, I think. Uh, JT Watson left is is leaving his innovator award here in studio. Wow, it's a good home for it, right? Yep. yep. God, it's awesome. Put it right next to uh, Nick Way's trophy. 
<laughs> exactly. Hey, JT, I wanted to ask you, what did you think of uh, of uh, Bobby Hewitt's um, remark about Brayton just being a mid-packer? Um, that's pretty much par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you think actually anything will happen to Anderson, JT? Nope. I mean, do you, Watson and I were discussing it earlier. Like, no, I mean, um, penalty wise, FIM or uh, AMA. No, no, no. no. Okay. I think the, I think maybe uh, some sort of probationary that they that way it, it continues. They have mm-hmm. um, do you know just cause to act at that point, but that's about it. Yeah, that's silly because you have a guy that's blatant, done it many times, and has no penalty. And then you have a dude like, you know, what Chad did a couple years ago, and he gets black flagged immediately with no... <laughs> Looking back on that read penalty, like, like history doesn't do that thing any favors. Like, it no. doesn't look like a smart decision now. Dude, look at, like, <laughs> look at Tickle getting no, torpedoed heard. by Alessi. Yeah. I, he I, heard, uh, I heard the person that threw the black flag... Defending, defending his position on the read thing, and he he 100% believes he's in the right. Still now? Oh yes. Oh absolutely. <laughs> well, well, I guess if you're gonna back it, go to the wall with it, man. Yeah, Just take get, it. Go all the way, right? <laughs> like, um, hey, uh, so Jmart is 16 back. Plessinger is one back. Amuki. Who wins this thing, Watson? Dude, I don't know. I have no, no idea. Thanks, thanks, bro. You're on a radio no show. Can you please give us an opinion? I, I'll tell you who I'd like to see win it. I'd like to see Plessinger win it. Why? I just think it'd be a cool story for him. I like, I like that kid. He reminds me of a uh, Spicoli from yeah, Fast Times. Spicoli. Do you agree? Yeah, he does. He's so he just has that laid back, you know, attitude. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. So JT, I mean, what do you think? I think we talked about this today on our Race Rex podcast. I'm still going with Mookie, but. Yeah, I think Mookie is, gonna, is the fastest guy. Um, I'll be interested to see how the weather plays out in the next two. Yeah. If if the weather is not a factor in the next, you know, three rounds, then I'll give the edge to Mookie. Uh, but, you know, anything goes with that. It's showing sunny on Saturday now, so um, even if it rains on Friday, we've seen that they have the capability of making the track, you know, mm-hmm. fine for Saturday. So right. I think the weather will be Plessinger's biggest ally. Um, we'll just have to see how that goes. And saying that, I think Mookie will be his worst enemy. Mookie, Mookie will be Plessinger's? Yeah. I, no, I mean, no, no. Yeah, Mookie will be his worst enemy for himself. Like, yeah, I, oh, I, sure. I just think no, if he just starts thinking about it and, you know, well, he's going to hurt himself. I think, much, you know, much like his brother, you know, for years, the only guy that could be James Stewart was James Stewart. Yeah, so. true. Let's see how that plays out. We saw that this weekend. You know, Mookie was the fastest guy again, but you have to stay on your motorcycle. Um, let's get into the emails real quick. Race Tech, Race Tech suspension. Pulpamex 16 is the code 30% off. I don't know. Actually, I think it's 10% or 20% actually from Race Tech. Uh, they're, they're killing it taking the spring conversion, show attack forks and making them uh, spring forks uh, on, on the Hondas. And uh, they're doing a great job with that. And also, too, uh, motor, sus- motor work. They have motor work there. Michael Lessie uses uh, Race Tech suspension to dominate heat races uh, and to get uh, top 10s. Uh, Michael Lessie uses it. And uh, yeah, check them out, please. Race Tech, uh, Gold Valve Advantage, Privateer Proven. Race Tech suspension. Here's the. Email. Hey, JT, did you know Mitch Payton loves Vince Freeze? He said uh, it. He said it. His, yeah, I mean, uh, he's wanted to hire him a few times now. So he said so. he loves. Did he say it? I love Vince Freeze. He said that. Yeah. Just wanted you to know that. 
Um, That's fine. All right, here's an email from All right, I just want to know if you knew that. Stop um, him. I assume so because he's tried to hire him. So. Okay. Here's, uh, yeah, he said his kids really love him. <laughs> well, Mookie's never, I'm sorry, uh, Mitch has never had to race Vince, so I think that would probably change his mind. Do you think Vince has ever tried to chop Mitch off in his chair while he's wheeling through the pits? Uh, if given the chance, I can assure you that he would. <laughs> All right, here's some emails from Bradley. Steve, who would be your top five biggest letdowns in the sport as far as coming into the pros as a hot amateur and not being able to live up to full potential or hype? I don't know about top five, but you would have to put Alessi in there. I mean, he's had a nice career. He's made millions. Um, but, dude, this guy was going to take over. You he's know? been in the. He's been in. He's had the opportunity, and he's been there to win championships. He's put himself right where he needed he's to be. He's never a won a Supercross, even two fifties. I know. Yeah. So, what do you think, JT? A couple guys in your mind. What about McGavern? Was McGavern ever thought or per- no? He was never thought to be good. Or- yeah, he was good, but I don't think. I mean, if you remember him, Brian McGavern, and, and who was the other guy? They were the full factory Honda mini bike riders. Danny Carlson. Danny, Danny Carlson. Carlson. There you go. Yeah. There's a talk about someone that was supposed to come light the world on fire. Carlson? Danny Carlson. More than McGavern, you think? They were both at the okay, same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JT, who do you got? Guy that just never made it? Yeah, what do you think? Mm. Out of the amateur ranks. Bogard? Bogard's a guy that JT brings up. How about Billy Payne? Yeah, Bogard for sure. Uh, but, you know, he got on a podium in Supercross at least. Yeah, but that's not making it. Like, Bogart's got a right, job right. today and stuff, you know? Um, yeah. JT, you said Bogart beat Ricky a few times, straight up. Bogart was better than Ricky for, you know, at least a year or two in there. Right. Jerry Dostal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say Dostal, actually. Really? Dostal yeah. was that good? Dostal, Dostal was really good, yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Nico? Nico, is Robbie he? Horton. Robbie Horton. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Robbie Horton was incredibly good yeah Izzy Stroop are two guys for sure um all right uh Greg sent this in uh he's got some uh things about the broadcast uh science of supercross should be what it was Saturday night less tech talk more about the, what the riders are doing can we get HD from uh, Mav TV or just Fox to cover the nationals uh talking about nationals uh lose the supercross on Fosh hashtag we get it people roll the bikes in the living room again how about something relevant let's hear from some tire guys or get Steve down trackside <laughs> yeah, I like that. And this guy says, lose the GoPro track preview or the Kawasaki trap map. Trap track map. Wow, that's sponsored segment. That's how they make money. I like to get the Steve down trackside point, JT. I like that. You were down there for the the wiener dog. <laughs> that's about all they let. Me, that's about all they let me go. As soon as they dropped the gate to that the yeah. snowman's like, get out of here. Beat it, beat it. Hey, Tubby, get out of here. Did you see? I was down on the floor the first time this year, and that guy was watching me like a freaking hawk. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. Um, Chris Chris sent this in. Uh, he loves the works and the shows and the podcast. He loves Watson and JT. Uh, he's been wanting to call in. He said the sport is slowly going off the tracks. <clears throat> the St. Louis Stadium attendance and lack of riders looks so bad and unprofessional. We need some changes. How about this? Uh, keep the heats but make them longer. Ditch the semis. Have two mains to determine the overall winner. Uh, put the stars out for more racing. I agree with that. I agree with all that. Uh, but I, I think the stars should have some bracket races or some, uh, you know, two lappers or something. Um, I like it. I like Chris. Chris got some good ideas here. So uh, I'm, I'm down, Chris. Uh, okay, here's, here's one. Um, John, 
Hey Steve, uh, as most people do, I very much appreciate the content you provide. It is always interesting to gain the insight into the MX world, including the financial side of the sport. You have always been willing to ask the riders about their salaries and encourage them to share with fans what is often looked as a sensitive topics. Some riders are more than willing to share. That's got me thinking, in all the content that I have listened to, I've never heard you share how financially viable the sport is for yourself. You have a unique position in the sport, and as such, there's no comparable jobs out there. Would you be willing to share with the fans of the show how your financial structure works? How much revenue do you get from iTunes? Um, no, I don't. Thanks again for everything. I appreciate it. No, uh, John, I don't get anything from iTunes. That's all free. That's how you listen to the show. Obviously, the sponsors on the show all pay money to come on, some more than others. I'm a freelance journalist. I'm not. Wygant gets expenses paid, for example, and Michael Antonovich gets expenses paid to go to the races. I do not. I'm a freelance guy. I get a set rate from Racer X, a set rate from On Track Off Road, and uh, MX Vice, and um, uh, who else do I write for? Uh, ADB in Australia. Um, I get sets amount from these guys, and I just write articles and write stories every week or every month. Let me ask and, you a question. And I pay Do you all, make... Hold on. I pay, I pay all my expenses on the road, flights, hotels, rental cars, uh, food, everything on that, and I try to turn a profit at the end of the year. Nothing. I mean, bacon cheeseburger ain't too much. No, I, I, I don't get a chicken quesadilla all the time. Hey, uh, let me just ask Maybe you Maybe you should. Do you make over 150 grand a year? No. No, I do not. Do you make over a hundred? Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, gross? Yeah, probably under that. I don't know. I have to add it up. No way. What? There's no way you make under a hundred grand. How much? Do you, how much do you make? Make more than that. <laughs> how much does JT make? I would hope he makes about that. I think that would be, you know, we're all grown adults here. We all should be, you know, making at least a hundred grand a year. Uh, the, thing, the difference between myself, John, and Watson and JT is they have cushy jobs. They get paid the same. Oh, amount here we go. They get the same pay, pay the same amount of money every two weeks, no matter what they do. Watson could be sleeping in the closet and the checks coming in. I am hustling. I'm producing content. I'm working. I will give I, that to you. I, I, I from do. home, by the way. From home. <laughs> JT he loves chooses, that. He chooses to sit here. Um, I'm, I got to hustle or I don't get paid by anybody. Yeah. But you could call your own shots. You yes. go into hustling, you know what? And I respect that. I respect your game. I respect what you do. You do do a lot. I do. Dan. Hustling on the couch on Monday morning. I'm, I really don't want to hear it. Well, yeah. last night we're at dinner and he's like, dude, I got to get up early tomorrow. I got a lot of bunch of stuff to do. I got to do the podcast with JT and Jason. I'm like, all right. And he's like, yeah. And the J start at eight o'clock. <laughs> the Blue Jay game. Yeah, but JT, dang, you go in super early and you're like super Hercules working out. And then you you go right. Like, you know, don't give me this. You don't have to go in as early as you do. Yeah, but I still, I mean, either way, even if I didn't go work out, I would be at my desk by 7 o'clock. Guy in the chat room says you're on, a, you're on sale, so you're on a big commission. I don't get any commission. Okay, that's what guy in the chat room said. You should know. I get zero commission. <laughs> um, where were you this week? You talking? Speaking of commission, did you sell some fly on Sunday and Monday, or t- Sunday and yesterday? Did I? Yeah. Like, did you have a? You had a little ride day, and you pushed. Oh yeah, yeah. Fly. That's all like promotional stuff. No, like, I know. I'm, j- I'm just saying. Did you? Selling. Yeah. Did you help sell fly racing gear? 
Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, we help the dealers kind of put ride days on. So right, right. It's more of a like customer appreciation for the dealer, which in turn, you know, hopefully they remember oh. us when they make their purchase. Did I think I, s- I had my biggest chuckle this weekend with JT. Like, I, I, I laughed because when I was talking to you and he walked by and I'm all, you're, he's oh. like, hey, where's Chad? I'm all, why, you should go bro down with him? No, you didn't say that. Say what, what you were going to say. What I Say I what you said. Go ahead. He goes, no, you said, where's Chad? And JT said, uh, over there. No, JT asked you where Chad was. Why would JT ask me where Chad was? JT, did you ask where, he said, where's Chad parked? And I go, why, are you going to go bro down with him? And you said something like, yeah, because that's why I'm asking Steve where he's parked, because I've been broing down with him. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. JT, do you story. know what happened? Uh, I think so. Yeah, does it sound uh, like that? No, it didn't go. Okay. Steve's probably going to say, I said, you're going to go suck Chad off right That's now. what you said. Yeah, right. You said, are you going to go suck Chad off? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would never say that. No, not to JT. <laughs> uh, um, JT, is your guy calling in? What's the deal? Uh, yeah, but I don't think until Nine. you were give me a heads up. Okay, oh. well, you didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I just was waiting. I was killing time. Um, no, you were supposed to tell me. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh all right, I'll tell him right now. Okay, Kyle, welcome to the Pulp and Mech Show. You've been on hold for a while. You got a question for JT? Um, question for JT and okay. just uh, some ideas on changes for the series. Perfect. I guess, uh, Perfect. I know. Let me guess. Fel, Fel needs to pay a lot more money. Got it. Perfect. Uh, I mean, that's whatever. I'm sure that's that would help. But, I mean, I guess one of the things that I'd like to see is just either, like, two 10-man main events or, like, two rows of 10 guys or something just to, like, get the fast guys off together so that they can, you know, the five fast yeah. guys can race for it instead of having Freeze and Alessi between, That's a good you one. know, yeah, all Kyle, these other guys. Kyle, you've heard, listen, been listening to the show. You know me. I'm down with whatever. Two main events at some races, three main events, 20-minute uh, mains. I, I don't care. Change fucking something. That's it. Yeah, and I know, so. I, I know it's uh, probably just all talk, but um, I don't know if JT, he could probably weigh in if he thinks that, you know, if you shrunk the gate down to just 10 guys wide, if that would help with the, you know, the availability for layout or not. I, I don't know if that would add, like, enough floor space to do anything good or not. Um, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, to start, it's only going to be, you know, 50 feet or something that they would be able to shrink it down. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, the the biggest thing is, they would have to completely fundamentally change how they design the tracks and just, you know, utilizing the force space. A lot of times it's just making sure they use every bit of force space um, in the design, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's all, that's all done over the summer. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think tracks like this weekend when you're in the 50, 54, 55, that's, that's all good. You know, yeah. do, do it like that every week. I don't yeah. know how you execute yeah. that, but that's where you want to be. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but that's 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 a good time. Well, they obviously can't. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, buy more dirt. All summer, buy- all summer to draw these things up. So buy more dirt. That's what you do. You know. Yeah, that definitely helps. So, um, uh, you know, what, thank, my, th- thanks, Kyle. Thanks I for calling. I got one. I got one more question no, for you're JT. Done. If, no, you're done. <laughs> really? Is, uh, I I just want to know what he was he's going to do if he. Uh, wins the 450 class in Moto Dynasty and gets outfit head-to-toe with uh, Fox Racing here. <laughs> Is that the prize? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah oh, that's the prize. Oh, JT, that'll be He's awesome. taking the cash payout. You'll be able to find me on eBay. 
<laughs> um, well, well he, he can get in touch with me if he needs to get rid of it. I JT, guess. you are. Uh, what are you overall in Moto Dynasty? Uh, I me? am no JT. First and four fifty and third overall. Yeah, and so what? Are you up there, Kyle? Too or no? Ah, uh, not that high. I'm like oh, okay. 30th or something like that. Yeah, Knock it in, bud. Yeah, JT's. Uh, it's coming down to crunch time. So who's, I'm who's, in uh, 25th in Rocky Mountain too. I'm chasing that chasing that truck down. Yeah, you get a free truck if you win the overall. Who's winning that? I don't know, but JT's 25th. He's charging. Well, there's first is the truck, second to 450, and third is the 250F. So I'm going. I'm going after it. What about where's uh, Dan at? Uh, I think he's he's coming. Like he's not too bad, but there's sixty thousand people playing. So oh you shit, that perspective it's um, pretty good. Nfab Racer X Fantasy Motopod on Wednesdays, everybody. Yeah, it Rocky is. Mountain. Is I think free. it is free. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, all right. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for calling, man. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, JT. We do this fantasy podcast on Wednesdays, and JT and Dan are like really good. I'm good. I'm good. But JT and Dan. A little bit better. Although I think I'm beating Dan JT. won three dirt bikes in a row. Yeah, and I think I'm beating you, JT, in motocross fantasy. You probably are. I'm not doing very well. Yeah, um, but anyways, yeah. So you're you're charging hard, uh, going to the finish. Um, we're gonna do future headlines. We're gonna do the BTO Sports tweeted talent uh, segment here. We also want to talk about the RCH points total points for teams coming up uh, with Kenny Watson here and uh, and Jason Thomas on the show. Uh, but right now, a buddy of JT who's really interesting and uh, he's got some really uh, cool stuff going on is uh, on the line and uh, he's calling from uh, from China, JT? Is that? Yeah, from China. Yeah. So we, we have a China uh, person calling. He's Chinese? No, he's Chinaman. <laughs> he's not Chinaman. I All think right. he helped build the railroad here. All right, um... Wyatt, uh, damn, where's, where's the name? Wyatt Gilmore. Wyatt Gilmore. Wyatt right. Gilmore. Sorry. Yeah. Wyatt Gilmore, sorry for forgetting your name. I was looking everywhere. I apologize. Wyatt Gilmore from Grant Stone uh, Footwear. What's up, Wyatt? How are you? Hey, guys. Good. Uh, thanks for having me on and talk about a little project here. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, no doubt. You're a buddy of JT, so uh, that means you're a buddy of, of the show. And uh, uh, you're, what time is it in China? What, what, are, we, what, what are we looking at? Uh, we're 12 hours from Eastern, so I guess we're 15 from you guys. So it's like lunchtime here. Oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought it was more than that. All right. Never mind then. Um, hey, so how did you two guys meet? How, Wyatt Gilmore and JT? How, how do you, Wyatt used to race pro. Uh, you're from Michigan, but how do you guys know each other? Um, actually, I don't. I, I reached out to JT uh, probably about six months ago when we kind of started this thing. And even though, you know, it's, you know, the motocross community, it's not really, um, I guess, you know, the major market here for what we're doing now. I just, after being in the community for a little bit, you know, I wanted to reach out to someone who, you know, uh, kind of, you know, I see what he does with Fox, with, with uh, Fly and everything. And uh, he's, a, he's a good guy. I thought uh, it'd be someone that would be a perfect person to, you know, kind of, uh, reach out to and see how we could get started with this thing. Um, get the name out there. Well, you know, we've 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 talked to JT a lot uh, over the years on all the shows. He he's quite a fashionista, so he knows clothing, footwear, style more so I than see, say okay. say I do. Like I'm more of a flip flop guy. Okay, yeah, I mean it's not far. <laughs> yes, you off, are. Um, yes, you know. You are. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're on. You're on. Okay, yeah. Yes, you are, Steve. Yeah, no. So, madness. Um, so you live there, Wyatt, full time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, after um, getting out of sport, I guess, when I was about 18, I, I, 19, I came over uh, over here to China. And my dad's been working in this factory for uh, a couple decades. And so yeah, I, I've just been here working with some American brands, kind of uh, building their development lines and things like that. And um, we know I was 
kind of looking to move back here. I've been here for almost six years now. And so um, instead of totally getting out of this business, I just wanted to try to find another way to do it. And, and kind of doing our own little line was mm-hmm. uh, one way to do that. So do you speak Chinese? Um, I do. Yeah. Well, actually, my wife is Chinese. And so, yeah, I mean, I've been studying, you know, for, for some years and stuff. So, yeah, I caught on a little bit. And, cool. Fun gal. Uh, not easy. How's the Yeah, yeah. So, fun gal. Fun uh, fungus. What? Fun gal. Oh, foot fungus. Oh, God, Watson. Uh, so, uh, Grandstone is the brand. And, uh, again, you're, this is all tying into motocross being as how uh, you uh, from Michigan used to race pro. Uh, how, how's the shoes, JT? Pretty uh, pretty awesome, man. And, you know, I, I'm into that stuff. I know. Uh, I is know. it f- high fashion, tennis shoes, sneaker, no, it's, dress it's shoes? All, you know, and, and is that, is that Mr. Watson? This Martin is me. Martin? It is. Oh, okay. No, well, it's, it's, uh, hey guys, no, it's, it's basically like definitely not fashion. Um, it's kind of old American classics. Um, but for whatever reason, I mean, younger people are, are kind of getting into that now. So, I mean, you can wear it casually. I mean, um, I mean, even wearing it to a, a race or in the pits or something, you could do that, you know. Um, but it's, it's just a classic kind of like the Red Wing kind of look, you know, I mean, gotcha. so it's not definitely not fashionable, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's all about, um, hey, uh, making a shoe that can, you know, you can wear for a long time. Wyatt, we're getting a little bit of a bad connection when you talk. So Dude, you, we just can't have him call back the dudes in China. I know, but I'm just, uh, just move around. Or no, something. no big deal. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, I'll, I'll get do a little better spot. Um, and so, yeah, it's a little bit more like Red Wing. It's a, uh, uh, it's basically a non-compromised shoe, classic Goodyear welt construction uh, at a great value. The modern interpretation of classic American dress casual footwear. Uh, Grantstone.com or Grant, what's the website, uh, Wyatt? Yeah, Grant, Grantstoneboot.com. Grantstoneboot.com. Uh, Grantstone Instagram. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about, you know, kind of getting them on. And then, uh, I mean, once you have a pair, it, it's... It's all about the leather and everything else. So once you wear it, it mm-hmm. kind of breaks in. And right. It's a little bit different, but, you, you know. Let me ask you this. Do you have in wits? Uh, actually, that's something we're going to do. We're going to get into e-wits. But the last that we make, because it is like a classic American, they are wider. So you'll find that compared okay. to the Nikes and, and DVS and stuff like that, yeah, um, yeah. It, it will fit a little wider. And it just feels good after you know wearing for the day. So. Right. Yeah. How do I get a pair? Yeah. So how, Mr. How, Watson. Here we go. How does Watson get a pair? I want a pair. I mean, for for Mr. Watson, I don't know if that'd be an issue. You know, I mean, just give me an address. Having Kenny, I mean, we have some black ones too, so I think yeah. Kenny wears a little bit of black, so um, that wouldn't be an issue. I'll uh, I'll check out the site and uh, we'll uh, I'll be emailing and if, you, buddy. Uh, if somebody wants a discount, they can email use contact us using the form, and I'll pass it on. Why you'll give them a moto discount? Well, you know what? Why don't we just uh, give a pair away? I mean, I don't know how you want to do that a giveaway, but you know. That'd be cool to just give it away and, you know, let... Uh, hey, Grant, we, we, gotta, we gotta let you go. All right, sorry, Wyatt. God, I was... You said Grant. I, I know. I mean, Grant, shoes, boot. Uh, JT, text him back and tell me to hang up on him. It was really bad. Yeah, you're... <laughs> um, uh, he wanted to give a pair away, though, Yeah, so, so let's, let's do that. he was pretty, pretty open to however you wanted to do that. Yeah, let's just do an email um, contest. Let's do an email contest, yeah. and uh, we'll randomly pick a guy. And uh, Yeah, let's uh, do it like what's what? Grandstoneboot.com. And the winner is going to email in the size of boot JT wears. The si- did, you know, and the whole thing, no. like, honestly, you know, the guy hooks me up, and, and I'm pumped to wear, you know, like, super nice shoes. But Are you part of the company, Jason? No, no, I'm not at all. Other okay. than you're just you know, helping he, him out. Yeah, just gives me product, and and I'm pumped to wear it. 
Cool. Uh, I thought it was just crazy. Originally, when he first reached out to me, the guy raced, which I actually remember him racing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pro, and there's like, yeah, this isn't really panning out. I'm just going to move to China and, and go work in the shoe factory. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, really. just like How he said, but just like he said, it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, his dad did it for two decades. So he, no, I know. It's just such he a had an end. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Most people say, yeah, I'm going to quit and go to college. No, I'm just going to quit yeah, yeah, to China. Quit. But, I'm going um, to work at the local dirt bike shop. What, no, Jay, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm we, sending it over to China. I'll we be give, out here. We give you shit about your jeans and your hair and your dress, JT, but for real, these are these are high quality, right? Yeah, I mean, retail, I think you're in the three to $400 range um, wow. from what I've seen on the website. Oh, so wow, okay. All right. Yeah, they're super high-end um, leather you know, leather shoes. I, and the, the pair, he sent me three pairs so far, and... They're unreal. Okay. I mean, uh, Grant, com. Uh, we're going to give, we're going to give a pair away. Email the contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just uh, tell us you want the boots and we'll uh, pick a random emailer and uh, you'll win a pair. Hey, JT, will you text me the website and they're, t- I just said that grantstonebootcom I know, but I want JT to text me it so I could, <laughs> I could send it along the way. If you know what I mean? Watson, go check out the, uh, check out their Instagram. Okay, I will. Well, okay. Wait All a right. minute. Why is no one saying Mathis? Check these out. Because you're the flip flop guy. But maybe I need to wear some shoes like that once in a while. Never. I have a feeling that you would be taken care of if you wanted some shoes. Hey, JT, you know they're going to go in the closet with the other 80 pair of Etnies this guy has in his closet. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm running low on Etnies from 04. <laughs> I, I think, was going to say, how long have these Etnies been around? Dude. Ah, uh, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, I'm running. I got four pairs left from like the last time that Chapman said, "Just go grab a shopping cart and grab what you need," which was oh five. <laughs> so yeah, literally eleven years later, still running free etnies. So, but you wear shoes like four or five times a year. Yeah, not much. But hey, thanks to uh, thanks to Wyatt Gilmore for uh, for coming on and um like we said we're gonna give a set away these things are high end so we're helping out our listeners that's what uh that's what we do on the show um all right jt before we let you go it's later where you are um wanted to talk a little bit watson um travis isn't here but watson got travis to scrape some stats up and ask him what he who would he would think like okay go ahead sorry okay um for people who say Kenny Roxon is leaving RCH because RCH sucks balls. People on Vital, for example. Kenny Roxon's average finishes in 2014 on the KTM, 5.71 in Supercross. Kenny Roxon's average finishes uh, his first year at RCH is uh, 5.3. His average finishes this year on the RCH bike is 3.2. So Watson just wanted to point that out. So he's doing better every single year. Correct. Uh, what, uh, JT, let me get you, uh, let me quiz you this. If you add up the team points in Supercross this year, so we did like a, say we do like a manufacturer's cup, which we actually do do for the year. AMA gives it out. Uh, we won it one year at Yamaha. Uh, Supercross only, JT, who are the top three teams in four? This is, is this 450s or this two? Everybody. 450s. 450s, JT. Give me the top three teams that you think have earned the most points in Supercross. KTN. Uh, I feel like RCH has got to be in there because that's when Kenny brought this. This is why Kenny's on the show, right? Uh, Yeah. And third, who would be two guys that are both up there? Now, you might be surprised by the third place guy. RCH is second. Okay. Um, You might be surprised at third. I'm going to 
say BTOKTN. No. Uh, Husky is third. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Honda is fourth. So basically top three in points. Just go top three in points, and then there you go. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Honda is fourth. Cowie is fifth. BTO is sixth. MCR is seventh with 181, and this is maybe why Watson perhaps wanted to bring this up. Dada's team is uh, 137. They're way far back. Team well, if you notice, every team has, like, one good guy and then one guy that's either hurt or had done half the races. Yeah, but they have two They have two guys every race. Yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean, it. Kind of? Phil, has, Phil hasn't raced all the races. Barsha hasn't raced all the races. No, but they have two riders. It's a team. They have two guys under their tent at every event. That's just like saying us, you know. Tickled it. Okay, well, I mean, Cowie hasn't. No, uh, no. You're, KTM hasn't. Uh, well, KTM doesn't need it. Husky, Husky hasn't. No, Husky. but that's that's what I'm just trying to get at. Yeah. This whole program. I mean, all I was saying is there's been attrition for the second guy on, like, every team. These people are emailing me personally for the Grand Stone Shoe Contest. Contest at com. people. Hey, just Don't forward email. it. Forward it, bro. No, I'm not. No, if you, if you can't listen and get the right email address, AJT, you don't deserve to win. Someone sent me, uh, okay, Greg so, King sent me a, a text, and those things look pretty sweet. It looks like something Steve Astor would be wearing. No, they're super nice. That's what I was kind of trying to say. They're, okay, they're, well, they're you guys are assholes because maybe I'll start wearing them. With your, with your cargos. JT? Yeah, every, the, the one time every decade you wear long pants. All right, JT, who was the top team in 2015 for points? Is this Supercross and Motocross or just Supercross? Combined. Super and Moto? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. RCH? It's got to be RCH. <laughs> it was RCH. <laughs> I, don't, I mean. Who would you think? You like wouldn't think Kenny's RCH. The, Kenny's whispering into the microphone like, yeah, that's, that's, that's in this Steve, you're a dick, dude. You're a fucking dick. Because you know I'm what? Asking him, I'm asking him. No, because this wasn't supposed to go like this. Like, oh, how was this, well, this is what go? Watson said. This is what Watson said. This is what Travis had Watson you know, Watson had Travis do this. Crumble that thing up like you do all the rest of your papers and move on. <laughs> what do you mean? This is, this is what I was talking I don't about. I understand. This is exactly you, what I was talking about. You, you get Steve to... around some. Let me see that real quick. Okay. Fuck you and your show. Okay. This is what I was talking about. You get Steve around some other people. When he, he's in his cave by himself, he's like, oh, someone else is here. Cool. I don't want to look don't... at five dogs. You, you... And then you're his bro. And then you get you on the phone. You get these other guys in the studio. And now I'm just the fucking kickball. You, you said. Okay, I'm a fucking beach ball. You said, here's what I got Travis to do. I didn't know I had to. No, like... let's get this fucking straight. What? You said, hey, why don't you fucking email that to me so I can print it out so and I we can, can read it. Yeah. So we can talk about it on the show. And I said, what did I tell you? I said, well, I don't really want to do that. But if you want to talk about it, like, you know, make a conversation out of it, not like, hey, this is what Watson wanted to do. And now, just like JT said, he said, well, well, well I assume it's RCH because Watson, this is not what it turned out to be. Well, so, you know what? You know what the problem is? is J- you. JT's being too fucking smart. Like, he needs to play dumb a little bit. Dude. You whatever, know? Steve. JT, you need, to, you need to be a little bit more surprised. How about right, cre- how about how about <laughs> you, Steve Bathos? Give credit where credits due. RCH was the top team uh, in points in, in 2015 Super. How Cross. about you just don't say that? I said they're they're a top team instead of saying they're just uh, they're you know. Okay, here's what happened, JT. Honestly, 
Watson went on Vital. I guess I he did. I chewed into it. He went into Vital. I, there was some threat about his team, and he's angry. I'm very pissed that this that people that it was like a huge deal. People were just saying, "Oh, that this team was better. That team was better. Those guys are a shit show. This is that's why Rox is leaving." And I'm just like, "Dude, come so on!" He got Travis to scrape some data. Yeah, I mean, I think RCH has proven, especially in the last, honestly, in, in my opinion, the last couple of months, the, the level that Kenny's been at, I think they've proven their salt. Yeah, I just, I, I'm so, I, think credit, I, I apologize. I, I just think JT, credit is I, due I, I, for those guys that have, have been thrown under the bus and beat up for a long time. Those guys, you know, the team guys. You I, know. I wish you would have played a little dumber, JT. No, I wish you would have presented it. Like I'm a, sorry. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I Eat didn't another know. chocolate chip cookie and not worry about it. Um, all right. Before we let JT go, we got to do his favorite game. It's it's the one he loves. Future headlines. Let's, uh, let's do it now, Talon. Take me to your future headlines. Future headlines, these are future cycle news headlines, JT. You have to pick one or the other. Watson, uh, you're playing this game also. I refuse to. I hate that game. There's always a third option. No, there is not. There is not a third option. This is a terrific game. Uh, people love it. It's taking the nation by storm. Before we get to Connor Fields here and talking about BMX, uh, we must do future headlines. All right. Are you ready, JT? Is Connor in the studio? Yeah. Yep. Without his medal. Talk? You don't have a microphone or what? No, he's got a microphone. He's talking right now. You're on now. What's up, guys? Uh, the guy's an Olympian. You guys, you, guys, you guys need to shut up and let the guy Dude, talk. I'm telling you. I've been saying that for the we're, last we're three getting, hours. We're getting to Connor and his Olympian medals and everything else. Watching Dude, he has bu- me motivated, JT. There's crispy treats and Oreo cookies, and I asked Pookie for watermelon. Cause I told Are you him, ready for Rio or what? I'm thinking about it. All right. <laughs> Bit more work I to just do, want bud. to get a motocross, though. All right, sorry, bud. I figured after the shoe guy, we shouldn't go right into BMX, or our listeners could just lose their shit. <laughs> um, we're getting to Connor and every. Connor's a fly guy, fly racing. Yeah, he's pretty fly. Fly gear, guy. best out there, bro. So, can we do future headlines? You're running this shit show. Do you want to talk about which team had more points again, Kenny? Or Dude, fuck you. And the whole thing, actually, JT, the whole thing. The F whole, you, dude. The whole thing, JT, came up because Coy's team is not doing so hot. And oh, that, bullshit. And when you look at the points, it's actually surprising that they're doing as poorly as they are. So, don't say that I'm out to get Coy's you're team. Not, I'm not, you're not out to get Coy's team. I'm no, not. You, well, it's, that a was, it's a jab, jab at Coy. No, you're, it's you're not. With, no, it's not. No, it's but not. But there's a long-standing rivalry there. It's a friendly rivalry, though. But it's a rivalry. Wiener All Schnitzel right. versus uh, Jimmy John's? Who would you rather have, a free hot dog or a free Jimmy John sandwich? End of story. I don't like the Jimmy John's that you have catered all the time. If you get there too late, they're soggy. Okay, he's got no comment to that. Dude, go eat a bacon cheese. Would you rather have a soggy hot dog or a soggy Jimmy John's? No, the hot dogs are fresh. Like, they're cooked right there. They're all chilling. So, um, Okay, future headlines. Give me back the gift card that I was going to give you in my wallet, $50 Jimmy Jones You don't want to have a $50 Jimmy Jones card. Bullshit. Nope, but now you're going to go eat a wiener stencil. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? J-Mart gets caught in Cooper's web and loses the MX title. Or J-Mart, three for three. Which headline will we be seeing in Cycle News this summer? 
Jason Is Thomas. Is Eckler still around? Yes. I'd say, if you want to ask me first, okay. I would say neither. You think another guy's going to win I the title? I think Green Bike's going to win the title this year. Adam Cincerillo. I think either Adam or the rookie. Forkner. I'm a believer. Forkner's going to win the Forkner barely beats Bradley Taft at amateur races. Okay. That's just my opinion. Okay. I don't I don't I think Supercross, I think Supercross, I would agree with you. I think he'll probably win races next year. Outdoors, I would pretty strongly disagree that he will beat J Mark or Can you give me so, I said him or Adam so or maybe Savachi or one of those Jay guys. J Mark get I, caught in Cooper's web or does he go 3 for 3? Who are we asking me? Yeah. Oh, I would I, I would say both are likely, uh, but you know, J Mark's won two in a row, and Cooper was in the class both times. So I'm going to go with J Mark until I have been proven wrong. Okay. Next future headline. You only do one usually. Three. Oh shit. Adam Cincerillo rules 250. Adam Cincerillo rules I got rules it, 250s, or. <laughs> Adam bombs out in his career. Which one? Oh, I would never pick option B, no matter what. That's you, messed up. Adam bombs out in his career? That's almost as messed up as you setting up uh, Watson. <laughs> Don't you fucking say Thanks, that. Thanks, JT. I know you, I knew <laughs> he did it. Such an I asshole. know he did it. I wasn't going to leave the trophy, but the trophy is going back to where it belongs. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, You're going to treat me like that? No. I'm which, out. Which, which option for Adam Cincerillo? I already told you he's winning. Okay. All right. Third future headline. Stu stamps a win in MX or James Stews with no wins in 16. James Stews with no wins or 16 in 16 or Stu stamps a win in MX. He's not winning outdoors. Not uh, in I don't mean a title. Right I don't mean a title. I mean a race. Yeah, I, I mean any. Okay. <laughs> You mean a moto? Yeah, he's not winning anything in the condition he's in right now. Okay. No way. Watson? I would say that in this condition that he is right now, no, he's not winning. But if he gets on track, he can. If he figures it out, he can still win. But I the way he is. Too late. I think oh. it's almost too late. I, I don't see it. I, I And it's nothing against Stu. I don't care. I. I honestly think he's the most talented rider ever, but I don't see anything or any reason to think he's going to win anything outdoors. I, I, I mean, right now, as we stand, no. But I'm just saying, if something, you know, something happens, I think he could. How much time until Hangtown right now? Four weeks. Five. Five weeks. If you do, a, put a, a if you put a garbage bag on, and just start running every day <laughs> with a garbage bag or a parka. But he needs to ride. Okay, it's it's I mental think, yeah, too. If he stopped racing. I, yeah. I'm with you, Steve. If he if he said I'm done, I'll see you at Hangtown, and he got serious, which I don't think he's been that serious like that in a long time. Uh, I think he'd have a shot. Yeah, I think you know four or five weeks because he's not coming from zero. You know, he's not in good shape, but he's not coming off an injury. No, like, he's James Stewart, bro. He went twenty four and zero. But I don't think I, yeah. I agree with you and what you said in other shows. I don't think he's he's ready or willing to put in that kind of effort. Yeah. It's hard to see him hiring Alden Baker or somebody like that right now and just hammering down. I don't think he wants any part of that program. Yeah, no. I don't think so either. Um, 
All right, J all right, JT. Well, I'll let you go. I, I was going to bring up about how you said that Roxon is leaving RCH because of Kenny uh, Watson, but I'll leave that out of the show. So, <laughs> what? Um, it's not. A, oh, um, Talon, did we have some uh, tweet at you questions for JT or no? Anything specific that you were going to go? Um, I don't think we had any specific for JT. Okay. All right, so we can let the guy go because it's late where he is. He's got to work more. Hey, JT, thanks for stepping up. And, again, with uh, Kevin over there at uh, uh, Recovery yeah, Racing. Yeah, uh, keep me in the loop on that. I yeah, Steve's going to send you over all the guys' information. And, and yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, just, anytime just, there's a good cause that we can try to help people, and, and obviously I know, you know, a lot that's going on behind the scenes there. Um, yeah, it's something that I want to take a hard look at. Yeah, okay. I, I appreciate that, dot com too, if you want to get the same shoes that Jason Thomas wears. Absolutely. That's where it's at. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Always appreciate it, and we will talk soon. See you. All right, see you. Uh, question for Watson here from uh, Daniel. Daniel, what's going on? Hey, yeah, I just, um, first off, Kenny, I wanted to give you kudos um, for everything you've been doing for trying to shed light on the dark side of the sport. Um, I'm not... Uh, Someone very closely related to me when I was younger in racing dealt with this, and it made things very hard for us. So to see someone actually shedding light on it is something I think is really awesome. I appreciate that, um, man. Thank you. The other thing I wanted to ask is you guys have a new truck driver this year, and I was just wondering if you had any funny Jerry stories from this year. Oh, uh, Jerry the driver. Yeah. You know, uh I, I really don't. I mean, we we him and I have this little marginal at best thing. You know, I always try to give him, "Hey, dude, you're doing a great job. You're you're killing it." And he's like, uh, "Marginal at best." <laughs> so he's a uh, he's a unique guy. He's a he does a really good job for us. Couldn't ask for uh, you know. It's always a gamble when you hire a driver. It's always uh -huh. a gamble, and uh, he's he's done awesome for us. But uh, uh, right on. Yeah, he's. Are you from up in Reno? I am. I use, I actually used to work with him at one of the dealerships in Reno. So cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, Greg King and you know, Cliff, Cliffy and Mike and all those dudes from up there too. So yeah. Yeah. So good, good scene. Yeah, um, definitely. Next time you see him, let him know that Fred Durst from Michael said hello, and he'll give he'll get a chuckle out of that. Fred Durst from uh, Fred Dirks. Well, you know what's, what's funny is like he's you know he's a driver and he didn't even really know about Pulp MX. And I'm all, dude, because he's like a full moto head. I said, dude, just download about ten shows and it's going to make your drive way better. He has his girlfriend out on the road with him now. Nice. Yep, I do. I do know that. I've been seeing him, seeing his stuff on Facebook and whatnot. He brought what was it? He brought her out about Daytona. Uh, yeah, she flew into Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it's cool. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate but, the call, man. I appreciate the, the props. Yeah, the main, main reason for the call was kudos for, for all the good work and bringing light to that. And I, and I hope it takes legs and we can help those guys out. Hey, Daniel, have you, have you seen the points for the combined points teams for the teams in the series? Have you seen that? Shut up. <laughs> I, you, you know what? You know what? It's so good to have Kenny on the show. I am going to stay out of that conversation. Somebody said Kenny should come in every other week. I would really like to hear more Kenny on the show. You know what? I think we got to run that by what's his name in Australia, Clint. Clint, yeah. <laughs> we asked. Clint said no. <laughs> okay, okay. Then I can't uh, do it, bud. All right, thanks, Daniel. Appreciate it. Right on. Thanks, all right, thank Later, you. Uh, Josh, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's going on? Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah, so it's you know all y'all have been talking about what's up, Stewart, and 
this, that, and the other, and, and not being ready or having unfortunate accidents or, you know, whatever. But <clears throat> I'm feeling like the bottom line is, is he's overweight. He came in unprepared. But why? I was hoping JT was still going to be on because he could have a little insight to this. But both y'all know enough about the whole sport to maybe give a little insight. Why do you think JT Why knows more insight he... than us, bro? Why do you think no, JT? No, I realize that, but he's not on yeah, the left. But why do you think JT would have more insight than us, Kenny and I? Him and his shoes. <laughs> That's funny. I did check out those shoes. They're pretty bitching shoes. I like the wing yeah, with yeah. the wingtip. You didn't answer the question of why you think JT would know more than Kenny and I, though. Because he wears wingtips. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, why why did he come in unprepared? That's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, like he he knew what he was up against. Josh, 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 that the is bike. the Josh, that is the million dollar question. I, if you listen to any of my shows, I said he was going to win the Monster Cup. I said he was Cujo. I said he's been caged up. He's hungry for wins. Did yeah. you hear him at Monster? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, know, I think at Monster I, Cup, I he goes, did you see Stewie's ripped? <laughs> <laughs> and I so Josh, no. that is the million dollar question, and I don't have your answer other than you know uh, Damon Bradshaw told me that back in the day when he was the man, he went and hurt his knee, and he went and he spent time on the boat, and he was water skiing, and he was drinking beer, and he was like he's never had a break in his life. Yeah, well, and, Bob Hanna went water skiing, and look what happened to his career. No, I, well, he, yeah, he still won a lot of races after he came back though. But, like, the point is, is Bradshaw says, I discovered what life was without moto. I'd, I'd literally without, had never. I had the motorcycle, yeah. I had never taken a break since I was tw- 10 years old. And maybe Stu was the same thing. He had a year off, and he was like, I'm eating what I want. I'm drinking some beer. I'm on the boat. Right. Uh, he's got, he lives in a beautiful house on the water. And Stu was just like, you know what? Fuck oh, this. You can so. Google Earth's place, and it's a bitchin' facility. That's uh, I never did, sure. I never did that, Creepy McCreep. But, yeah, he's got a nice place. <laughs> well, but I like to look at motocross tracks. And he lives uh, he, Oh, you looked at his place where his track is? No, he lives on the water in Orlando where Shaq lives and Tiger Woods used to live and Barry Larkin. Oh, wow. And that's um yeah, that's his house. No, his I mean, all people there. like that. I just wanted to look at the motocross track that was a bitch and then flowy. Yeah. Um. No. So you know what? So James just I was the one who said he's coming back and it is over for everybody. And well, I was so, hoping so, just for the fact that he's mm-hmm. you know as as talented as he is and has elevated the sport in yeah. the, weird, strange ways that a lot of people didn't expect. I agree, man. So what you're asking, um, maybe you can ask your buddy JT next time he comes on. But uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. So, uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for calling, man. I guess we'll, See you later. we'll never really know what could have happened had he not hit the deck at A1. Not yeah. saying well, he, wasn't not saying, not he, saying wasn't, he yeah. was in shape. He wasn't in shape. But, but no, yeah. Uh, maybe he could absolutely. have ridden yeah. into better yeah. shape yeah. and at least could been have, a podium contender. Could have took a fourth or a fifth at A1. Could have took a fourth and a fifth the next week and got better and everything else. And, you know, he's had a concussion issues and he's had things go on. And that just totally, absolutely, you're right, Connor, just uh, destroyed him. Uh, Nathan, uh, welcome to Pulp Mech Show. You got a question for uh, Kenny Watson? Yeah, actually, both you guys. Hey, okay. you guys have been around the block a little bit. And I was wondering if you guys in the back of your minds 
have any past writer or past industry guy that you thought would have made a really good team manager that kind of just faded away and, you know, never took, stepped up and took the opportunity? Mm, that's a good question. Being a team manager, though, isn't like yeah. all that. Like, no. it's not like. All you are is a glorified babysitter. Like, <laughs> the Coster was a shitty, quote unquote, team manager forever until he hired Ricky. Yeah. And now, really, and now he's now, the greatest guy ever. Now he's the man. Yeah. So, that's a little bit underrated. Uh, a team manager role is underrated, um, Nathan. But, no, it's um, overrated. <clears throat> overrated, I mean, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't. I mean,. I think it's a good question. Like who who would have made J Law should have been a team manager. Who would have made a good team manager? I mean, any put it this way: any privateer mechanic can be a team manager because what you're doing is ordering parts, booking flights. Good point. <laughs> that's what you're doing. You know, setting up testing. I mean, it's, or dealing with the canopy or easy up. Yeah, or ordering yeah, a tent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everything that you would do if you were a privateer guy and you had a guy with a thick wallet. Yeah. Bottom line. And some people are better right, well, thanks, uh, than the other. All right, thanks, yeah. Nathan. Appreciate it. No problem, Nathan. Um, all right, let's take our third commercial break of the night. Uh, Connor Fields is here. We're going to talk to him a little bit about BMXing and Olympics. Uh, we hey, have the Tweet at Talent segment. Real quick, I just want to bring this up to Connor before we come in. We have, uh, uh, we have lots more g- coming good on news the show for you, bro. And, a 40-year-old lady just qualified for the Stop Olympics in gymnastics, in gymnastics. Yeah, what country? For, what, some random country, right? Oh, China. Really? I guess. Maybe they're, they're forging that birth certificate or something. They do that over there. Okay. Weird. Forty years old. Dude. And, uh, that long road. So that means I got like thank eight God, more shots. Hey, thank God you're not competing in Rio in a water sport. Oh man, I went down there. Actually, I was down there about a month ago, and I brought a bunch of mosquito repellent with me for all that Zika. And yeah. You you know you can't use the running water. You gotta you know you, when you they brush said your it was teeth, gonna be all clean use, and they're like you know, they're not even close. And it's guess. it's yeah. Brazil. I mean it's beautiful. Beaches are great, but yeah. you got to be careful. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. Uh, much more to come on the show. The great Kenny Watson in studio. He's never been happier than when he's been on the Pulp Mix show. <laughs> hey there, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Clip on X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Bolt on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. 
X brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey, guys. It's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium is a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I've tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, 
I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. And go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory.
Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show.
show presented by VTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, VTOSports.com. You used to be able to use the code PulpMX20 to save yourself money, but now you got to call. Call BTOSports.com. Mention the PulpMX show. Get a discount. No longer online codes. Don't ask. Don't get me started. I'll get mad. Why? Watson, you do not like ACDC? I don't. And did you hear that Brian Johnson? He's out and Axel's in. Axel ain't in. Yeah, Axel's doing it. Axel's doing it? I yeah. thought he's doing Guns N' Roses. Yeah, in his spare time, he's doing oh. ACDC. I heard there was like four shows left, and there's going to let that whoever filled in do it, and then uh, they should just call Look, it. Look, I'm not a huge ACDC fan, but how do you not like ACDC? I've just never been a fan. I don't know why. I mean, I know they're a great band. Yeah. I just think because they got so overplayed back in the day. They did get overplayed. I mean, dude, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing ACDC. I've, all, I've always said this about ACDC. We'll be dead. They'll, They'll still be playing ACDC. True. They'll be dead. We'll be dead. Yeah. And ACDC will still be being played on the radio. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, they said that about Elvis. You don't they hear do? Elvis on the radio. No, you really don't. Hey, by the way, Talon, Lone Wolf. Ow! Did you win a works race or something? No, I got fifth, but I led part of it. God, Connor doesn't have a medal. You you got fifth, and I'm and I'm the one talking on the radio show. Yep, and I got the innovation trophy right here. Yeah, I'm coming um, with the hardware, folks. But Race Tech Suspension did win a. Uh, they won a works race. A works on race. A beta even on a beta Race That's Tech suspension, suspension. Everybody, is. you can even tune that in. Fantastic. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. We've got BTOsports.com uh, tweeted talent segment coming up. We've got your voicemails, and we've got the NFAB uh, JGR check-in coming in. Uh, live in studio is uh, Olympian BMX hero. Uh, living here in Vegas, uh, in Henderson, and uh, he's a fan of the Pulp Mech Show, Connor Fields. What's up, Connor? Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for turning my mic on so I can defend myself when you guys start talking smack. No, the idea is that we don't <laughs> want you to turn it on. We never do. No, not at all, because that'd be, that'd be the greatest thing. Um, did uh, So... Um, you're you're born and raised in Nevada, or I've been living here since I was four. Okay, so, so yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you went to London. Uh, I did. For Team USA in, in the uh, in BMX. Yeah. Um, in 2012, I was uh, in London. I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the youngest uh, rider competing in the BMX event out there, and uh, I was in the final as a eight man final, and uh, I t- crashed and took seventh, but. Uh, it was a great experience, you know, just being able to represent my country on the the highest yeah, stage. Yeah. You know, it was it was incredible. All I hear about is the athletes. After your competition is over, you're just hooking up with chicks left and right in the village. Is that true? <laughs> um, I mean, if you know, think about it, you know, you you spend years dedicating yourself for this one event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got ten thousand, I think. No, I think it's like eight thousand athletes in there from all around the world, right? So if you like. <laughs> Blondes, if you like brunettes, oh, it's all there. Yeah, you know, and super hot chicks. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and even the ones that don't have great faces, most of them have nice bodies. Yep. I mean, unless you're, you know, yeah. weightlifter right, or yeah, one yeah, of those, yeah, you know, right. kind of random sports. But so yeah, you know, and uh, everybody as soon as they're done, is just looking to cut loose. Right. You know, yeah, and, I don't uh, blame them. I was uh, after my event. We happened to be the very last day. Oh no way! Really? So we got okay. no time to hang yeah. out and party, right. and I was pretty bummed. So I, I, I wasn't quite, you know, oh. in the mood to go and celebrate um but i know plenty of people who did have a great time yeah. when you when you check in actually in the welcome uh in the welcome bag they give you condoms yeah, i heard that yeah yeah, yeah. and Crazy. there's a there's a bowl at the like so the u.s team stays in like an apartment area and at the check-in or like the front like welcoming room of mm-hmm. the area there's a big bowl of condoms that they just continue to refill 
Oh, wow. Um, so you crash in London, uh, but you're looking for redemption in Rio yep. uh, coming up now, but you've got a broken navicular. But you should be on the team. We think you're going to be on the team USA. Yeah, there's a lot of politics and, and drama, just like, you know, with any sort of team selection. Yeah. Um, but essentially what it comes down to is if there is um, – if they decide when they pick the team that me missing – a few months before. So I'll be healthy by August. Yeah. I'll be healthy yeah. by July. Uh-huh. So I'll be, and it's an upper body injury, so I can stay in shape. I can stay fit. I can, I can stay strong. So it just comes down to them when they decide, you know, and it also depends on how. Yeah, you're going to be at the race before or no? I mean, will we, the, I race any... the season had started in February. Yeah. So I won the national championships in February. I got second at the first World Cup, which okay. is basically our version of a GP. So before my injury, I was the highest ranked American. Okay. And I was ranked second in the world. Mm-hmm. So second in the world, Watson. So as long as three no, 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 other Americans, no reply. No reply. I'm just listening to the guy <laughs> I mean, talk. He's good. He's good. Let him finish talking. Okay, How so. about out radio? <laughs> so essentially, as long as and you know a couple Americans, the World Championships is coming up. It's in Colombia next month. Um, I won't be able to race yeah, it. Yeah, you're not gonna make that. Yeah. No, yeah. but as as long as a couple of Americans don't get on the podium, then I'll be on the team. Right. Okay. So. Not that I'm rooting against those guys, no, but yeah. I'm kind of rooting against those guys. Wow, you want to make you want to go to the Olympics for yeah. sure. Um, when it comes to BMX tracks, uh, and you know, I did a podcast with John Tomac last week. He, that's how he started. I raced BMX way back in like the mid '80s. Um, when it comes to the BMX tracks, I watched the Olympics in Rio. Or, I mean, in London. Um, are they much different? Are they all the same? Like in motor, we we speak about the, the supercross tracks each and every week. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? As far as being good, shitty. Uh, this obstacle was cool. This was bad. Is it the same way with BMX tracks, or are they all kind of the same thing? It's totally the same, but what it is is it's just that you're an untrained eye. So if you just get an average person off the street, you know, you get a football fan, and you show them three different Supercross races, they would think, oh, this is all the same stuff. I guess so. You're right. But so, then yeah. and you guys look at a BMX track, right. you say, oh, that, that, that looks similar. Yeah. But, you know, for us, the shapes of the jumps are different. The sizes are different. But the, it, it, never, it different. never seems like in the BMX races I watched, it never seems like anybody's like you're all doing the maybe because I'm watching the final. There's not multiple lines. Maybe yeah, that's what that's you're what thinking. I mean. yeah, yeah, like so there's a lot of times you guys are just trying to get to the ground as soon as you can mm-hmm. and 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 get going. Like he's never done this before. Um anyways, I have flashbacks uh, <laughs> many 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 shows. Um yeah. Anyways, basically one thing that I think that the track builders for BMX could be better at is building multiple lines on the straights. You know, sure, yeah. You have options when you watch the guys race supercross. I mean, you're tweeting about it last weekend. You, you're telling Weimer, "Yo, jump the triples after the whoops." Yeah. You know, and, and that is going to be some of the decisions on lines are going to be the difference between those tenth here and the tenth there. That's going to yeah. make the difference. You know, in our sport, it's almost everybody's going to do the same line. So who can do it better? Yeah. And that's it's not as yeah. much fun to watch. It's more fun for us as racers and for people at home watching. To see, you know, one guy's going up, the other guy's going down. Yeah, like, you know? what if, like what if they made some line where if you go way high in the berm, you can triple out. Mm-hmm. And, and, or if you can stay, maybe they make an inner berm and you can double. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. And like they've, something. they've tried, they've tried and they've gotten better. Yeah. And there are some, some tracks that mm-hmm. do have more options than others. But at the Olympics, what they kind of do is they try to make the tracks almost easier. Because it's going to keep the racing tighter. Right. And when it keeps the racing tighter, there's more passing, there's more crashes, there's more action, it's more yeah, exciting. Yeah. If they made it this big, burly track with Got- all these big triples and stuff, 
you would have the top couple guys separate from everybody else, the, and it wouldn't be as exciting. The start is everything because the guy who everything. gets the start gets to the bottom of the bowl first. Um, it's and, and, and it's like, forty seconds. So imagine if in, yeah. in Supercross right. you, it's a one lap race. You get to the fin- you get to the yeah. finish line after one lap. That's that's what it is. And you know our our tracks are actually a bit wider than a Supercross okay, track, yeah. so it's e- a little easier to pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, around it's, forty seconds. Yeah, so yeah. the start and the first straightaway, you know, is everything. It's yeah. it's it's key. Damn. Hey, let me ask you a question. When I watch BMX, I see guys even mid pack, halfway through the race, they just stop and they just start rolling, like three or four guys. Why why do they do that? Well, it could be for any number of reasons. You know, it could be one that they just don't have the speed to make the next jump, and with no suspension, it's a really big risk. You know, if you're going to come up short you're going to crash most likely if you come up real short on some of these jumps. Other times it could just be that depending on who you are, if you're in fifth, you might just say, all right, I'm just going to pack it in, call it a day and come back tomorrow. Cause I'm going for first or nothing. You know, just, it just depends on who you are. Cause our points chase are the way our series works. It's not an every round matters kind of thing. You take your best 10 scores out of a possible 20 races. So you get throwaways. So if, on it, a race weekend, how many? It's not like a one main event deal, right? There's like no. So okay. depending on the number, right? So there's eight spots in the gate. So depending on how many there are, they will start with you know ten racks of eight, twenty racks of eight, t- taking the top four out of each heat, narrowing it down one lap by one lap until you get to the final thirty-two, the final sixteen, and eventually the final eight. Uh, okay. What other countries are good in BMX? The, Australia. Right now, the top the top four or five ranked countries uh, right now would be Please the U.S. Canada. is number one. Please say Canada. The U.S. is number one. Okay. Um, Australia is number two. Holland is number three. Oh wow. Um, France is four. England's five. The guy who won the only only Olympic champion ever. So he won in two thousand eight and twelve. He was from Latvia. Oh wow. So yeah. he's a bad dude or what? He's like, a what? bad dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's he's Latvia. known as he's known as the machine. I mean, he's six two. He's chiseled. I mean, he's he's he just looks like a machine, and he just. Pulled it out when it counted both times. How does he do in the world races? Uh, he's been a past world champion. Okay, so he's, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, so it's he's not the just goat. An Olympic thing. He's yeah, the yeah, goat. Yeah, yeah. He's our goat. Um, um, but then who's speaking the, of Canada, is there, is there top Canadian? There is. Uh, yes. He happens to be my best friend. We met at nice. BMX summer camp. And we were like eight years old. Um, where's, he fr- where's he from? He's from uh, Coquitlam, outside of Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. And he's not. Winnipeg. I think he's probably he's he's in the the five to ten range okay. right now, ranked yeah. in the world. I mean, he's a med- he's definitely a medal medal. Uh, Possibility coming up. He's he, fucking awesome, is what he is. Yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah. good. You'll, you'll be rooting for him in uh, yeah. Rio. Um, oh, here we go again, talking about Canada. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a drop. Good job, Talon. Um, and fly racing. You, you, uh, you're a big fly racing athlete. Yeah, I mean, the, I actually so rode what, in you, fly for the first time in 2004, five. Okay. Wow, back yeah, in yeah. the day. Yeah, with JT, JT's era. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys don't wear goggles. Some people do. Okay. So you don't need them because our tracks are compact. I would wear Kenny Powers wraparound sunglasses, blades. <clears throat> well, this is, this will be interesting for you. And I don't mind talking about it. So we don't need goggles be, unless I guess it was raining would yeah, be the yeah. only time. But yeah. our tracks, we don't get roost. Right. So you don't need them. But some people wear them because they like the way it looks. It does look better, I think. Yeah. But I refuse to wear them out of principle because goggle companies will come in and they will they will refuse to pay, and they will they'll come in and they'll stoke guys out by saying we're going to give you all this free product glasses, and glasses and clothes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know everybody's like oh yeah we'll take it you know yeah, I want yeah. the free stuff and 
for me personally, it's just, you know, I know how much money that these companies make and yeah. how much they pay the, the yeah. guys. And I'm not saying we need to get paid like motor dudes, but just yeah. showing a little appreciation goes a long way. So, um, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so fly stuff that you wear the fly specific, specific mountain biking slash BMX. Uh, I did last yeah. year. This year oh. I'm actually in the blue hydrogen gear. Oh, Same okay. stuff Brayton was wearing okay. uh, last weekend. Hey, let me ask you a question. So like when you go to the Olympics, I just know from past people that I knew that were in the Olympics, um, branding. So like your gear, does that have to be a different gear with different size logos and stuff like that? Yeah. So everything that we have, including our bikes, helmets, everything, there's size logo limitations and it can only be the manufacturer. So for, for the us, Olympics, yeah, yeah, for the, so Nike made our stuff last time. So we got one swoosh on the pant. You got one swoosh on the, on the Jersey had to be a specific size. I had a fly helmet at the Olympics last time. You get one logo. Like two by two point five by two point five inches. Jeez. So I had to pick where I wanted it to go. You're a bunch of assholes. Well, see, here's know, the right? the like, reason for doing that is it's it's about it's about the competition no, and your know, country. But from our standpoint, if they but, were to just but on the free up, dude, on the back end, they're grabbing so much. Oh cash, my gosh, it's, it's insane. not even it's insane. Well, and they have McDonald's so, and yeah, Coke no, they, they and speak all their about own sponsors. the Olympic integrity. Yeah. They are as dirty as it comes uh, on the backside. The IOC is so. I mean, if they were to, to just give us a patch. And they're just to give us a patch and say all yeah. athletes get a six inch by six inch patch where they can brand. Yeah, it would all athletes across every yeah. sport would be yeah, making way more money. They're assholes. Yeah, um, I did something sneaky last time. I mean, I'm a monster guy, so I put lime green on my helmet. I painted my name Connor in the monster font yeah, in yeah. lime green, right. and like there's a couple rock star guys who had a, a yellow star on their helmet yeah, without yeah. the logo. Right, right, the right. Red Bull guys had. Um, they had a Red Bull helmet with like the the two tone, like the silver and the yeah, blue, yeah, just yeah. no logos. Yeah, right, no so logo. people get sneaky with it. trying to do different um, stuff. Uh, and one of your guys, one of your competitors, is Muscan's buddy. Yeah, my, so course? my teammate actually, uh, teammate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he um, he was actually our champion last year in our in our what would be the equivalent to the the Supercross series. Um, he is from France. He's a Red Bull guy, and he's been friends with Muscan for years. And uh, they talk all the time. He FaceTimes him all, all right. the time on race weekends and speaks in French to him. And I got that was the first time I, I got to chat with Muskin right. uh, or Muscan one time. I was I drop the Pulp Mech show next time you do that. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, um, you, uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? What's the top end on what you guys can make a year? I'd say there's probably six or seven guys making six figures. Mm, um, yeah. But the, where we, we can get a little bit of money that, say, a motocross guy couldn't is um, not in the U.S., but in other countries, the Olympic uh, committees can pay salary. Okay. So, you know, I know, for example, the the British guys, they've got the uh, arguably one of the best programs in the world, and, and they can make 2500 bucks a month just from yeah. England as support for yeah. them training for the Olympics. Right, right, right. Um, now, you don't ride moto, but you're into it. Like I don't, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, just like I'm sure with most top athletes in sports, you know, I'm not going to go and do some other crazy sport that I could risk getting injured in. Yeah. There's enough at risk yeah, yeah. in what I do, for but sure. I'm a huge fan. I've been watching the Supercrosses for years. You know, I listen to the Pulp MX show. Um, you know, that before I started watching, I've gone back and I've watched all the bar to bars on YouTube and yeah, caught that's up. That's cool. And, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, even though it's, it's, it's this, it's different, you know, I don't know what it's like to hit a jump, you know, third gear pinned or what it's like to, to do all that. But I understand racing and I understand the mental side of it mm -hmm. and, you know, strategy and, and that part of it is really fun for me to watch. And what bike brand are you sponsored by? Uh, it's called Chase. Chase. Okay. Mm -hmm. I used to have a, like um, a Redliner, a PK Ripper, by the way. Back that was my day. first bike was okay, a Redliner. I'll let you know that. <laughs> I used to race BMX Watson. 
course you did. Do you guys, uh, you just wear skate shoes kind of, huh? No, we were clips. Oh, you clips? We're clipped Are you in. clipped in? Okay, yeah. I was wondering that, yeah. Yeah, we're clipped in. We're, God, I don't uh, heard if you slipped, if you weren't clipped well, in. Well, we're clipped like in, and, and I'd say about 95% of the top riders modify their pedals to make them even tighter. Oh, yeah? To where, like, it takes a lot to come to, out to of your pedals. To get out of them, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you don't want to come out off the start because right. you're done. Uh Watson, uh, Connor here, maybe show you the video of when he crashed and broke his navicular on his triple-triple. It's gnarly. <laughs> on did, you white, did you have white gear on? No. I had that blue why, uh, why hydrogen gear. Why would you ask that? Because I've seen something on uh, Instagram. Oh. Uh, Connor Fields, everybody. U.S. Olympian, uh, sponsored by Fly Racing and BMX uh, Superstar. Uh, Talon, let's do, uh, let's do the uh, NFAB JGR check-in while we're doing this. N-FAB.com, I already talked about them. Uh, great guys. Um, terrific uh, company. Jeep truck or SUV parts. They've got it. Steps, light mounting solutions, bumpers. Uh, N-FAB.com. Email the show if you need a discount on uh, some NFAB stuff. So every week I check in with a – every week – Every week I check in with a, a JGR guy um, uh, who's sponsored a big part of the NFAB uh, guys. And this week I checked in with Buddy Antonis, the Bud Man. Uh, yeah. He works with Barsha, works with Pike. So he's an employee of JGR? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. This is the JGR check yeah, He's in. always around the team. I don't know if he's an employee. He has a team shirt on. He does have a team shirt on. All right, let's go. Buddy Antonez, NFAB JGR check-in. Uh, Wesson, uh, maybe hand issue or something, but late in the race ended up going a little bit backwards. That kind of sucks. Yeah, you know, he's, he's struggling with the hand since last week. Uh, didn't have a chance to hardly ride it this week at all, dealing with swelling and all that. So um, it looks like it got the best of him, I think, around at lap eight or nine. He actually made some contact with Schmidt, too. I don't know if that maybe played into something. Um, but all in all, you know, he was going fast on the night. Uh, had some good lap times in there, something to, to definitely hang on to uh, so we'll try to build on that and not the negative yeah we had uh, three or four weeks that were pretty good in a row for, for the 28 so yeah really really good so um, you know you've got to try to ride those ways when they come in now we've had a little bit of a stumble over the last two weeks yep. uh, but it's not for lack of speed so that's a good thing and when the speed's there we can always make the most of a good thing from there so we'll try to just like like everybody pick up the pieces try to connect the dots and then the next weekend your other guy Barsha's come back last few weeks uh, hasn't gone probably as well as you thought but what's your what's your take on that oh my god you know Justin <laughs> you know obviously with Justin a great champion how he is you know we you always you put some expectations on there and you know maybe we put them a little bit higher than they needed to be but you know all in all if you look at last week to this week how much he springboarded if he springboards the same way next week we yeah. should be knocking on the top five door well when you get in it when you go through the LCQ from a crash you get a bad gate pick it kind of all starts there right absolutely Absolutely, and, and he, he made the most of it, and he really was chugging along in the in the main pretty good. And so, like I said, if we springboard the same amount next week, we're knocking on top five doors. So that's what we're going to look at on the positive from that. All right, Bud Man, uh, 600 time arena cross winner. This is the NFAB JGR check-in. Thanks, Bud. Thank you. Thanks for NFAB, and uh, thanks for listening. Hey, Budman, uh, Kenny Watson's coming on the Pulp Show tonight. Yeah. When people are listening to this, what's your best Kenny Watson story that you can tell? My best Kenny Watson story I can tell is we are in Mount Morris, um, circa... When Deegan fired him and he went to go work for you? No, 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 no. Oh, God, I got a couple Kenny Watson stories. I'm going to go with this one. Japan. Uh, 90 
Watson over to wrench uh, for me over there. I'm down eating or something like that. I come up into the room, and Kenny Watson is laid out buck-ass naked on a board, and there's a little Japanese woman running around giving Mr. Kenny Watson a massage. Oh, Mr. Watson, I massage you. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I got to go. That was quite the sight. N-Fab.com, buddy Anton is sharing a Kenny Watson story. He should have said that Mike Craig was laying right next to me. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. He was the one that he's he's J- the one that hooked it up. He's Japanese like, hey, massage. He's uh, who is his mechanic? Uh, I think Larry Alexander was who t- Craig's mechanic. Yeah, in just this one race. Oh, and he said, I don't want I don't want her to go in the room with that guy. And he's like, the, I got massage for two. And I'm like, he's like, you want one? I go, I never had one. He's like, oh, do it, dude. It's so oh, good. Is it a massage massage or is it a pipe massage? It's a massage massage <laughs> with no happy ending. No. That comes with, you lying. get it from the hotel. I think you're lying. I'm not lying. He said you were naked. I, I had a towel over the top of me. And plus, I never even got the massage because it creeped me out watching her <laughs> touch Craig. She, it was just creeped me out. The first time I ever had a massage was with my, my girlfriend, Lisa, down in San Diego. That was the first time I ever really Recently? had a uh, A couple years ago. Okay. You never went to a rub and tug place? No. Stop it. Never. Yes, you did. God is my yes, witness. Yes, you did. God you're, is my witness. You're a 90s supercross, bro. You went to a rub and tug. Turn off the mic and then let's ask him. Dude. No, I promise you. He's a, I promise you. Watson was 90s supercross and everyone went to a rub and tug in the 90s. <laughs> it was it was common knowledge. Yeah. So, um, uh, so you, you uh, so Buddy Antonis, so you had a towel on. Yeah. Okay. All right. You didn't want Craig. You didn't want her touching you after you saw what she did to Craig. No, I just free. It just grossed me out the whole the whole thing with her. <laughs> you sure it wasn't a rub and tug for Mr. Craig? I'm 100 percent positive. It, yeah, if it was from the hotel, <laughs> I probably. Yeah. I, hey, you're cool. I, um, I believe you. I think I think back Maybe. in the day in the 90s you got you got a set of tear offs and then like a rub and tug. That's what happened no. back in the day. Um, all right, that has been the NFAB JGR checking with Bud with Budman Antonis. Buddy's been doing a great job with Weston and Justin. Uh, but he's getting a little optimistic with, uh, hey, if Barsha can take a leap, we'll get in the top five. Yeah, that's kind of a. <laughs> it's not, not going that well over uh, there. Yeah. So, um, all right, that's uh, n-fab.com. Like I said, JGR check in. Uh, BTOsports.com, tweet at Talon. Let's do it, Talon, Lone Wolf. Ow. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. At Pulp MX Show on Twitter. Uh, hit up Talon uh, or Travis. Uh, Talon's in this week. He'll be in in a couple weeks also. Travis is back next week. Um, and, uh, yeah, these are questions uh, submitted to a uh, at Pulp MX Show Twitter account. Talon goes through the best ones. Uh, picks all the ones about works races and work series and desert racing, probably. Um, all right, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> questions for myself and Watson. All right, Mike wants to know... Has there ever been a rider that made more as an amateur than he has once turning pro? Well, we kind of talked about the amateur guys a little bit before. I mean, I would say a McGavern or a Payne made more probably, right, Watson, as amateurs? Uh, I, mean, I don't, I don't think know. so. Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. Yeah, hard question to, to answer. Ben Riddle? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Is uh, Todd wants to know, is there a chance in hell JS7 starts his own team like Reed so he can choose the bike and make the changes he wants? Well, if he leaves Yo Suzuki, where is he going to go? 
KTM is not picking him up. Honda is not picking him up. Cowie, no. Red Bull thing. Um, uh, uh, Yamaha, no. He, you know, he already it's the only color he has left. He's got one color, and or he doesn't. He, he's not going factory Honda because of Roxon going there. So, like, what else has he got to do but form his own team and choose a bike? And then when you get to choose a bike, what color's left that he hasn't ridden? Orange and red. Yeah. And I don't think with him and DeCoster uh, being not being bros, you know, that's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what – if James leaves, leaves Josh, he's got to set up his own team, him and Mookie. Big James Racing, Inc. <laughs> okay. Uh, Randy Hamilton wants to know, will Blake Baggett be a threat in the outdoors this season? What's a threat? Define a threat. Will he be a podium guy at the end of the year? <sighs> what do you think, Watson? He was pretty good last summer. Uh, I don't know about podium I mean, he, guy. He, he could be here, here and there, but consistently, it's going to be really hard. Wouldn't be surprised he, to see him finish top six in the points. Do you think he wins an overall? No, I don't. Look who he's got to beat. Yeah. He he's got to go through the Dunge. Dungy, Roxon, Tomac, Anderson, Kennard, Moosequin. How's that bike outside? But Jimmy? he's going to be better. Good. Yeah. All right. Charlie. I think he's kind of uh, he, he's kind of struggling right now too. He's Ooh, not, Baggett? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's too happy right now. So I don't know. They'll figure it out. Who's been doing the testing for Suzuki right now? They have James and Blake. Uh, Charlie wants to know how many outdoor nationals will James Stewart complete this upcoming season? Ooh, we setting over under. Um, six, and I go under. Oh. Watson, uh, I would like to think that he would make more than six. I'm gonna go over. I hope for his sake that he can at least ride decently well at a few of them. Yeah, it's man, it is going to be tough. Uh, um, yeah, I so hope he makes it over, but I wouldn't bet over six motos. I mean, he's got a bad ankle right now. He, Watson said he saw him; he's in pain. Well, like, like he's not faking it; he's in pain. Yeah, now his back was and, jacked. And so, like, you know, he's jacked up right now. And if he keeps crashing, it could be more. Well, didn't the press release say he had a broken? Yeah, it's fractured ankle. I thought. Yeah, that doesn't heal in five weeks. That's well, crack, right? So. And then if so, how's he supposed to get in shape, finish the motos? It, the way he got up from that crash from Pike, I mean, don't get me wrong, that was kind of a bad crash, but he got up like a guy who had just been thrown from a two-story like, building. Yeah, he's all, he was already hurt. That's what it felt like. Yeah. All right, next question. Tanner Hall wants to know, why is Reed selling his compound? I asked him that, uh, and he said uh, he's, the upkeep is a lot, and he's over it. So Plus, now, he had problems with his neighbors, right? He's all set there, he told me. Okay. If he sold his place, like say next week, wouldn't you? He'd make a deal where he could stay there and ride, right? I would think so. I mean, he's not. He needs somewhere to ride. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, Nathan wants to know what are the chances of any of the Japanese manufacturers going back to steel frames? Oh, I don't know. I don't think very good, Watson. What do you think? I don't think so. I think it's yeah. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Yep. What about going back to oil forks? Well, they all got oil. Well, I mean spring. spring. Yeah, spring. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, I think some of them are. Yeah, I do. I think that'll happen. Is the Honda coming with springs? That's what I heard. Yep. Yeah. Connor, here's one for you and Mathis. Could BMX be 
could BMX racing be the ultimate prep for a young racer to learn technique and bike skills to transfer to MX? Oh, definitely. McGrath, uh, McGrath bro. Yeah. Yeah, McGrath did these too. And I was going to say, McGrath's kid right now is, is riding uh, out at the local track in San Diego. You know, he's out there all the time. But, you McGrath's, know, McGrath's kid? Yeah. He doesn't have a son. Are you sure? Positive. He has two girls. That's, I said kid. Oh, then you said he's riding. Right, right, yeah, you did say he's. Yeah, my mistake. All right. But, yeah, no, um, he's been out of the track. McGrath's been out of the track a few times. I've seen a bunch of my buddies posting a picture with him and stuff. But, um, you know, you can learn a lot on a BMX that'll carry over to moto, you know, just about racing and about the, you know, mental side of it and working hard for what you want and practicing and the, the rhythm, you know, through the whoops. We don't have the suspension, so the body has to be the suspension, and, and that's going to carry over. Um, pretty well over to the, the motorcycle, I would think. And it's also something you can start at a, a younger age. You could, They get kids out there now on balance bikes at three. I've seen two-year-olds out there on balance bikes. Wow. You know, the ones without the pedals, like yeah. the little like the push bikes, the yeah. little strider bikes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, at our races, they have kids race on Saturday mornings. They have a two-and-under class, a three-year-old class, and Jeez. a four-year-old class. And um, yeah, get your kids started then, and then move them into moto or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you can. And it's a you know, it's a at least at that age, it'd be probably be a little bit safer because the speeds are going to be a little get, bit slower. Get your daughter into some BMX racing. She can do whatever she wants. She right can, answer. She That's be, the right she answer. Can be an astronaut. Whatever she wants to do, right. that little girl can do. All right, what's up, Talon? Okay, Ben Coates has two questions. Uh, the Is first that the rider Ben Coates? That's Paul Coates. Oh, Ben Coates used to be a tight end though. Yes. For the Pats. Yes. Or for the Titans? Both. Both? Ben Coates was good. Good tight end. Finished up with the Ravens. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's a good spot for Wilson next year? Healthy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, God. I don't know where he could go. Where, where uh, Is his contract up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's out of there. But I don't know, man. Is there any chance uh, he stays where he's at? No, I don't think so. They're Dude. looking to hire a third guy, though, you know. They want to just take over. They want to have another team. I heard a Husky team, so another one. And then they want to hire a third guy. How many fucking spots do they want in the top ten? Orange and ten. They pretty much own it anyways if you've go to if you been to a local track lately. Ah, fuck. Well, BTO's got three spots going to be open, right? No, they're going to have two guys. Here's, but, a, here's yeah. a question I have for you guys. They'll have one spot open. Millsap's going to stay, I think. If Dean Wilson stayed healthy next year, how would he do? I think he's a five to ten guy. He won a heat race. Yeah, That's he saying a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think so too, and I think I think that someone someone's bound to give him a shot. If that's the thing, if someone will give him a shot. Oh yeah, he's get a shot. He won't get factory equipment or very much, very close to it. But yeah, he'll get a shot. I don't think he really cares. He went to the Jeff Ward Racing Team and <laughs> yeah, turned uh, on JGR for that spot. I know. All right, tell him. Okay, Ben's second question. You guys touched this a little bit. Has Anderson finally screwed over too many people after his move on Brayton and Brayton's comments after the race? I don't know. You got to be fast enough to uh, to get with him and, and jack with him. So I don't know. It's a great question. To be to be a dirty rider, you got to be a fast rider, mm-hmm. and the guys that are faster have way more opportunities to take him out. I don't see Dungey taking him out. I don't see Muskin taking him out. Who else is faster than him? I think if Sealy ever gets the shot, he's going to do it. True. That he ever got the shot. That he didn't happen for a while, though. No, but he'll remember. Sealy will remember the all the times that Anderson was in his nightmares. 
Yeah. And Same with Baggett. I mean, Baggett's. Yeah, yeah Baggett's got his own grudges for sure. All right, next question, Talon. That was it. All right, that's been the BTOsports.com. Tweet at Talon. Call them. Call BTOsports.com. Mention the Pulp Show for a discount. And uh, mention the uh, code. Who do you ask for when you call? You just call and go. Just call anybody. Apparently, anybody knows. Uh, you can't. You can't use code online anymore. That's all I know. Sound like you're pretty stoked about that. I'm super stoked. I'm, I'm unbelievably. How stoked. do they? How do they track how much business you're giving them? <laughs> Pen and yep. paper. I can't uh, seem to do it. Yep. Oh, start. Uh, okay. Sorry for bringing that up. It's like a touchy subject. <laughs> it's, I'm not happy. It's costing me some money. Um, and, yeah, it's all sort of pettiness, and I don't understand some decisions. That well, I see why when we went to breakfast this morning, why you pulled the coupon off of the uh, old uh, refrigerator. <laughs> I did. I bought breakfast this morning for Watson, but used the coupon. So um, Lame. 702-586-757. Call any time. Leave a voicemail. We got a lot of voicemails this week. Uh, I narrowed it down to, uh, I think, seven minutes of the very best ones. So, uh, Talon, let's let's play those. Hey, man. It's Astana from Arizona. Hey, I was just listening to your uh, uh, Just Stanton podcast. I'm still catching up on all your stuff. But uh sounds like you're really excited to talk to him. So i got a question for you. If you had a, uh, a pie, percentage pie, um, and consider it current day, so right now, um, when you do these podcasts and you do the Pulpomex show and talk to the writers and everything and go to the races, like what percentage is, well, I have a job to do, and what percentage is, like, excitement? Like, ah, oh, I get to talk to Stanton. I get to talk Can to Rollerball. I get to talk to McGrath. You know? I know you're a fan of the sport. Um, but what's the percentage there, like, job versus I actually enjoy, like, what I'm doing. So, um, just kind of curious. But I uh, love the show. love everything you do. Thanks, man. Uh, all right. Watson? Steve's excitement level on interviews, zero. Him happy about being at the race, zero. Uh, no, no, I don't agree with that. Um, oh, I do. I think it changes all the time. I think some races, some weekends, I'm absolutely, when that alarm goes off at, at 5 a.m. to catch a, a seven flight or whatever, uh, there's some races that I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to go. You know what I mean? Um, other times, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm totally, I'm good to get up and go and travel for the day. It just really depends on, on the mood and, and so how So you're I'm saying it's or, all travel, that's the only reason you're not going to like it? Um, no, and sometimes at the races, I'm just like, this is boring. Like, I was at Santa Clara. Now, granted, I was sick with the flu that week, but at Santa Clara, I'm just like, this is the most boring race I've ever seen in my life. Like, this track sucks balls. There's no racing going on, and nothing's happening. What about track. during the day? Like, uh, I'm okay with that. Like, there's a lot of BSing. You know how it goes. You're yeah. talking a lot and hanging yeah. out and whatever. Um, but you know what? Like, whether you do – like, sometimes I got to tell myself, like, fuck, I'm lucky. Like, this is – people love this – people yeah. love this job. Yeah. And I think whether that goes with anything. I think if you were – if your job was porking supermodels all day, that was your job. They just – they came down to the assembly line and you just porked them. <laughs> And they went on or whatever. Say you had to impregnate them or something. I don't know. Say there's some job doing that. At some point, you're going, man, I'm tired of porking supermodels. This sucks. I don't want to pork supermodels anymore. I, I'd put that theory to the test. I'd be willing to try well, that I'm one out. I'm just saying, like, no matter what job you have, it's a job, you know? And sometimes you're like, fuck this. And that's that's what happens. And so sometimes I'm like that, and I have to tell myself, like, man... I got a pretty cool job. Uh, the Blue Jay game's at 8 a.m. And yeah, I'm gonna, I'll have I'm, to remind uh, you that next time I see you at the races when you're just not too happy. Sometimes well, it sucks, yeah. Dude, I had some dude come up to me asking where you were because he brought you coffee. 
Oh yeah, I found that guy. Yeah, he came found me. I hit him up on Twitter. Is there is there like a specific truck that you know? Because I know there's shops that I go to that are more fun than the other ones. Is there a specific truck, or do you just not want to say when you uh, go there you feel uncomfortable because you know oh, they don't want to talk to you? Uh, JGR gives me that vibe. Barsha doesn't like me. I don't think Ben likes me all that much. I I get that vibe from those guys. But then there's some like J Bone and Dean Baker are like great. You know, Phil. where do you feel at home the most? The Cowie truck? Um, not so much because Grant doesn't like me, so I don't think he really wants me to hang out. You know, where do you where can you go then? Honda. I'm good with Honda guys. I hang out there quite a bit. I hang out with the Cowie guys. I don't really care all that much about like what Grant thinks. PTO, good with those guys. Uh, your truck, I go to your truck. I've sat upstairs in the lounge with Weimer and um, Tickle quite a bit, you know. Um, uh, Mitch, Mitch's truck, I go in there, make the coffee, talk to Mitch, talk to Bones. Um, yes. I don't go in the Yost truck for whatever reason. I like Mike Webb and like those guys. I just don't go in the Yost truck. I don't go in the KTM truck. I just don't know those guys well enough at all. Like Frankie, like Carlos, but don't know those guys good enough to go in their truck. Their truck driver's kind of a douchebag anyways. Um, I don't know. Is that it? I don't go in the What about Porcel's tent? I don't go in the Motor Concepts truck. I mean, maybe I could. No, you could but. sign in Clearly, you signed the contract. You should be all right. If I saw, I didn't sign the contract. That oh, was didn't? the problem. Yeah. Well, you stole what it. about Husky? Uh, no, I, I've been in there to talk to Zach. But, yeah, Anderson's blocked me on Instagram. So, whatever. Purcell's not a fan. So He, blo- he blocked Brayton on the track, too. So, we're good. Yeah, whatever. You know what? Fuck these guys. What was I mean, the dirtier move? I'm like, him well, blocking I'm, him on Instagram or blocking Brayton on the track? Oh, Instagram. I'm, on, like, I'm, like, I'm like Watson a little bit. Like... This is my 20th year, not bragging, not trying to be like, ah, I'm fucking like Johnny cool guy or whatever. Uh, I'll get, I'm fine with Anderson not talking to me or Barsha not talking. I'm, whatever. Later, bro. Their windows are here. Uh, uh, yeah. all, all riders' windows. There's only, it's only open for a while. And you should be lucky that these guys want to talk to you because eventually they're not going to want to talk to you. And you're going to realize well, like – Fuck. Or, or when you they get, it, or when, when they get older, they just be like, "Fuck it!" Like this guy's doing a job, and yeah. you know, like whatever. Like Anderson's got all this money and all this entourage, and and he's the guy, and he don't fucking see the forest for the trees right now. And I've seen plenty of Jason Andersons come and go, and so like whatever. These guys, it's the way that works. It the way the world works. When they're so, when they're done and they're looking for an industry job. When you when you talk to Peyton, uh, Bruce Sternstrom, uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think. Roger. Roger, Kenny Watson, Kenny Watson, um, Kyle Bentley, you know, the team manager over there, like these guys are good dudes and they get it. They get it. You go up and you make a joke and they make a joke at you and you, Dan Bentley's a good guy. I, I, I Dan, some people don't like Dan, but I, I like him. I, I, I find him a good guy. I find him interesting. He's opinionated. He's done a lot in the sport. So yeah. All good, right. Good people stick around. I don't care about Keanu Reeves. Making the same face in every photo. <laughs> Let's talk about the motocross. The guy's going to be really upset tonight about the shoes and BMX. But, hey, Steve. Um, this is Matt. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, we talked. JT went to MotoGP and met Keanu Reeves. And so we just he, we looked at the photo. Keanu looks like he's stoned or does not care or whatever. So we talked. We spent five minutes talking about Keanu Reeves and his face. So I just want to hear that Boston guy. The motocross guy. I just want to want to float my idea for uh, 250 east and west regions how I would run them I would do six regional rounds six east six west and then five shootouts 
okay. the shootouts are all points paying. So essentially, each East and West are both eleven rounds, but five of them are the East and the West guys together, and then uh, six each for regions. I think that would probably boost uh, sponsors, uh, create more attention, and uh, a regional championship would mean more than it does now. Anyways, just wanted to see what you think. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Watson, have you, did you do, were you around in those East-West days, like when they just Houston and Dallas and Yeah, stuff? I did. A, I went with Kyle a couple times. Yeah. It must have been pretty cool. Like yeah, it was, it was cool. just like, you know, everybody was there and it was yeah. on and it was on like Donkey Kong and the coasts were battling it out. Like, let's do more of those. I think so. Yeah. You'd have to, in that one, you'd have to do the five shootouts, though, as the last five rounds. Sure. Because you couldn't, you couldn't make it, like, mixed in because then it would go from a super exciting weekend to then the next weekend would be half the guys. That's why they did it back in the day. Yeah. You'd have to do the last rounds, yeah. No, they did it the other way. Like, yeah. Yeah, they did it, so. like, the first race was the shootout <clears throat> and then went to the West Coast. And then... Yeah, like, it started in... Uh, Houston. Houston, yeah, yeah. So seems like that'd be a bit middle and then the end. Anticlimactic. You'd seem like it'd make more sense to just you know do the build up, do like you know six of each, yeah. and then yeah, we'll sure. get the hype. Get fucking build, change, build fucking change something, Connor. That's change, what I'm saying. That's yeah, just yeah. change it. Hey, Matt, it's Joseph. Got a question for you. Uh, in all the years that uh, you worked for Timmy at Factory Yamaha, did you ever ride one of his uh, one of his factory bikes? Two stroke, 426, 450, whatever it was. Uh, just curious. Maybe even a practice bike, but you know, someday you're out testing just you and Timmy. You're a four time Manitoba champion. Surely you had a Mr. you had a desire to throw your leg over it. So Mr. if you did, let us know. Tell us how good it was. What surprised you? What stood out? Check uh, you later. Missed a fifth by two points, by the way. But be Blair? No, just a local guy. Uh, Jeremy Hebert. Oh, Hebert? Yeah. Uh, I did ride Timmy's bikes. I rode them all. Uh, I rode the Cowie on a Supercross track, and, like, yeah, scared the shit out of me. I rode his 250 two-stroke Yamaha a lot that just went, just pulled forever. Uh, the Cowie one, it, it was so fast. These People don't understand how stiff the suspension is, how fast these things are. It's ridiculous. I remember I rode his Supercross track, and I was just doubling things, and I don't think I tripled anything. Um just double and double, double, jump the whoops or whatever, and jump the finish line. And, and just like, it's so fast. You're just like, you're barely cracking the thing. And it's, you know what I mean? Like, what ridiculous. So, hmm? what's it like? Yeah. <laughs> and the 252 strokes were fast. Those Yamahas were good, dude. They had that package down, Bob Oliver porting it, cutting our heads, and, and, and just. Sounds phenomenal. Sounds so awesome. Are you are you done? You want to go home, right? Yeah, I'm over it. Okay, all right. Let's let's keep going. We're losing Kenny again. Hey, Steve, how are you doing today? Uh, listen, I just got a little question. Maybe you can touch on this uh, with the RCH team. Uh, I know Roxon's planning on leaving. Uh, oh, hold on. The, the, this you might get upset over this, but I figure I want this guy. Uh, whatever. Okay. Right. Well, the talk is he's planning on leaving to go to Honda. Big news. Uh, do you think it's due to the fact that? Um, Maybe the, the upper management of the team isn't so focused on the team. He doesn't see the effort uh, being put in that, um, let's say, other team owners, but managers might might be putting into their team. You know, it's a little disturbing the other day. Um, I like Kerry Hart. I think he's done a lot for the sport of motocross, sport of uh, you know freestyle motocross when he was in Supermoto. I know he helped promote that. Um, 
What bothers me is that uh, the other day on Instagram, uh, there's a video of him leaning over a garbage can saying, uh, somebody asked him, what are you doing? He says, I just lost a bear pong, but I'll show you what I can do well. And that was to crack open a can of beer and chug it down in about two seconds. Now, I don't got a problem with that at all. And like I said, I, I enjoy Kerry Hart. I think that, you know, he's probably a really good guy, and I enjoy watching his antics and stuff. But to post something like that on social media when you are one of the principal owners of – you know, motocross, supercross team with one of the premier riders on it. Do you really think that that's the right thing that should be done? I'm not saying that he shouldn't do that in his personal life. Do everything you want to do. But to show it, to have it on, uh, you know, open media and all that for, for people to see, I, I just don't see, uh, you know, Roger DeCoster doing that. You know, he's <laughs> that just a manager, funny, not an owner. Um, I don't see Coy Gibbs doing stuff like that pretty much stays out of that kind of a limelight. So, so maybe you could touch on a little bit. Is that maybe one of the reasons why Roxon is leaving is because of the fact that uh, the two owners of the team, you know, maybe are letting the team slide. Uh, that's it. Just uh, want to see your thoughts. Can I, Thanks. Can I great this? show. Fuck this guy, man. Um, first of all, unfollow. Roxon is uh, a guy to post a lot of fun stuff on social media. He's not just posting like bicycle shots of himself training and whatever. He posts some funny stuff. He's got a guy named Bongs on things, buddy in Florida. So, what say you, Watson, to this guy's thing that Hart should be a little bit more careful if he's a team owner about posting things? I'll, like I'll, I'll, have, an out, I'll have an outside. Fuck this guy. If you don't Fuck like what Kerry's posting, no, don't fucking follow no, him. He said he said he likes it. You didn't listen. No, he he doesn't like no, Kerry no. being no, a no. professional no, no, team no, owner no, no, posting no. it. No, no, no. He said I like Kerry Hart. He goes, I have no problem with him posting that. If you're Carrie Hart, this guy was saying, if you're Hart, should you be posting that? Did Hart post it or did somebody else I post it? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Who this, gives this, a shit? It's Carrie Hart. He's tattooed. That's hit. He's okay, fucking rock I'm just, I'm just, I think the guy's question was valid. That's why I left it in there. Yeah. He was wondering. I don't think it's valid. I think it's it, fucking He's Kerry. wondering if Roxon would get mad at his team owner doing something like that. And if Hart, as a team owner, I allow Roger Coy Gibbs, what he brought up. Should be doing that. I don't give a shit, but I think it's a valid question. I think Kenny went there because of that attitude. I don't think he... Maybe so, yeah. I I, I mean, he was so tired of the Alden stiff program, and I think if he does leave, which we don't know, uh, it's probably just money. It's it's just a perfect reasoning why I want to just pull those points up. To show you, people think because Kerry Hart and Ricky Carmichael own that they're the owners of the team... They're not the managers of the team. They're not the ones, you know, that are in the trenches every day running the team. They owned the team, okay? You have Mark Johnson, Kyle Bentley running that race end of it. Mm-hmm. You have the, you know, the director of racing is Mark Johnson, and Kyle Bentley is the team manager. Those are the guys that are the. Those are the guys that run the team, okay? Not Kerry Hart and not Ricky Carmichael. They make the decisions when it comes to money and what to do. But they're not running the team. They don't. It's not their job. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I could understand why he would say that if it was a picture of a guy. With Kyle Bentley doing that, maybe. Exactly. Say, or well, whatever. even if uh, Kyle uh, Bentley did it, if he was at the river and he did a beer bong, that would make him yeah. a bad guy. No, no, no. I just, no, I mean the guy has a life. It doesn't matter if if he owned the team. Just because he's not, you know, he's mm-hmm. uh, he's a younger team owner and he has a lifestyle that he wants to live and be edgy and do whatever he wants to do. People yeah. are opinionated, and you know, you're talking about the same people that posted shit on Instagram when he was taking his daughter for a ride 
in first gear in the piss and she didn't have a helmet uh, on. Freaking out on him, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, they're, no, you got to understand. They're, they're, if, if, if Coy Gibbs did do that, there would be no backlash at Coy Gibbs. Kerry Hart is at a different level exposure-wise well, the um, exactly. There's no way that Roxon is leaving the team because of anything like that. No, no, so, it's money. You know, so the, 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 Roxon likes to have fun on his Instagram. So well, heck yeah, um, he does. You know, he likes anyway. to have fun. Period. Um, Just ask him. He, he, did a, he did a burnout with his KTM slamming a beer. Hey, there you go. Yep. Appreciate everything that you do. Uh, listen to it over and over. All the archive stuff. And. Um, that's it. You know what? I just thought of it. I know Kenny Watson's going to be in tonight, so uh, maybe he could touch on us a little bit. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night. Thank you for the call. Hey, guys. What's up? First time <laughs> caller. My name is Jake uh, from Florida. Hi, Jake. Uh, so uh, today I uh, went to my local track here, uh, Bostwick Creek MX, and I hear this guy talking, and uh turns out it's the guy uh, that's always saying, I want to hear the motocross stuff. Love that guy. Super cool guy. Uh, ended up doing some motos with him and uh, had some fun today. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's about it. Like Great show, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, likes moto. He yeah. motos. Yeah. He wants to hear about the Mass motocross. Fish. Yeah, he does. Yeah. This Pulp Show. What up? Jesse from upstate New York. I'm on RacerX.com reading in the comment section about guys going nuts about the chase format and asking for a poll and all this crazy stuff. Uh, one thing that occurred to me is the reason that a lot of guys don't like the chase format is that I, I love these people that said I'll never watch the sport again if there's a chase. Yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah, sure you will, buddy. All right, got it. Yeah, you'll never watch the sport again. Complete you'll, liars. You'll watch it for 25 years. You'll read it and you'll just drop it cold turkey because there's a chase. Oh, done with that. Like, yeah, okay, sure. All right, got These it. are your listeners, Steve. Yeah, I know. Listeners. When you have a set points lead or when you separate the riders by their points from first to second or third, it takes away from their accomplishment that they've got throughout the season. Well, what if you cut their points lead in front of the guy behind them in half so that it does bring them closer together and give a kind of a reset to the rest of the chase format? but it also leaves an incentive to do well and finish good in the early part of the season. Uh, the more lead you have, the more lead you're going to have going into the chase format. Crazy idea. Tell us what you think. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so sure. he wants a variation on it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Great. yeah sure. Great. Let's, oh, try, hey, let's try something. Yeah, Steve, everybody's these, got different. These, these diehard guys that say they won't, will stop watching, that's not the mainstream public. That's not the people we're trying to grab for TV. Yeah, we still need those people, though. The mainstream guys are the ones that go they're, to four Supercross. But they're not going anywhere. Well, they say they are, but they're, they're not. They're fucking lying. No, they're not. Uh, it's the same with the Carrie Hart thing. I mean, you're never going to make all of them happy. There's exactly. always going to be some people that are going to complain. Always. Yeah, no, 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 the core guys are going to go, and they're going to be there, whether there's a chase or not. Watson will be there, whether there's a chase or not. So Even if they do the uh, superhero night, they'll be there. Parabinos, God. That was Is all it? Of, uh, oh, oh, that's voicemails. 702-586-757. Call anytime. Uh, Mitch Payton, Kevin Cobb from uh, Sick Recovery Racing. Um, did you uh, see big, how fast Hart did pound big, that freaking uh, beer? I, I didn't see it. No. Good for him. Dude, he shotgunned a beer. He's like the, the king of shotgunning well, beers. Well, you've certainly yeah. probably seen him shotgun beers before. So he's t- uh, Big Nasty was also on, thanks to Big Nasty. Uh, appreciate it. Chris Cooksey, uh, WPS rep. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. Connor Fields, good luck uh, with the real thing, man. Hopefully with the wrist, healthy. Uh, what did you think of his crash, Watson? Crazy how he broke it just casing it. Like, <laughs> didn't hit the ground. He broke it when he hit the jump. No suspension, man. 
Yeah, yep. yeah, it's Need crazy. Air forks. Um, so yeah, hopefully you get on real. But we think we you will be there. And uh, um, I was gonna say you could put a pulp mech sticker on your helmet, but the IOC said no. So fuck those guys. Um, and uh, thanks for coming in, man. Hope you yeah, appreciate no, it. No, thanks for don't, having me. It's, it's it's been cool to be on it for don't, sure. Don't let anybody like just don't tell anybody how cheesy it is that we have like a plastic table and. Watson's on his phone the whole you time. You mean at the Pulp MX headquarters yeah, studios? Yeah, Den, outside the Lions Den. Oh. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension. Just get your suspension done, people. Vortex Racing, Bars and Sprockets, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Champions everywhere. Mitch threw, Mitch threw a pretty good plug in there, huh? Or he said Gannon was better with the Scots. Yeah, that was bitch. Oh, that was good. I hate to say it. His vision was better. Hot cams, gear alloy, works connection, Mission Starcross 5, Atlas neck brace, the choice of neck braces everywhere, uh, choice of riders everywhere for a neck brace. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please check out the Atlas one. FMF Racing. We love the folks at FMF. W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Ride Engineering, uh, Nitro Circus. Please, NitroCircus.com. They've uh, got the tour going up, starting up again. And Two Under, the number two UNDR. Use code PulpMX15 to save yourself ma- money at twounder.com, the best men's underwear out there. It's a fantastic company, and uh, they, they make great stuff. So um, thanks to our guests. Thanks to uh, you guys. Uh, Talon, Lone Wolf. How was it being back in the captain's chair? It was good. I just want to tell Travis, happy wife, happy life. So he might want to spend his Monday nights with her. And, just, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I have to tell you, that Travis not being here, it was unauthorized. He just told me he was going to miss one show. So he's, you know. He texted me in the middle of last show before you even knew he was going to be gone. Yeah. So he basically is breaking violations uh, four months in. Breaking Pulp MX HR I violations. Here. I would be here. You that, would be Is talented. that worth a pulp write-up? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, HR. We'll get there. Uh, Kenny Watson, um, it's great to have you back in studio, buddy. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for it's, having me, man. Really? Did you have fun? I didn't tell about the last 45 minutes, half hour. I hit the wall. Which is your standard? Hit the wall. It's yeah. just a long five hours, man. It's Bro, a lot. Yeah, and you said, yeah. hey, we're only going to have a couple guests, and we'll just you yeah. know jam through it. And yeah. I know once you say that, it's in for a long show. The Did we make th- the magic you were looking to make tonight? I think so. I'm going to take go. your phone, though, and I'm going I'm to put it in some water. I don't yeah. like how you were on your phone too much. Well, I was, you know, texting with my lady. Well, you can text her during the commercial breaks. I did. And then, well, okay, during the show, I feel like you should lay off your phone a little bit. Like, okay. concentrate on the show, issues you want to talk about. Okay, well, we're not going to have to worry about that for a while. <laughs> oh, you're not coming back in? Not for a while. Oh, uh, thanks to JT's guy, uh, Wyatt Gilmore. Yeah, Wyatt. Uh, the, shoe, the shoe guy. Shoe guy. From China. From China. Terrible connection. But. Yeah, yeah, that's what I asked him. Could you speak Chinese? Um, you didn't like that. It was great having you in, Watson. It was fantastic. I don't fucking have one. It's great to, to see you here. So. It was awesome to be yeah. here. Thanks for um, having me. Uh, we'll see you in Boston, right? Yes, sir. All right. And Talon, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, Chris Cooksey, Connor Fields. I'm Steve Mathis. Pulp MX Show. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Swiss Corps. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.